Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. be one of the best brewers there is. I stopped uh, dressing all in plastic. You better be brewing five to six times a week. A beer, every beer, is made with love, and it begs to, to be appreciated. I need something to kill the salmonella I'm kind of worried about in the eggs. Do you find that uh, that the hops kind of clash with the uh, chicken embryo you put in there? <laughs> well, I might sleep here tonight. It's a California <laughs> king. There's plenty of room for both of us, Beavis. Yeah. How many of the brewers over there have seen your ass? That's it. Someone's getting cut tonight. All yeah. I have to say is, hey, McDonald, how you doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Yeah, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to The Session. And one hell of a day of Brewing Network Broadcasting going on over here in Pacheco. Uh, we had two Brew Strong shows with some very special guests aboard with us. Uh, hell of a day. Yeah, Denny Kahn was on with you during the Brew Strong episode today, Jamil. Denny was strong. He was he was talking uh, decoction with us. And Denny's run some experiments on decoction, and yeah. he shared that with us. I thought that was really uh, good information. Well, he's a BN favorite, too, and uh, you guys were talking about Big decoctions and small Little decoctions, decoctions and long decoctions and yeah. short, short decoctions. decoctions. You really covered like everything. Like a French bread? Yeah. To, to an acorn. You did. Yes. Really the whole gamut of decoctions. Yes. And uh, let me tell you. You like saying decoction, don't you? Well, I just, you know, I really enjoyed the program is what I'm trying to say, Jamil. It was really good. Yes. Good. As it always is. We talked strong. about good decoctions Every other Monday. and bad decoctions. So satisfying. Yeah, decoction really satisfied it was, you. It was it was a satisfying it, show about decoction. Filled you with knowledge. Oh, I'm telling you, great. There was so much information about decoction that uh, I I could hardly I could hardly sit through he, it. He almost listened. Yeah. I almost I he almost listened. I came really really close to listening. You were all a flutter. He kept hearing decoction, and I'd see his head snap around. Yeah. Suddenly, you're wearing a paisley necktie. It's, oh. That's how much decoction talk you guys had. Oh, man, was I close to listening? So close. <laughs> and you thought better of it. And yeah. No, I can't. Yeah, uh, you know, I've dabbled in that side of things, not, but not I'm going to stay here. Perfect record of not paying attention to <laughs> yeah. what the hell's going on. And then to keep that uh, great guest theme going for today, we've really stacked the deck. Jamil's going to hang out for today's session, and along with him, his good friend, our new good friend, Gordon Strong, in the studio today. Welcome, Gordon. I'm glad to have hey, you. Hey, Jay. Good to see you. 
Thanks, JP. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Anything I can do for you? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and uh, try that again. I'm going to ask everybody to wake up today and uh, join us here on the program. <laughs> it's called the session. We air live at five every day and um, every Sunday. That is. Yeah. And I, I try to air live at five every day, but uh, it's weird. Uh, every Sunday. <laughs> and uh, and that's what we're going to do today. Also. Uh, Doc's on his way here. He had a little bit of family business to take to take care of. It was uh, T-Ball Day. In fact, I think it was T-Ball. Day. It was T-Ball Awards Day. Oh, it could have been T-Bag Day. So that's five hundred trophies to get out for. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Not Everybody first place wins. Or, yeah. Everybody wins. What a big pain in the ass. Gordon, how old are your kids? I got an eleven-year-old daughter. Okay. So no T-ball for you? No. Okay. No. She but plays guitar she... and plays basketball. What, what are you, a sexist? She can't play T-ball? What the hell's the matter with you? I was right, though, right? Hey, my daughter played T-ball. <laughs> I was just, it was, just, it yeah, was an well. educated guess, that's all. I'm not saying no, she couldn't. Please. I just made an educated guess that she didn't. Yeah, maybe that's your right. daughter shouldn't have Jamil. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what we're trying to say. Maybe you shouldn't be so goddamn ugly. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. Oh, that's I, a given. I know. Yeah. Wow, I was personal, too. But I was curious that uh, I just, you, you know, when you have kids, you got to go through these everybody gets an award sports, right? Like, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter if they're good or not. <laughs> it's like me entering a, a brewing competition. It's like you the know, NHC. They send me a certificate. Yeah. You know, I was talking to, yeah, I was talking to, to Thanks police. Thanks for, for getting us liquid in a bottle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. I was talking to police the other day. I was like, so those certificates you get, does that mean, so if I got a bronze, does that mean I got third runner-up to go through? And he's like, no, dude. <laughs> Yeah. It's just if you're in that category or that point range. Like, oh. Yeah. Well, then really, what's the, the point? Like, you know what? I would rather get a refund on my entry money than have you pay to print me these these certificates and then mail them. So in. you'd rather have yeah. the nickel. I'd rather have the nickel back than <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to throw it away. I'm yeah. just going to throw the thumb. Who's going to frame a bronze certificate from I'm, the NHC? I'm, I'm telling that means you, you got I'm, like a 20 through a 26. I agree with you 100%. I'd rather have the nickel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just save the money. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> Don't well, need and I it. were trying to figure it out, too, because he gets a letter from the BA, and he goes, hey, man, all of my entries in the first round went to the second round. Look at this. I, I'm pretty sure they all went. And, we, and I'm looking at it, and I'm going, yeah, you got like a silver and a bronze and like <laughs> yeah. everything. And I, I finally I go ask Doc. I go, Doc, hey, did all of Chad's entries go to the second round? He goes, no, man. You get a certain uh, amount of points. You get a bronze. certain yeah. amount, you get a silver. It's a feel good for your nine bucks. How yeah. long? I wasn't uh, that confused. You well. were pretty confused. On that day, you go, look it, I think all of my entries have No, what's crazy, like, it's great. I mean, I had a couple 40s, and it didn't move on, but it's just like, wow. Just yeah. thinking about that, you know, but they were. Right, right. Like, I, you know, you get a Yeah, you got something that scored like, oh, is that 40, second place, 43 is that third points. Place? But, yeah. You score 43 points, and it says gold, and you're thinking... Well, shit, this must have gone on. What well, the hell? Why, why, I had to I clear mean, that up. Yeah, it wasn't like I thought they were all gone. 43 yeah. points and a gold, you go, right, yeah, exactly. I get winner. <laughs> well, Bradley from the BA will be here yeah. in an hour we'll or take so. It up with him. Him so we'll take it up with him. Oh, Bradley's going to be here? Yeah, Bradley's going to be here. Yeah. I love oh, that good. guy. He's, we're going to yeah, tell Bradley yeah. to suck it all show off <laughs> <laughs> for, not, for not sending Shats 43 gold. Can I hang my gold in here? Bradley does not control the competition, though. I don't care. but We need someone at everyone. fun to target him. Well, if you think that's bad in the first round, try getting that in the second round. Oh, yeah. You get a 44 back from the second round, and where's my medal, bitch? Oh, yeah. They stopped saying what score won, right? Right, yeah. Or did they ever do that? Am I just making that up? Like in the and during the award ceremony, this got a forty-three, 
or whatever, right? Oh, yeah, they, they, do they don't do that in the, the second round. But yeah. In the first um, round, they publish a range. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I've gotten a, a, a 48 and a half in the first round. Uh, you know, well, Formanek you judging, and then. some other people judging, who I respect on, on like a double block. It goes to the second round, it gets like a 23. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dickhead. You know, come on. It's, it hasn't changed. I know. Oh, no, it's shipping. Well, I shipped to freaking Chicago and it was fine. <laughs> I couldn't ship it to Denver and it was okay. Or No, oh, Denver, yeah. it, it, it got a goal. But, you know, Different elsewhere, facts. it's like, you know, what the heck? The venom out of Jamil. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm lubed up. I got Gordon here. Jamil can't been, even come up with a come up with an he, example. He, he, you know, his example is, oh yeah, and I want a gold. He's, he's been whining and complaining, and I'm whining and complaining too. This is the whining and complaining yeah. about competition shit. I do like coming you, up right now. I do like how you drop <laughs> the. the end. I got a forty-eight and a half. And like, well, that, no. that was a nice, like, yeah. nice. No, people, yeah, people pointed in. people pointed that out. They go, wow, wow, that that must be yeah. you know great beer. And I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I think it has a chance of winning each year. You know, it was, it was really good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but then you get a – if I got a, a 38 and it didn't place, I'd be okay. If I got a 44 and it didn't place, I'd be okay. For the I, get a 20, a I, get a, sack, I get a 23. Yeah. It's like, what in the world are you tasting that you're tasting 23? You know? Yeah. I, I that that's one of the things you, you know. I think Gordon's got the the same sort of experience. You got a beer, Absolutely. you know, was actually really good, and some Yahoo is tasting this thing <laughs> and doesn't know what the heck they're tasting, and they they come up with some bizarre score that you're just like, yeah, what that's in the right. world? I thought I did a great job judging that beer. The only t- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only in my first the only Jamil recipe I ever brewed was his robust porter. Entered it twice, yo. Know. Runner-up best of show, second time, gold medal, first round <laughs> NHC, 23. <laughs> wow. So, you know. Well, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about competition brewing, the ins and outs, uh, how to stack the deck and get yourself closest to winning. But we're also going to talk about those inconsistencies. I also uh, feel that it's going to, there's going to be a lot of cursing on today's show. Oh, uh, well, and I'll tell you this. Uh-oh. Now, how is it? Bebo is so See? good looking, yeah. brews such great beer, yeah. and uh, you... Suck on both. I don't have either one of those things. Yeah. Well, for one, we're not. You act as if she's my sister. We're not from the same mother. So I, I, there's nothing I could do about the one part. You know what? Pr- okay. Prove it right now, Mega. And, uh, and the other part is, you know, I was I was here when Bevo was. Oh yeah. Oh, we have to oh, prove so that we're related by making out. Where's yeah. Sam? That's how it works. He's not uh, watching. Don't worry. Yeah. He's playing. But Warcraft she's got this brown machine. ale. That's excellent. And, and good, this huh? is going to be poured at the uh, NHC, huh? Yeah, That's right. coming to the conference. You got to try this. We're going to pour it at the BN anniversary party. Special. And uh, we're going to also yeah. pour it during uh, club night. And yeah. if there's any left over, we'll pour it during our session at the hospitality suite on uh, Saturday. There and won't it, be any left. It might be poured right next to the tip jar as well. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's strategically planned. Yeah, Probably a good idea. <laughs> it may be empty with Vivo standing right next to the tip jar, holding the tit jar. Yes, holding the tit jar next to the tit jar. A t-shirt that you designed. Yeah. Yeah, I got a nice one designed for you. Fantastic. Really? Oh. I got to take some scissors Saran to it still. Like I, I had a it designed, Hogan but then shirt? I have to do a little customization. Yeah. 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 A little Can't wait. A couple cuts and rips to it. <laughs> Can't yeah, wait. Yeah. It's going to be a good week. Bevo's with us at the NHC all week long. Oh, really? Yeah, she took the week off. So yeah. nice. uh, she will be hosting on the uh, bus tour, and yeah. then she'll be at the anniversary party with us, and then uh, manning the booth uh, in the, the hospitality booth? suite. No, I'm manning that shit. It's gonna man, that. man up, man up, which is something JP is. You know, I'm just gonna ignore. JP that. will be womaning it. <laughs> yes, uh, Sam, did you get the week off too? I, I think Sam's gonna be on the bus tour with us. But oh. uh, can he be on my bus? The rest the of the week, is every Evo week. Is Sam ours. has every week off. 
Which actually, I will mention this. Uh, this is now pretty much officially the house of the unemployed. Uh, Chad lost his gig a few weeks ago, as if we talked about. Oh, we're not uh, I lost my gig last week, uh, oh. which was still just a part-time dealio anyway, but now I'm, I'm even less of a part-time deal for CBS. And uh, Schumann, I don't know what the fuck he does. I don't think he ever had a job. So it's pretty much the house of the unemployed. I don't know how we're uh, staying afloat around here. It's kind of insane. Good timing. Yeah. It's the millions. Now we're all just brewing network to town. Brings, yeah. Now we're all just hanging out like friends all the time. I get to see Shat's ugly <laughs> mug around here every day. Like friends. Wake up. Hey, at, least he, at least he can brew great beer. That's breakfast, true. Breakfast so. in bed. And you know, we've got a we got a house <laughs> full of beer right now and nothing to drink. We've got so many kegs of beer. It's all for next week. Can't tap any of it. So, uh, Evo Brown, though, it's pouring a little bit. Is it? You got what it all carbonated, think? huh? Yeah. I think it's excellent. Right. Yeah, it's very good. It's tasty, man. What kind sure. of recipe is that? It's uh, Newcastle Club. English Brown. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Nice. I was here during that day, and Bevo was asleep on the couch. It's strange. She That's brews weird. well. Yeah. Yeah. We were done when I fell asleep. Well, you were? She brews like Chad produces a show. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> nap time. Snap. Both yeah. do a great Brewing job. Brewing takes a lot out of you. Yeah. I needed a nap. Oh. Justin wouldn't know that. That's, That's no idea. Are Someone you... in the studio has their phone on. Turn it off. Oh, snap. He's right. All right. Uh, a lot of things to get to today. It's going to be a long show, I fear. Uh, Gordon Strong, Jamil Zanny Schiff are going to talk to us about competition brewing. And uh, if you've got questions for that, you can call 888-401-BEER, or you can join the Beave in the chat room. She'll uh, pass questions on over to us. And uh, if you've got competition questions, these are the guys. Two Ninkasi winners sitting right here. Jamil Zanishev, a two-time Ninkasi winner, hoping for number three. Yeah. Uh, Gordon Strong won Ninkasi just last year, so a very Fresh off the Ninkasi Trail winner. Ready to defend. Yeah. How many beers did uh, nice. you enter into the first round? Let's start with this that. This year? Yeah. 50. How many went on to the second? 19. Nice. Not bad. It's a lot of goddamn beer. Uh, yeah, I know. $300 FedEx bill to ship it here. <laughs> is it really? Jamil's got some ungodly number, like 29 going to the second round or something. How many is it in the second round? 29. 29. But last year I had 24, and, and that netted me... One yeah. third Weed. place in cider. <laughs> the very last frickin' category. Got, but if you're going to get a place on my deathbed, yeah, insider like I'm, is good. I'm going out not, not, not must, winning in the second round. Must be present to win. Although third and, uh, insiders, yeah. that's kind of, you know. Yeah. Kinky. As long hey, as long as you're insider, three entries. Right. That's what, that's that's what, what matters. Saying. Jamil just caught on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, Gordon makes a good point. It might be for you that you have to be present to win. You missed last year because you had AIDS or something. What did you have last year? <laughs> yeah, you were the, sick. The, the AIDS did uh, come up on me, and uh, yeah, I had pneumonia, hmm. and uh, I thought I was going to die. I literally thought I was going to die. It was that bad. Yeah, yeah. You lost all your insides through a couple of ends. I think during that bout. Uh, well, that was that was before that, oh. and then I, uh, yeah, yeah. And you just were dying. Yeah, because I, 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 I shit my guts out mm. in the RV before the BN party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why I was telling you the story of how my hand ended up plunging into the uh, bowl of. Uh, yeah. of so you said it, uh, it was the BM party, uh, right? And as, as I was wiping, and then uh, yeah. I came down and. Shook your hand and uh, yeah. <laughs> rubbed and it all went, over your back. And yeah. Let me give you a back massage. I was wondering why you're being so friendly. You're so happy to see me. Yeah. Hey, hey, let me buddy. do oral mouth surgery. That's disgusting. Yeah. And then yeah. I stood around at the BN party and uh, infected uh, God knows how many people. We probably lost like uh, 10% of our listeners by uh, me. So inv- he was introducing himself like a blind guy. Let me yeah. touch your face. I can, let me see what you look like. <laughs> Hi, I'm Patient Zero. I mean, I'm Jamil. Yeah. How are you? Nice to meet you. So that might be it. Uh, you got to be present to win. So you'll right. be back at NHC this right. year. It, it, you could be. You could be back in action. Well, I'll tell you. You know, there's a regional component to this, and 
Home court advantage? Yeah. I think any time, you know, the region swings your way, take advantage of it. Uh, You know, all you folks out there that want to enter and you want to win a medal in the second round, which is not easy to do. Right. uh, You know, load up. When it comes your way, put every last beer, you any liquid in a bottle, put in the competition. Yeah. Load up. You never know what will happen. Garbage beers won't win. But, uh, you know, maybe your analysis of your beer isn't so good. So you got that going for you. But, you know, enter, enter, enter. Brew, you know, you, when you know the competition's coming, you know a year in advance. In a year, if you focus, you could brew, uh, you know, a lot of beers. Don't drink them and enter them. You only got to send one bottle the first round. Right, right, so right. Big deal. Send it. And All if right. it's close to you, drop it off. Don't ship it. How many yeah, IP- save yourself some money. How many IPAs do you think will be in the second round? Thirty over forty. Thirty-two, less, less than thirty thereabouts. Really? Shitty isn't that what you sent on to the second round as an IPA? You only get three from each of the regions. Right. So, so right. a maximum you know, there's an absolute of thirty. Cap. It doesn't matter how many. And they're not all IPAs. All right, great. Oh, Tweedledee, Tweedledum. I get it. Okay, I was wrong. You, you know wrong. nothing about the competition. Right, let me go to the phone. I'm sorry, got, JP. Can you repeat that? Less, less talky, more listening. <laughs> I got Dirty Hippie on the line. Uh, apparently, he's got himself a bus ticket for the BNA four anniversary bus tour that uh, he doesn't need. He wants to try to raffle it off or something. Which, by the way, didn't go too well in the four this week. Uh, Dirty Hippie, what's happening, brother? Oh, not much, man. Hanging out in Vegas. What's the word? You got a ticket you can't use? Uh, yeah, my wife is going to go with me, and uh, she can't go now, so well, she I got, got gave afraid of JP. another friend of mine, and then he backed out at the last minute, so I got, a, got an extra one. Wow. Is it, uh, no one likes pick, you, man. Pick up what's some happening? woman on the streets of Oakland. That, that sounds good. No, yeah, just bring some Oakland broad with you. That'd be great. <laughs> There'll be plenty of them there, I bet you. Yeah. Come Thursday night, Friday They'll be night. wandering around. I would like that. Yeah. Bright purple shirts. That would complete looking the tour. For, looking for fun. <laughs> being willing to party. Yeah. Bring one of them. Well, what I was what I was thinking is you guys could maybe auction it off during the night as the night goes on and yeah. see how much you can get for it. Yeah. And then just take it as a donation to the Brewing Network. Yeah, it's a great idea, and I appreciate that. It's very nice of you. I'll tell you what, we'll give it a go. I'm going to warn you, somebody did that in the forum this week. They had an extra ticket, and they barely even made back the 65 bucks that they paid for it. Um, it was kind oh, of a, well, I don't care about making it back, man. I just take it as a donation, whatever you get. All right. Hey, man, you're awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, listeners, paying attention. Uh, you're tuned in live. Uh, we're going to raffle it off in the chat room throughout the night. Bevo will keep a running tally of um, of the numbers. Uh, don't be a dick to her, okay? If you're going to make a serious bid, make a serious bid. Don't do this $5 thing. It starts at 65 bucks. so the first number we, sh- we should see in that chat room is 65 bucks, and then it should just go up in $5 increments from there. And uh, I bid at the $20. end of the night, uh, we'll <laughs> see, just like our listeners, it's awesome. Uh, 20 bucks. Uh, we're all in the same crew over here. And uh, by the end of the night, we'll see what number we have, and uh, we'll see if we can get that ticket off your hands, brother. And I appreciate that. That'll be a good uh, little donation to uh, the BN. Thanks, man. All right, man. Looking forward to seeing you guys on Wednesday. Are you going to go out gambling in Vegas tonight or what? Uh, no, I'm actually brewing right now. I'm just starting to boil, so it'll be a while. Oh, you live in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's a drag. <laughs> it's not as exciting. No. no now we don't a... really care to talk to you. Yeah, people who live in Vegas, go. Yeah. That's a, that's rough. That's tough, man. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, uh, then we'll see you on the bus, right? All right. Yep. Thanks, brother. Cheers. Hey, I'm serious. Okay, I'm starting the bidding with 20. <clears throat> All right. So let me uh, reiterate. 65 bucks will be the uh, smallest bid in the oh. chat room there. And uh, we'll just keep going from there. 65. <laughs> the end of the night, we'll see what we've got. And uh, that's very nice of Dirty Hippie to uh, donate that money to the BN. We'll see what we can do. 
65. It's sold out. That's that's only it's the only ticket available right now to the hottest ticket in town. That BNA four bus tour. Jamil was doing everything he could to get okay. on that tour. Uh, okay, yet again. Uh-uh. Bidding starts at sixty five dollars. Sixty five seven. <laughs> Just put me down for sixty five. I knew it was good. Bebo. That's why I mentioned it because the guy who put it up in the in the forum, he goes, Hey, I'm gonna start it at face value, which was sixty five bucks. And then every dick on the planet started going, I'll give you eight. And then the next guy went, I'll give you eight dollars and one cent. And then for fifty pages it went on for like eight dollars and eight cents. No, Jay, that's funny. You don't get that? Oh, I get it. And then, so I figured they were going to do that to you right, in the chat room today. Doing it. So just uh, until you see the number 65. 65, God damn it! What, you don't hear my microphone on? What's the matter with you? Is Jamil on? 65. Oh, he's on. Is that thing working? Did you do it in the forum? Is this thing on? Pivo, Pivo, you hear me? 65. Are you going to ditch your commitments tell, for us, Jay-Z? Tell, tell me when tell I really when want you on 65. that. I really want 65. you on that bus tour. 70. <laughs> it's past 70. 75. <laughs> You're tied. <laughs> 80 bucks. How are you going to pull that off, Jay-Z? I really want you on that bus. 80 bucks. He's going to do it. What about when Bradley gets here? We're going to lie and say you're you're not fe- If you put on like you've got the flu tonight, Bradley can report to the AHA. Bradley. Yeah, he looked That's just mean. He looked I'm so sorry. He looked really wait, sick wait, wait, wait. on Sunday. Shh. I think he is sick. You got to whisper so no one can hear. Actually, 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 my uh, good friend Peter Simons, he's visiting here from uh, Australia. Yeah. And he could uh, use a chance to go on that bus tour. Okay. Well, there we got a ticket available. All right. All right. So Sounds I'm at 80. <laughs> 68 yen do not count. Got, he's got 80 bucks going. 80 bucks. All right. A uh, couple of announcements to make for you guys. Um, there is a very special More Beer donation giveaway this month. It's a More Beer 1000. It's a gravity uh, brew sculpture with the all stainless frame. It's their, It's the new model of, of More Beer sculptures they got going on. And they have been so generous as to donate one to the BN Army. So if you are a recurring member of the Army, meaning that you, uh, you've signed up to be a, a recurring donor, you're already entered into the raffle. And if you look at thebrewingnetwork.com, slash on tap you'll see the increments of of how many entries you get for each donation if you just want to donate one time 10 bucks gets you a ticket 22 and so on and so on the deadline is this thursday night we're going to raffle it off on friday at club night and more beer is also raffling off another sculpture on club night as well um and that one you have to be present to win so somebody who's at club night is going to win a sculpture right there from more beer and then the one that they've donated for us to give away to the bn army you don't have to be present to win you just got to throw 10 bucks in the hat and uh, every 10 bucks gets you a ticket so i suggest you do it by thursday at midnight that's going to be the deadline and then friday during our live show from club night at the national homebrewers conference in oakland we are going to give away a more beer sculpture it's the first time we've done this we've given away some conicals from them before mm-hmm. which was always a big deal and exciting to me and then those guys called me up and they said i really want to give away we, we want to give away sculpture were they drinking i Is don't that know Chris that's drinking? what i thought i was like yeah. you, are you drunk he said you know the listeners have been so cool we get such a good response we want to uh, give away a sculpture i'll tell you this more the, the whole conference would not have been pulled off without the uh the generosity and hard work of uh, more beer and all their employees and yeah really have uh, focused and put a lot of effort into it and a lot of resources, you know, especially cash, uh, to, to, to make this thing happen. So uh, I'm really impressed. And I'm, you know, th- those guys have always been great. And uh, uh, they've been even more special. And it's not just for the so. conference. I mean, I, I, 
talk from BJCP standpoint. They host oh, our they host our website. Right. I mean, they they stepped up when you know we were in a pinch and yeah. do it for free. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd give Love Chris, Chris Graham a reach around. I mean, he's oh, been yeah. just that cool yeah. uh, all all the way around. I, I think, think all of us would. I think if ever Chris Graham, you know, had had cornered one of us home brewers and said, "Listen, guys, I could really use a, a reach around," someone yeah. would just have to step up and do it. Well, it's Absolutely. easier now because he's lost a lot of weight. So you- <laughs> yeah, so now we can actually get there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so now you don't need like an extender or anything. Yeah, and it's easy, you know, and it's better if you, you don't, don't have to be sitting in front. Yeah, so, you're not in front. You don't you don't see. You just kind of blindly. You reach don't around. get hit. Oh, okay. So you, you could yeah. raffle that off. Don't no, take it in the face. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna give Chris Graham a reach around? <laughs> yeah, we owe it to him. Those guys have been good. All right, uh, what else do I have going on for you? Don't forget that you can get an AHA membership. Speaking of this National Homebrewers Conference, you know you got to be a member to go. Yeah, and uh, I think with your ticket you get yourself a membership. But uh, if you're not going to make it and you want to be an AHA member, you should be. It's the American Homebrewers Association. You can even be an international member. Peter from Australia is hanging out with us today, and uh, back there in Australia, he could become a member if he wanted to. Just hit the AHA logo right there on our homepage and sign up. You get Zymergy Magazine, which is uh, just a great magazine. It's on my toilet right now. And you don't have to change the acronym if you're in Australia. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> you could you could be part of the uh, yeah. of the uh, Australia. Maybe or, you have to add an A. Or Austria, mm-hmm. if you wanted to be there. <laughs> or there. Amsterdam. Or Africa as a whole. Or Africa. You know, if you whole. just wanted to be from anywhere in Africa, it would be African okay. African homebirds. Association. Yeah. <laughs> Hit the AHA logo on our homepage. It's no longer available in the store, and you can get multi-year uh, contracts and all that kind of stuff. Also, uh, Brew Your Own Magazine. You know, uh, that's available through the website. You just hit the Brew Your Own Magazine uh, button right on our homepage. I really enjoy that magazine. And uh, Chris Colby is a good dude. He, yeah. You know what? Well, he's a strange dude. He is strange, but he's so cool. On it, so, uh, you know, we're friends on Facebook. You are? and uh, He's the editor of Brew Your by the way. Yeah, and he found this little bee. Facial book. This, yeah, this MySpace bee. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bee. He's like, I don't know what it is. He titled the album Weird Bee. Nice. I just think that's funny. I don't know why. He's, he's just an strange odd, dude. He's an odd duck. But, well, we also... Uh, uh, he has like 10 cats. Have, uh, uh, you know, uh, John Palmer and myself, we both write monthly for, for you know, for, for every... Uh, Issue of uh, Brew Your Own. Yeah, and, but it's mainly Chris Colby. John, <laughs> Gordon, Gordon Strong here. He, he writes uh, articles for Brew Your Own. He actually uh, filled in for me on the American Pale Ale uh, oh, great. Uh, article for, yeah, you know, you know me. I'm always trying to get somebody else to do my work. Yeah. And uh, Gordon is the perfect uh, substitute. Nice. And, uh, yeah, he stepped in and took care of that for me. It's a good magazine. Mini Jamil. Yeah. The deal with Brew Your Own is we get like 50% of your subscription, too. So let me tell you how good that magazine is. It's really good. It's real good. <laughs> Just click the Brew Your Own logo right there on our homepage. It's, it's uh, sign up. Tastes like a yeah. cup of coffee or a tank of gas. You get your money's <laughs> worth out of, out of uh, Brew Your Own or uh, the AHA. Yeah. Enough said. All right. And then uh, merchandise questions been coming in. Uh, I know the store is a little dismal right now, but uh, I had to get a lot of merch for this uh, anniversary party coming up and then the week of, of NHC. So here's what I got. I got a bunch of uh, BNA4 glasses coming in for the for the anniversary party. And I've got a bunch of actual official anniversary shirts and new uh, BN Army hop grenade shirts, just the standard shirts. They're all coming in this week, so I'm going to sell them throughout the week at NHC, and then I'll restock the store when I come back. We also have new hats and all sorts of stuff, so just hang in there. Uh, after this week, well, I'll put the rest back in the store. I just got to get it down here and sold at the NHC. You can sign up for updates, and, and I, I suggest you particularly do this for this week uh, because there's going to be a lot of things you need to know about 
For example, when we go live and if I've got a live connection so that you can tune in and hear our shows from the National Homebrewers Conference, uh, sign up for our Twitter account. It's twitter.com slash brewing network. Love it. And uh, you can get updates about what we're doing and what's happening. Maybe I'll send you creepy pictures of JP and Jamil. They've been known to to, uh, to make some creepy photos at these conferences. I don't know what it is about getting them together at a conference. but well, You get us naked around a you know, body of water. Man, you know. it's weird. Getting All them together is easy. Getting them apart is hard. Yeah, that's right. Go. Gordon has been to a few of these conferences. Yeah, the he love knows. starts flowing, yeah. and uh, God knows what we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So sign up for Twitter. The other thing hey, you can do... At least do... it's legal in California. All right. <laughs> that's right. As long as you don't get married. Uh, the other thing you can do is uh, sign up uh, over at our Facebook page. And uh, if you do that, uh, you get all sorts of photos. Uh, Chad likes to update uh, photos and put albums up there the whole week. So it's really a good way to keep in touch with us this week. As uh, It's very exciting. I, I mean, I, I can't wait for this party and the conference and everything. So those are the ways to stay in touch with us. All right, Chad, have you got announcements for us today? Sure do. All right, Chad's announcements are brought to you by Seven Bridges Cooperative. That's that all-organic place going on over there in Santa Cruz, and they're back with us. So they're bringing you Chat's announcements today. And that's uh, breworganic.com, by the way. Great website. Check it out. Uh, on the 14th, which is today, the San Diego International Beer Festival is taking place. The Homebrew Comp. Hopefully a lot of people have their beers in and uh, find out the results real quick on that one. Of course, this week is the big week, NHC in Oakland. Uh, coming up, uh, end of July is actually the uh, 22nd annual SoCal Regional Homebrew Championship. Uh, that's on the 25th of July at the Main Street Brewery in Corona. Uh, you can still get entries in, six bucks a piece. Uh, July 11th is the uh, deadline, but I think you can get them into like uh, more beer, Riverside and Corona, Culver City Homebrew Supply, a bunch of other shops. Uh, check out hopheads.com for that competition. But can't you get a discount uh, on the for the BN Army? Oh, discount. Dollar an entry. Huh? That's right. That's right. Uh, one entry. That's a dollar an entry. Right. <laughs> Everyone that wants to get in. <laughs> go to go to the Brewing Network Forum and uh, go into events, and you can yeah. download a coupon that gets you a, a dollar discount off your entries. Oh. Pretty sweet. That's, that's right. right. Uh, then on the 1st of August is uh, Mead Day. Um, so that's a big day for uh, all you homebrewers out there that want to, you know, get some mead going. Um that's pretty much it. Um, the only thing we have coming up in the end of July is uh, Oregon Brewers Fest, which is taking place the 23rd to the 26th. We're going to be there. Yeah. Should be a good time. Um, and also a rally coming up um, at Sly Fox Brewing. That's also in August, which is kind of a ways away, but that's August 8th. Uh, you know, they were on the show, so go support those guys and uh, the AHA. That's all I got. Thank you, Shad. All right, I only have one bit of feedback to get to today, and there was some other stuff I just don't have time, but what I really needed to get to was, remember that email I told you about at Downtown Joe's that I couldn't read in, in Publix? We had uh, families around, and it was all about, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Oh, my God! You've got mail. Kick ass. So this BN listener writes in, let his name right, Soul Train. <laughs> Hope he doesn't mind me outing him. Literally. Guess he says uh, <clears throat> he's one of the only openly uh, gay listeners that we have, and uh, he wanted to talk to us. But he says that you know, after listening to after uh, it was me, JP. After uh. listening to our program, um, his gaydar has been really going off. It's been pinging a lot. Yeah, he's been listening <laughs> to a bunch of the shows. Gaydar is really going off. 
And so he sent me this email, and I couldn't really read at Downtown Joe's because it was a little vulgar. And uh, it, it's, well, it says cock a lot, so oh. I didn't want to just go throwing out cocks all over Downtown yeah. Joe's. Just say decoction. Yeah. No. By the way, speaking of that, this happens once a year. Uh, the every year warehouse since, summer sale? <laughs> that. <laughs> okay. And every year since we started back in 2005, uh, you know, some forum, some beer forum, doesn't matter what it is, uh, they start a thread. Hey, what beer shows do you listen to? And you get like, you know, 20 people saying, oh, Brewing Network, Brewing Network, Brewing Network. It's great. It's fantastic. Then you get like eight of them that always sign up and go, I really like the Brewing Network, except for all the cursing that they do. There's too much cursing. Why do they have to curse? Such great information. Fuck, I don't know. And then they curse. Which is always just... I want to listen with my kids. It's always humorous to me. Spend time with your kids on your own time. This is our time. And I get it. It's fine. Not everybody like... Uh, the fact of the matter is, off the air, I, I curse like a trucker. Uh, I, I contain myself on here. But, but I'm not going to apologize for it. I always think it's interesting. This happens once a year. It, it, without fail. Every year it happens. And then it goes away and nobody pays attention. So I just want to bring it up real quick that uh, if you're one of those people, I'm about to read an email that says cock a whole bunch. And, uh, you know, and Jay-Z is all fired up today. He's going to be saying fuck all night. So, uh, you know. Yeah, fuck know. all night. <laughs> First time for everything. Just letting you know. <clears throat> all right, here's the email I got. We're gonna, it's going to be the whole feedback section, just this one email. Howdy, BN crew, you giant group of cum dumpsters. Oh, see, I already am oh. offended. I'm getting on a forum and starting a thread. That, that, yeah. That's because it totally represents JP. Yeah. Uh, he's, a couple of things he says. First, uh, being a grad student, I've missed a bunch of shows throughout the year. Uh, last week I started my summer temp job doing data entry. Etc., etc. Uh, the only thing that saved me was isolating myself in my miserable little cube and listening to all of the brewcasts uh, that I've missed throughout the year. So, many thanks, he says. Secondly, and more importantly, having been listening to numerous sessions in a row, I realized something has to be said. Let me preface by saying that I'm uh, one of your probably few openly queer listeners. That's right, I love the cock. And, well, wow. listening to your show for hours on end, I've got to say, my gaydar goes off pretty hard. And I'm pretty sure... Uh, goes off hard. All right. I'm pretty sure y'all love the cock more than me. Uh-oh. Uh, he, says, he says, seriously, there is a line, and, well, you've crossed it. Yeah, at least we didn't skip uh, over it. Which is why... <laughs> which is why I think it's necessary to share with you a list... Coming from one fag to another, Aww. of which members of the BN family love the cock the most. I just want to stop you right here and point out that you can say these words because you're quoting. That's right. All right. Yes. Continue. Uh, okay. So he starts with Bevo. Oh, well. The Bevo. Right. Guilty. So <laughs> what he does is he goes down a list of all of us and, and, and talks about how much we think about the cock. Is that, on a, is that on a scale? Is it like a votable? Like, can we guess? It's not really. I hope, a, I hope I'm at the end of that list. It's not really a scale. Um, oh, you're at the end of it. Already. You know, you're not quite at the end, Jay Z. Oh, but you will be interested to find out where you are. Yeah. <laughs> the pivot man. I've been waiting two weeks to read this. I've been laughing to myself about this email for Jay Z. Seems like a power bottom. It's fine. Oh, yeah. All right, the beef. That's right. She thinks about cock less than anyone else in studio. Oh! Considering Sammy, no big surprise, he says. Is that true, Sam? <laughs> so, Bevo is, is the He's least. Sitting over there minding his own business yeah. and gets slammed. What's with that? <laughs> All right. John Palmer. Uh, pretty much on the straight and narrow, though not if he hangs out with you guys much longer. 
We're so, working on them. So Palmer's still on the on okay. the nail cockpit. Right, right, right. uh, Tasty and Shat. <laughs> They're grouped together. By the way, where's Tasty? Getting some cock somewhere. He's busy. <laughs> Conference stuff to take care of. Oh, I thought he was going to be here this week. Oh, I thought he was too, but he's busy. He's testing out the hookers. <laughs> the male ones. Tasty and Shat. Uh, typical frat boy level of cock obsession. Aside from a quick hand job here and there, these two might actually be straight. Though if I were to see Tasty's pick on a Daddy Bear website, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Daddy Bear? What is that? Oh, don't pretend, Chad. <laughs> I don't understand DaddyBear.org. I've yeah. never been there. Plisace even made this list. So. Oh. I mean, the what do you mean even made? Says, please say, just because we <laughs> That's haven't That's the only heard, one I understand. Yeah. <laughs> just because we haven't heard from Chicken Boy in a while doesn't mean he's forgotten. He may not drop to his knees for just any cock, but there are a few standouts he'll get a rug burn for. Jesus. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> Justin and Jay-Z. We're, Ooh. We're, we're also grouped grouped. together. That really yeah. drops my He says... <laughs> <laughs> he says... These are what we like to call three beer queers. Lube them up enough and there's no doubt they'll bat for both teams. Oh, man. He says, though your alcohol tolerance, uh, it's probably six beer queers since we seem to have a high there, alcohol there, tolerance. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You give me six uh, good good alcohol beers and, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd give a handy to, to Justin. <laughs> yeah. Pretty easy. The nutters yeah. might come out. It's pretty good. All right. The Jipper. Oh, God. Oh. Now, him, I figured he'd be, you know, queen of the list. Come on. Oh, man. Jipper's number three on the list. He says uh, he protests just a little too much, and his girly man voice has the edge on it that only comes from having your manhole slammed over and over. Oh, my gosh. That's vulgar. <laughs> and he has three fucking cats. Come on. I do. Oh, That's yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's the cats. At least it's not a chihuahua. I'm just going to say that. All right. Number two on the list. You're thinking about getting a chihuahua? Yes. No. <laughs> number two on the list, Schumann. And he says... Well, He's only uh-oh. number two? He says, enough said. <laughs> yeah. Suck it, Schumann. <laughs> number two for a reason. So yeah. you guys know who that leaves is number one on the list, don't you? Doc. You. Doc. Oh. Yeah, I was group with uh, Jamil back there. It leaves Doc. So he says Doc. Well, that, that Magnum P.I. mustache thing, you know what's going in that, that hole. <laughs> he says Doc. That's right, the little guy himself. He's a grower, not a shower. He's a stoner who goes to Burning Man. He's the only one who actually brought the nutters into the studio. And once every session gets about halfway through and his inhibition has been uh, lessened by a few brews, that's when, well, I just know that he's gay. Plus, if I were to count the amount of doctors with at least a wife, if not a wife and kids, who I know were more than happy to take a big fat cock in the mouth, I would need both hands. I've had everything from cardiology to neurologist to psychiatrists. We can add a dentist to the list. Oh, God. Too bad Doc's not here. I know. He says, thanks for the hard work that you guys do. And uh, keep on keeping it up. That's from Soul Train, everybody. You know, I'm actually okay with where I am on that list. It's it's all right. It's, uh... Yeah. You know, not to mention Doc drives a car named after a sexual act. <clears throat> yeah. The Hummer. Yeah. It's a good point, yeah. man. It's compensating for something. How great is that? Oh. <laughs> I had a hard time keeping that to myself. I need, I need to take a shower after that. Schumann, what are you doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's taking a shower. Yeah. 
He's building up his player so you and him can go on a quest together. All right, oh. Forks. Oh. All right, Forks. He's yeah. like man-questing right now, isn't he? Yeah. He's sitting over there man. world of Warcrafting at this very moment. It's because he's a real mom. He couldn't no. give it up. Didn't he come on lunch meet not too long ago and say, oh, I, I gave it up. I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. I, I deleted my account. Sure did. He's over there questing right now. They all come back. Depressing JP because he's got to work. And he can't yeah. quest I'm with like him. itching. Yeah. Not from that. Yeah, somebody else sat in your chair and they had the same problem. <laughs> I'm bringing my laptop next week, Shimon. So when I'm not paying attention to the show, you and I'll quest. <laughs> all right, I was going to have our feedback segment sponsored, but since it was all about us loving wieners, I'm going to go ahead and leave, that, <laughs> leave our sponsor out of this week's. Uh... There's a, a poor, nice lady on the phone, too. I don't know if you got that message. No, I didn't. Do I have to take that right now? No, it's just a general brewing question I thought would be kind of a good, uh, a good beginner question to ask. Uh, should I do it right now? <laughs> yeah, it's, it'd be real quick. I'm sure it'd be do a two-minute-long thing. You're used to two minutes, right? Is that Amy from Ohio? <laughs> yeah, Amy from Ohio. Yeah. Her and her husband are brewing together, and they share information. Hey, Amy, what's happening? Not a mucho. What's going on with you? Oh, you know, just doing this whole show thing. Amy from Ohio, you have a question for us? I do. So if you are brewing... And you take... Never happens. Uh, yeah, not cheap. Never? No, not, not, not me, no. Oh, you can ask these guys. I'm talking to the wrong man. Yeah, you can ask these guys. Go ahead. <laughs> so you take your OG reading, and it's lower than you want it to be. After you've added your hops and you've boiled it for an hour, if you're doing an all-grain recipe. Mm. So if your OG is lower than what you want, can you boil it longer without a problem to the hops or a side bitterness? To bring your OG up higher. Okay, well, that's a good what, question. What hop additions right. did you have? If you're, if you're, it'll ruin just, your late just, hops. Just yeah, just a uh, bittering addition, then you're okay for like a uh, half an hour. You can go ahead and extend it out a bit. But uh, if if you've added late hops and and you're trying to get some aroma and and flavor from them, then you might be better off just adding some uh, DME, Sugar. some some dry malt extract or some liquid Anything malt extract, just to kind of bump it up a little bit because you want that balance between your bittering and uh, your malt and all that. So how far uh, off are you on gravity? How far? Off? I'm sorry, my husband and I brew together, and he we were kind of switching on and off in the process. Have you been drinking, Amy? She's quality control, it sounds like. It's sort of early for drink of the week. Slightly. No, no, no. We're doing homebrew, so it's okay. Oh. oh yeah. I see. Yeah. We're doing homebrew. Apparently, I'm Ms. Roman. Right. So how many points how, off how, are you? How far off are you in the gravity? We were shooting 1044. We were shooting for 1044. Uh-huh. We ended up with 1031. Uh, you boil for what while. style? Yeah. You know, do you, do you have um, any we extract? Malt extract. So called yeah. a mild. <laughs> yeah, you were doing a bra- Do you guys have any? Uh, the question is because uh, here's what's going to happen: you have to boil for a long time to do that. Do you have any DME, any dried malt extract around, or liquid malt extract? Yeah. You do. Okay. Yeah. You're in good shape. Calculate out how much you need. Points per pound okay. per gallon, it's and like then forty-five uh, points per pound per gallon for <laughs> DME. So how big okay. a batch are you brewing? We were brewing a five gallon. All right, so every pound of DME you put in there is going to add nine points of gravity. So put in like a you know a, a pound of DME, a pound and a half of DME, and or a pound and a quarter, and you'll be pretty close. And then okay. boil it for just a few few more minutes. And five minutes is all you need. Make sure it's dissolved. <laughs> 
But when you're when you're stirring it in, you know, be careful that it doesn't all land on the bottom and, and burn. You know, turn off the flame or stir really right. rapidly when you when you're adding it, sprinkling it in. Okay, and you'll get okay. real close to the gravity you're, you're targeting. And the reason why you want to do this is because the the bittering that you've added is really targeted towards you know that original gravity and what it's going to finish at. And so you want to retain that balance. And you you know okay. if you if you Boil endlessly, it's, it's going to be a problem. So about a pound and a quarter of DME, and you should be good to go. There you go. Okay, great. Great question, Amy. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. All right. Good luck, you two. And oh. apparently, suck at Schumann. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, dear. All right. Cheers, Thank guys. All Happy right. brewing. He's <laughs> questing. Couldn't be bothered. Yeah. He doesn't even know. He doesn't yeah. even know we got to suck it. Yeah. Oh, well. Maybe he's full. All right, quick break, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming back. We've got uh, Gordon Strong, Jamil Zanishev. We're going to talk about competition brewing. These are both Ninkasi winners here, and they're going to teach you the secrets to getting beers into the second round and doing well when you get there. That's the trick, everybody. So hang in there if you got questions, 888-401-BEER, or hit the Chat Now button on the homepage, and the beeve will pass it along. Stick around. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. BN Army members, are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at nicobrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Hollertower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat-rate chip and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a Brewing Network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. And the new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess, the The More Beer beer Deal deal of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the More Beer Deal of the Day at morebeer.com. Celebrity Voices Impersonated. The Brewing Network brings together the winner of the Sam Adams Long Shot Competition and the most awarded home brewer in history to do battle in the next chapter of The Jamil Show. Can you brew it? 
Every episode, Jamil Zanishev and Mike McDole lay their reputations on the line to brew your favorite commercial beer and put their results to the test. Perfect match or perfect drain pour. Tune in for the recipes, techniques, and interviews with the pros that answer the question, can you brew it? The Jamil Show, Can You Brew It? airs every other Monday on the Brewing Network. This is Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. And now, back to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. back to the program, everybody. This is the session, and uh, what a show we've got lined up for you. Gordon Strong hanging out in the studio, studio with us. Uh, Jamil Zanishev, both Ninkasi winners, so we're among uh, homebrew royalty. And then JP, who's uh, royalty in his own right. You do? Got a mead. Yeah, you want to hear the name of it? <laughs> I, I really I do. love my kitty mead. It's called... <laughs> it's called now you had something in there like I love my kitty mead, didn't you? Salty and Mister Wiggles mead. <laughs> well, all my like, all my other beers, uh, my non-winning beers, were like you know Which weird shit. Like like Gary has a nicely shaped skull oatmeal stout <laughs> because I figure, and this is something I'm trying to start. I figure they got a Gary has it. to read the name. Uh, up, oh, up at, there. When, yeah. at the award, you mean Gary Glass? Uh, I'm sorry. The, when the, you get the award and they and, uh, first place in oatmeal stout. Gary has a nicely shaped skull, oatmeal stout, brewed by Jason Pedro. So you've named all your beers based on that. Yeah. Okay. So my mead is meow, 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 mead. Wow. And I think it's funny. I told you it had something to do with Gary. It will be yeah. funny if it wins. Right now it's not funny. But if Gary reads it, that's funny. <laughs> well, the funny ones didn't win anything. They didn't win. Like, like I had one He's about He's serious Chad about that one. Why don't you ask somebody who you know is going to make it to the second round to take your names? Like, you, you're good at naming... Jamil's good at brewing, so you could maybe ask Jamil if he would let well, you name his beers. Last year, he didn't get any Need beers. to auction off the naming oh. rights. <laughs> It'd be great. I last won more than you yeah, last year. <laughs> oh! Yeah. yeah. It's going to be an angry show. Hell. Right out of the gate, he was picking on me. That's Not right. really. You picked on him first, I think. That's a lie. He just picked back. That's right. a lie. Harder. It's like, it's like a, I'll give it to you harder. It's like a vet. It was a doc's office or something. I see. Because he's hard on the pick. Never mind. All right, you're doing great. I'm going to go question Schumann. Yeah, go question Schumann for a little while. Up the meds a little bit further. Yeah. All right, here's what we got going on. Competition show today. I'm going to take a phone call real quick. This will be our last uh, off-topic phone call until the end of the show, and then we can do it all you want. If you got competition questions, though, 888-401-BEER. That's the number you use, or join the beeve in the chat room. But right now, we've got Bill from Virginia. He's got a question about boil-off rate for you guys. So let's take that before we get into comp brewing, if it's okay with you guys. Bill, what's happening, brother? Hey, Justin. How are, how's everybody doing tonight? We're doing great. Uh, running through Good. some running through some beer. JP's feeling like shit, but... I'm- Good. Oh, he says he's good. I'm great. Thanks for asking, like Bill. Too, but that's par for the course. That's right. Um, what can we do for you, Bill? Hey, yeah, I was uh, actually brewing this afternoon uh, while listening to a little Bruce Strong. And, yeah, having a pretty good afternoon in general. Great. Except I was having real trouble hitting my uh, target gravity. just felt like a real douche. 
went like way over on my target gravity. Okay. Add water. So, so, um, so yeah, I had like a couple of questions on that. Like, mm-hmm. first off, is, is that just something where I need to, I just need to kind of brew more and calibrate my system to figure out my evaporation rate so I can dial in that, uh, right. that final gravity a the, little bit? Sure. The biggest thing is to, to, to try and be precise about uh, your volumes, your kettle volumes, because that's the thing that people really miss on. They're thinking, oh, you know, I got a high, much higher efficiency on my mash or lower efficiency on my mash. And, and really what it is is they don't notice that a quarter inch has a uh, difference in their kettle. And with a wide enough kettle, uh, you know, a quarter inch means actually a considerable amount of volume. So you want to get yourself a, a calibrated stick. And uh, absolutely, and and put it in there, and know exactly where you're at in your volume, and and with that, then you can start to kind of dial things in because evaporation will change. Like right now, I'm in the wind tunnel on the uh, south side of my house, and it, it's very hard to get the same evaporation rate that I had at my previous location. So. Um, you know, check your evaporation. Make sure, you know, you always want to uh, very precisely look at the rate of boil and, and keep that, you know, the same every time. Don't change it. Just keep it exactly the same, as, as close as you can for every beer you make. And then deal with other parts of the system. You know, adjust your recipe up and down. But, you know, try not to uh, vary it wildly. It's going to matter right, based course, on, you know, how hard your flame is on. You know, you have to watch on... Uh, the boil because I get a I get a big difference in rate depending on how hard it's boiling so you know adjust accordingly there and like Jamil said if it, if the wind's blowing more you might not notice it's boiling as hard so um, you definitely have to measure your volumes carefully and I recommend you know, actually filling your 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 brew vessel. Uh, you know, half gallon at a time, and mark off a stick. But measure from the top. Measure from measure from a known point on the kettle. That way, if you're measuring with your stick, you don't stick the stick that into your beer when you're measuring. Oh, right. that's all right. You're boiling. Who cares? All right. Here, well, here. you got to measure it at the end too. No, you don't. You, 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 you know that's how you, you know when you're know. done. Right. Well. Well. All right. So here's the other thing that I do. All right. Uh, Ninety minute boils. You check. Uh, your uh, gravity um, the after after like a minute or so of boil, right? Check it at sixty minutes. Check it at thirty minutes remaining, and uh, that you should be tracking. Um, if you use something like ProMash, it tells you what your anticipated pre-boil uh, gravity should be. If you're off from that, adjust at that point. The, the, the purpose is um, when you're adding your hops, and, and McDowell's a big big proponent of this, you need to you know, make sure your gravity is correct for hop utilization, things like that. Right? So at the start, adjust it and then go through. Because you don't want to be adjusting it at the end when uh, uh, you know, you've added your aroma hops and flavor hops and things like that. You want to adjust early on and then track so your boil is matching. You know, right. 30 minutes in, am I one-third of the way to where I should be on my original gravity, or am I too far ahead, or am I too far back? And, and kind of adjust your flame as, as appropriate or adjust your recipe eventually as appropriate. Keep in mind also, if you're measuring, if you're measuring the volume using your stick, the volume is going to be different if you're actually boiling it. It's going to be higher than you know four, if it's all, it's all settled. So you have to right. you have to take that into account too. Yeah, there's a four percent expansion for boiling liquid versus like a room temp liquid. I experienced the same expansion. Four yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Most of us get more than that when if I'm lucky. When you're measuring with your stick. Yeah. 
Four percent. All right. So say say I'm I see a third of the way in that my boil operates way more than I anticipated. At that mm-hmm. point, would it be okay for me to just add additional water at, at that point? Just get myself to the volume that I that I'm supposed to be at. Yeah, you can. Um, if if you're not way off, you might just back off on the flame a little bit and get to a point where you know it tracks properly. Or uh, yeah, you can just go ahead and add you know dechlorinated water uh, straight to the to the kettle and, and get you back up to the volume you need to be. Right. So don't think about the late hop additions as you know minutes from the start. It's all about minutes from the end. So right. You know, that's, that's so recalibrate recalibrate before you add those last ones because it's like the last caller we had he said you know can i keep boiling it's, yeah well you'll turn your five minute hops into 30 minute hops and that's going to be a big difference so watch mm-hmm. that all right bill Great. thanks a lot thanks a lot guys really appreciate it love what you all do thanks brother good luck thank you very much take care guys we all love right. what you do bill yeah you're good at it bill you're doing great things yeah keep over there Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get into competition brewing now with these guys, Gordon and Jamil. And the first thing we're going to do to get us into it is we had a big request in the forum. And, um, you know, I wasn't going to do this. I wasn't into it. But Jamil just wouldn't let me say no. Uh, oh, please. We're going to we're gonna taste, you, folks. We're going to taste Sam Adams, and we're going to have uh, these guys judge it. And I said, you know, what a stupid idea. I mean, we're going to sit around and evaluate these beers for 10 minutes. And Jamil said, no. Listen, one of our brothers over in Australia spent $21 on a six-pack of Sam Adams just so he could taste along with us. And I said, That's right. I, I said, F I, that guy. I, I care for our listeners. I was like, really? that, listen, I, I could give a Jeez. shit what they These spent. They work hard. They really listen and, and pay attention. We're going to have to sit what around great, and listen to you two evaluate beer. It's going to bore me to death. But Jamil said, no. I think it's important. Uh, all the listeners, uh, they wrote in. You they, know me, a man of the people. They yeah. wanted it to happen. Well, <laughs> you know, plus, you know, Jim brewed it first, brewed Sam Adams in his kitchen. Yeah, that's true. Um, it was an old family recipe <laughs> that he got out of the attic. Thank you. You're welcome. So what we're going to do right now with Jamil Zane and Gordon Strong is we're going to taste and evaluate Samuel Adams' Boston Lager. And uh, they're going to go down a score sheet. Now, they're not going to write down all this stuff. They're going to go down the score sheet as they would judge beer. They're going to look at it, smell it, taste it, touch it, drink it, enjoy it, and uh, talk to you guys about what they're experiencing so that you at home can do it along with them. And You know, Jamil, you were right. What is a good idea. Absolutely. At this point, this is quality radio, listening to Slurp Beer. Should we remind (laughs) Jamil that uh, Sam Adams was a sponsor? (laughs) <laughs> Which was, was, <laughs> yeah, and will yeah. be again. Yeah. So no low scores. Right. Uh, 50! <laughs> Are we done yet? Uh, now, they're going to give you their genuine uh, evaluation of the beer. We will not score Sam Adams because uh, well, it's just not necessary. I think what's important is to go through this, and they're going to... It, it seemed to me when I read the thread that you just... You really wanted to hear the process of two great judges and what they go through when they're judging a beer. And this was a way for you to have the exact same beer in front of them. So... Um, I'm going to start with Jamil, and he's already smelling the beer, so I assume that's the first thing. Uh, t- tell me what you do. We, we, we've got a beer in front of you, and you've got to judge it. It's the first thing you do, Jamil. Go back in the archives and listen to the show where we <laughs> covered this information. And did it already. We did it already. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the, the very first thing you want to do is uh, capture the aroma. So, uh, you know, big whiffs and, and you know, uh, 
pick up, pick up any aromatics that you might get. Uh, those are the things that, that travel off very quickly from the beer. You're going to come back to it later and do more checks of the aromatics as the beer warms up and as you know, you're going through. But that's the very first thing you want to do. Then you, you go appearance, then you go flavor. And uh, you know, give your overall uh, you know body mouthfeel things like that. But uh, you know, you, you really want to start with the aroma. And and, and on this, I get uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I actually get a little bit of uh, kind of a, a slight hot alcohol. I get uh, some uh, noble type hops, kind of a, a spicy floral, maybe like a halitau, something like that. Uh, I get a, a slight uh, bit of oxidation, which you might pick up as kind of a sweetness. Almost seems caramel in this beer. Um, especially if you're if you're trying this beer far away from the brewery and it's had a questionable travel to you, like Australia, um, you might pick up. Uh, you know, if you're if you're picking up a big kind of caramel, sweet, uh, grainy kind of character to it, um, uh, you know the the traditional thing of oh, it's uh, car- wet cardboard, wet paper. Um, you know, some of that is true, but a lot of times it comes across more as kind of a, a, a sweetness and a caramel and a, a like sherry a raisiny, note. Maybe raisiny, sherry types of things like that. Yeah, yeah very good, JP. Um, Thank you, Gordon. Uh, as you're smelling it, some of the same things or any, anything to add? Yeah, I think the I think the caramel sort of comes out, but it's it's not like a deep caramel. If you if you're brewers, you think about uh, different. Love a bond crystal, you know this would it it has the aroma of a low like a C twenty or something. Um, if it's a lager, you're looking for a clean nose, maybe a little bit of um, sulfur, um, but not fruity, not you know showing ale like characters. And I get a little bit of I get you know I I get that I get a touch of sulfur, but no no sort of strawberry. You know, kind of esters, apple, like fruit, or anything. Yeah, Pear, yeah, grape, any of that, which is real common. In a lot of bad examples. I mean, usually when usually when I when I evaluate a beer, I do the I do the appearance first because it, it's something you do like amazingly fast. Usually, you can do it while the beer is being poured. Mm-hmm. You know, because this this pours and you look at it and it's uh, it's a light amber color. It's brilliantly clear and it's got a uh, low off white head. So you know, I can I can be I can be assessing the aroma while I've you know, I've I've had those thoughts, and you know, I'll be mm-hmm. copying them onto the score sheet while I'm while I'm sniffing it and getting the initial impression. So, okay. I mean, you can save a little time to do that. But the thing that we haven't covered here is when you're judging a beer, somebody should tell you like what style it mm-hmm. fits, and we didn't really right. do that. And I don't think this is really a great example of you know, any style. It's just, style. it's just a beer. Yeah. So, when we're saying we're judging this, I think what we really have to uh, hold it to is just the perceptual aspect of judging so normally normally we'd say here's what we perceive and then here's how it matches against the style yeah and that gives you a score and if you note any faults you could bring those out and talk about things that they might do so so we'll just talk about how we go through the the perceptual assessment and a couple of things one is uh i find it interesting i i probably would have tended more towards the deep golden uh, descriptor for the appearance, and Gordon went towards the light amber, and it, I think it depends on where you're sitting in the studio because the lighting isn't really yeah, perfect in here. It's true, and oh. and and I got the uh, spotlight pointing straight at me, and uh, you know, so I, I think that uh, you know that's kind of affects it. It's brilliantly clear, definitely. Uh, you know, a tight white head uh, seems to you know be fairly persistent. 
Um, you know, so appearance would be probably, you know, a three-pointer as long as the color is within the range of whatever the style is. Right. Now, the thing about style is don't get so caught up in style and don't think, oh, I have to brew a beer that is to somebody else's ideal and the frickin' style guide is restricting me to brew it. No, it's not restricting your creativity. Brew whatever the hell you want, but then when you go to enter it, find which style it fits in. There is no beer you can brew that doesn't fit in the style guide. That's the beauty of the style guide. It fits anywhere in there. Just figure out where it should be. It doesn't have to be smack dab in the middle of every style that's just idiotic. So you're saying the person that wrote the guidelines was a genius? Absolutely. Okay. You well, know, the guy who wrote Brewing or at least Styles is <laughs> ripping you off. Yeah. One of the two. <laughs> you know, that, that's he's, the thing. It's, you know, don't, 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 don't freak out about, uh, you know, oh, it, it needs to be this or that. Now, uh, you know, if you do something like out of Brewing Class Styles, that should get you into the range of what the, the style is. Yeah. If you can brew that properly, you should be somewhere in there. Now, if you want to do your own thing, you got to kind of figure out where it's going to fit. That's part of that style thing. You know, if you enter something like this in the stout category, you're going to say, you know, it's a well-brewed beer, but I'm sorry, it's not even, I, I can't say it's even sort of in the range of There's scouts. There's no so overlap I, I, of I, any I characteristic. Ding <laughs> but dinging you for, for that sort of thing. But it's a t- you, you can, you can is, phrase it on being right, technically right. well-brewed. You'd still score fairly well just off of that. But dinging you on that that's kind of like the, the the last thing. You know, it's the, the reason people don't score well is because they're submitting crap beers. You know, if you're submitting something that's not well brewed, hmm. you're not going to score well. It's good to it's know. not a style thing. Yeah. It's because you're submitting bad beer. I suspected well, that was the case. It's like the people who say the cops always pull me over. <laughs> well, because you're doing something wrong. Yeah, because you're always drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> and you look suspicious. Yeah, and you're black. Oh, I didn't mean that. Terrence, <laughs> sorry. Um, the uh, so I have, I have a question like um, on the aro- on the aroma. I really don't get a lot of aroma. Is my nose failing me, or you Some know, the like, shots yeah. you've taken yes. up the nose, yeah. the right? Jizz shots you've taken up the nose. I, I get I get like a Can yellow. Can you put your raisin. finger up your nose and it comes out the other side? Yes, maybe. No, okay. <laughs> I can poke my own eyes out. It's yeah. fairly subtle. Uh, you know, cover cover the glass with a coaster or your hand. Uh, let let the aromas kind of build up in there, and then take a quick. And sniff. Even then, they're just warm it up. Right. a little bit. It's, it's subtle. pretty subtle. Yeah. Well, and this is a, another thing on the style guide. The style guide is describing stuff, you know, sometimes that is fairly subtle. And it's it's outlining the things that you will detect. But if the style guide says, you know, there are some, you know, low spicy notes, that doesn't, you know, if you can't detect low spicy notes, that doesn't mean you should add spice to a beer. <laughs> that means that, you know, maybe you're not going to detect it. Maybe it's going to be real subtle, and somebody else will. Uh, you know, uh, that that's the type of thing to look out for. So, well, uh, well what about on a judging side? Like, a, from a judge from judging uh-huh, standpoint, uh-huh. if you read the style guidelines, uh, whatever god they were written by, and then um, you go, you see uh, <laughs> subtle spicy notes in the aroma. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you do you mark down that person if you don't smell it, or is, is I mean, well, like, are, are there some the guidelines? The guidelines will say whether it's required or whether it's right. optional. And oh, okay, so right. if okay. it's you know right. if it's required and it's not there. You know, if it says then, that it's yes. low, you need to you need to understand your own perceptions right. because you might have a you might have a gap. Some people don't get diastole, some people don't get DMS. Mm-hmm. You know, some mm-hmm. people don't get much of anything, and you know we hate to have them judge, but right. they they do. Yeah. So um, okay, you know, pay attention to that. So so know your own weaknesses, 
and then you could ask somebody else you're judging with, say, hey, you know, I've got this perceptual blind spot. Does this beer have this before you go ahead and, and assess it? My weakness is Asian broads. <laughs> is that and gay in? porn? <laughs> Asian no. Asian dudes dressed up yes. as broads. Yeah, um, I like Thailand. Let's go down the list. You, you and oh, Danny wow. Bonaduce. Well, and, and <laughs> you know, so th- there's also like a slight graininess to this. Yeah. You pick up a little grain, right. a little toast. Um, you know, we're still on the aroma, right? Right. Still, okay. so, and we've gone through the appearance, and, and, but it's uh, not biscuity. No, no, no. It, 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 <laughs> Which it's is odd for this room, by the way. Doc just showed up with a keg of beer, which is kind of cool. Sweet! Yeah. Hey, brother. Doc! Tell him what award he won. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be leaving soon. Sure. I'll tell you after, Say, Doc. I think Doc will still like it. And, Say, uh, ask, ask them the question. Yeah, flavor-wise. Is your favorite football team the Packers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll fill you in a second. We're, right yeah, now we're in the middle of evaluating flavor, uh, flavor, Sam Adams. We'll flavor, fill you in later. Flavor-wise, there's... Uh, you know, again, a bit of graininess. There is a, a slight, uh, like, kind of crystal caramel uh, character in there, like a low level bond crystal caramel. There is um, a, 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 a bit of, uh, you know, noble hop, uh, floral spicy. There's, uh, but it's not too you know, strong. Not not too strong. All very subtle and and within balance. There's uh, the malt and the hops are very close in mm-hmm. intensity. There's, so I there's mean, you would a, comment on that from a balance perspective. There's, there's a bit of bitterness. It's it's got a, 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 a almost a, a what I call a, a firm bitterness, but balanced with the the malt. The overall impression is is uh, fairly balanced. Uh, maybe maybe uh, you know it, it it starts bitter, it finishes slightly sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the maltiness masks some of the finishing bitterness. And, certainly, and but definitely you can, you can tell there's a, a bit of bitterness to it. But and definitely that hop spice is, I think, like, one of the most spicy. Yeah, it's right. one of the most mm-hmm. predominant. I think flavor. Yeah, but yeah, I always try absolutely. to. I mean, what what really will hose almost any beer in my mind is a poorly managed fermentation. So, um, I will. If if you make a big fermentation flaw, I have a tough time giving it a, a score above, right. say, 25 or so. If but if, if you have well, a well-managed fermentation, yeah. then I'm likely to say that, you, you know, you're showing some skill. And if it's got style problems, I might mm-hmm. cap it at, like, a 30. Hmm. Well, so, you know, depending on, depending on how far. I mean, you know, I couldn't give... The, but just as a judge, that's what you're saying. That's yeah, I'm a thinking, you know, a, te- a technical... Yeah. You know, if it's technically well-made and it's close mm-hmm. to the style... Yeah. You know, you might, you know, cap it off at a 30 if you think, you know, it's out of style, wow. but you did a good job. Yeah. Well, that, you, that's you sort of differently. That's, well, that's, that's a rule of thumb for I, me I do, more than I do anything. A very similar thing where if you've brewed a great beer, if, if you've shown that you're, you know, you're, you're controlling, you know, fermentation and, and the word production and packaging and all this, and it's flawless as far as the production side goes. Mm-hmm. I will do everything in my power to say it is within the style guidelines for that category. You really have to be obviously outside of it. I I will say, well, you know, it's, you know, I could say the style, you know, because the style guidelines are a range. It's Mm -hmm. not a, it has to be exactly this. Any brewer that tells you that doesn't know what they're talking about. It doesn't have to be smack dab in the middle. It could be anywhere in there. It's as valid to be on the edges of the style as it is smack dab in the middle. And as long as you capture 
the, the intent essence. of the beer. Right. I mean, yeah. there there is right when you right. think about. So it the can't. Beer. I mean, right. exactly. Which is and, you know, it can't be a Dortmunder in an IPA category. But right. right. But you know, I will give you every benefit of the doubt. For artistic license, let's say, or okay. whatever it if might be. If you showed craftsmanship. It, yeah, if the beer is really well made and, you know, yeah, it, it, it does sort of fit within that style, good, you're a winner. It doesn't have to be, you know, the style guideline is not something to beat people over the head with as a judge. And it's not something to freak out about as an entrant. You have to, you know, come on, give us a break. Get sort of close to where it should be, <laughs> and we'll we'll slide you the rest. We'll it's okay. You. Yeah, we'll work with you. Okay. And judges who aren't working with you, they, they're, they're missing the point of the guidelines. I, I think, you know, the guidelines are not, uh, you know, the Bible to smack people they're in the head. They're called guidelines. Right. They're not called requirements. Yeah, and... exactly. So <laughs> I, I think if you've captured, the, like Gordon's saying, if you've captured the essence of what the beer is supposed to be, you know, if, if if you handed this to somebody and said, this is an IPA, and they go, oh, yeah, that's nice. I pay a little bit different. You know, it's, it's a little maltier than I would expect, or it's, you know, one thing or the other. Or, you know, this is a Oktoberfest. Oh, it's a little, you know, this way or that way. It's okay. Okay. You know, that's, that, that's the thing to, to, to realize. If, if you're getting dinged constantly, and, and certain judges just don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. I've talked about that before. You've never but, said that before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got all sorts of email on that one. Um, but, uh, you know. Uh, Give them some more beers you, and they'll name you, names. If you yeah. enter 10 competitions and all of the competitions are dissing your beer, it's because you're brewing crappy beer. It's not the judges. It's not the styles. It's your brewing. Right. So, you know, but, but there are, you know, you could go out, out of the gate and have a, have a bad problem. With, well, with I see beer. a lot of judges, um, the thing in their head. To begin with, is they end up. Uh, hey, Doc. Hey, hey. Uh, they, but they they end up they they're looking for a certain beer. They're looking for that target beer, and if your beer doesn't fit into that, then they start marking down immediately. Right. But it sounds like and you so know these it, two are saying that uh, it shouldn't be a target beer. It should be a range of beer. Look, who we're, look who we're talking to. <laughs> right. So uh, and they, these guys have it right. Yeah. They should be. Yeah. You should be looking at. Is it a great beer to begin with, and then. Look at it from from that standpoint, and give them some guidelines. Give them that. But so many judges, they're thinking, okay. Um, uh, I'm pale- thinking of a Fuller's ESB. Yes, you didn't do it. And you did, 23. You got my point exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, I got that score sheet exactly. Well, <laughs> and what do you what do you think about this this beer doc? Uh, what, what's your uh, what are you detecting in that? And uh, perception only, flaws, no no style, like just. Um. I'm getting a little bit of uh, oxidation, mm-hmm. cardboardy kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a real big fan of Munich, mm-hmm. and I get a lot of Munich coming through mm-hmm. in the maltiness. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly, I, uh, I'm getting more of a old and stale mm-hmm. more than anything else. And there's and the thing I would ding it for also is a little kind of slightly hot alcohol. Uh, it's, it's it's fairly subtle, but it, it's apparent to me, and I, I'm I'm perhaps a little overly sensitive to that, but uh, I I definitely pick that up, and and like Doc saying, uh, some oxidation, and uh, you know, uh, it, it's a little sharp too, and maybe that's what you're talking about about the higher alcohol too. Yeah, it just yeah. it just there's a sharpness to it. That... But I, I think the important thing to, for people to take away is if they're far away from the brewery, and you know this thing's been shipped overseas, you know, and has been sitting around in a bottle shop. 
you know, you get that kind of sweet, uh, you know, uh, kind of caramel. In this one, it's it's not as dark a beer, and so it's not quite as caramelly, but mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a sweet, kind of grainy, kind of uh, uh, papery, cardboardy. And you know where you, know, you really have to keep... And it may be more intense when... Where when you, you really have to that. keep that in mind is when you look at the guidelines and there's classic examples and you say, I want to learn about the style. So I went down to, down to my local shop and I bought the example in the guidelines. Hmm. Yeah, but did you buy a good version of yeah. that? I mean, that beer, when fresh, is a good example of the guidelines. Yeah, did you point. get one? Yeah. And some people say, well, you know, I tried this and, you know, gee, I guess... Uh, That's what it's supposed to taste I guess like. Pilsner Urkel is supposed to be skunky. Right. And yeah. if we're talking about a Pilsner Urkel or a Fuller's ESB or any of these these beers, that's it, a good point that you have to be wary of. How about a half that's, you know, right. yeah. a year old has been on the boat and mm-hmm. through right. the canal and everything I, else? I bought a six-pack of London Pride, uh, you know, a month ago or, or so, and uh, one of the bottles was Belgian. I'm telling you, had a wild yeast in it, it was very phenolic, was uh, gassy, mm. was, you know, thinned out, was horrible. And the other five bottles were perfect. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> uh, if a, okay. a brewery like Fuller's is, is you know, got a, got a bit of wild yeast in there, and it doesn't happen it, to anybody. And it doesn't have to have the distance associated with it. I mean, I had, a, right. I had an argument with somebody once when we were talking about Lambics, and they said, no, 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 they have to be vinegary. Because I went to Belgium, and I went to this bar, and I got a Lambic, and it was vinegary. I'm like, yeah, you went a long way to get a bad beer. (laughs) You know, learn to recognize it. I mean, it can happen. Yeah. So. (laughs) I like this. And I like the, you know, don't take the one example as gospel. Because just because you went to Belgium and had the one example, it doesn't mean that was right. So uh, One data point, point does not make a yeah. trend. You need yeah. more. You need more. Uh, and in the BJCP uh, guidelines defense, they list uh, generally several several beers under each category. So uh, that yeah, when gives they you, exist. It gives you a few. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Good luck with Berliner Weiss and Cap and yeah. Kolsch, California Common. Well, there's a lot of Kolsch's. All right, anything yeah, else? You can't to, find uh, them. That's what I'm talking about. Go you to Cologne. You can't. Yeah, you can't get them. <laughs> anything else to evaluate this beer so that people can follow along, kind of wrap things up? It's it's clearly a lager, okay. so you know that's good to recognize. You know, it sur- starts out malty, and you get and you get sort of a, more of a kick of bitterness in the finish. Um, we haven't really talked about mouthfeel. I was just going to ask you about that. How about mouthfeel on this beer? That's something that you have to evaluate as a judge. It's it's at least min- a medium body. You know, it might be between medium and medium full, as far as I'm concerned. But I would what probably call it a medium. You, what, I'd, I'd go more medium. What gives yeah, you? What on your palate gives you that perception that makes you call it medium? Well, it's the difference between drinking skim milk, whole milk, and cream. You know, okay. there, there's there's a, there's a weight that that you feel. You know, it's a viscosity thing. Kind of a lingering too. Is it over your entire palate? Is it at the back? Is it at the at the side? You see what I'm saying? Squeeze We're, it between your tongue and the roof of your mouth, and okay. kind of feel it's sort of in the center. It is the okay. center of you know if you if you think about you know when you first sip a beer until you swallow it, right in the middle when the beer is sort of crossing the center of your tongue. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's basically where I tend to pick it up. You Does know, carbonation have a lot to do with it? If this was with a your low impression, carbo- with, yeah. with your impression of body, sure. Okay, you know a highly carbonated beer is going to really wreck. You know what you think the body is. So this is kind of a at this point is down to moderate, but yeah. kind of high carbonation. Yeah, right now, right now it's medium body, medium carbonation. Right. But it was probably medium high carbonation when we had it earlier. Right, and then uh, 
uh, you know, it's, it's, it's actually got quite a quite a dryness to the finish. You know, in the very when it's all said and done, even though there's a sweetness and a, and a bitterness, it's all pretty dry. And then you think about the aftertaste. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's swallowed, and you're and you're just making the you yeah. know sounds with your mouth. I mean, what are you tasting then? Sucking up the last bits. Yeah, right. It, yeah, there's not a lot there when you're done. It's not a lot of like lingering sweetness. Or, no, just or a just a you know little light noble hop and some of the residual maltiness. But if you had an overly sweet beer and it was kind of sticking around in your tongue afterward, you would include that in your mouthfeel evaluation? Yeah, you'd talk about it being sort of more right. cloying or, or yeah, yeah. The flavor. Yeah. You do it in both. Capture, you know, finish in the in the flavor. Okay. But if it's if a it's balance. if it's gonna be syrupy, chances are it's going to have more body because yeah. you know it's it's gonna be a more viscous liquid. Okay. So you're gonna have watery at one end and Syrupy at the other, yeah. It's kind of a it's just tough like to say exactly. Yeah. Watery <laughs> at one end and syrupy yeah. at the other. At JP after a meatloaf sandwich, yeah. It's about like that. All right, anything else to evaluate this beer for the folks at home? Can we drink something else? Is that about it? <laughs> you ready to, to, to move on to another one? Yeah. All right, good suggestion from the forum to uh, do a group tasting. We haven't done one in a long time, and uh, and, and glad we did it here with the uh, Sam Adams. That well, I told you it was a good thing to do. Yeah. I really uh, was adamant about trademark. This. I don't know why I don't listen to you more often, well, Jay Z. There you go. It's a strange. Uh, I know. It's a, it's a very. There's a lot of people that wonder that. There's a guy on the phone who wants to uh, praise uh, Jimmy the Bean and Bruce Strong all in one sentence. Oh, sweet. can you do that in one sentence? It's a long sentence. So we probably don't Dad. Have, we probably don't have time, time for that call, here. right? Well, we have time for the call. We don't have time for the response. Oh, hey, come on, yeah. come on. Who is it? Who's guy on the phone? I I told Bevo to grab it, but I didn't. I didn't get his name. Oh no, I didn't get his name either. Good work, guy. Bevo. Grab it. <laughs> Good job, Bevo. Great yeah. job. Caller guy on the phone. What's happening? I just uh, w- wanted to say I was uh, talking to JP about my uh, my uh, all green questions, but just wanted to throw a big shout out to the BN. Thanks, the A from Ohio. He talked to my wife not too long ago. Oh, okay. Got um, it. You know, uh, while while she was gone, I mean, the BN was, you know, there to help me keep motivated and building my all-grain setup. We just recruited our uh, our second all-grain this weekend. Does anybody you know, want to ask the story about while she was gone? And he was rubbing one out, maybe? Yeah. She was probably like in a, Zurich in some weird, like, schizophrenia hospital or something. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for just, you know, doing what you guys do. And How rude is that? Thanks, you brother. Guys rock. Hey, I appreciate that. Glad we could help, man. Where'd your wife go? Hey. Yeah. What do you mean by when your wife is uh, gone? She, yeah, my wife just went and grabbed two pints of uh, homebrew. Oh, oh. I thought she left you for six months or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was, she was like, I'm she, out of here. She's doing humanitarian listen, work in South Africa. This, Send us some this pictures. This is the kind of woman to marry. Yeah. <laughs> while my wife yeah, is grabbing a couple of pints of homebrew. Right. You know? Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, she, just, she just brought up uh, two pints of her Belgian wit. It's a good lady. And uh, uh-huh. we've got the, uh, as just a little, uh, just a little side, you know, a little joke here. We uh, we brewed a brown ale uh, yesterday. It's not funny. And we ended up with a little too much wort. Yeah. And I ended up doing a setting up a blow up tube with uh, that ended up in a jug of Carlo Rossi. Just with the water, I mean, you know, six one half dozen the other. But she woke up about five in the morning, thought one of the cats was puking, and it just turned out to be the uh, the, oh. uh, the blow off tube going crazy. Oh, it's a cat joke. Had... I get it. I get it too. It's happened before. Yeah, That's but, why JP yeah, likes this call. Listen, I gotta go. You've had a couple to drink. I can tell you're a chatty Kathy tonight. <laughs> I appreciate the phone call and glad we could help you. And listen, Amy for president. She's a good wife. You got there. Hey, Send us no pictures. Hey, thank you very much, guys, for what you do. It, it makes a, a huge difference to us home brewers. Anytime, my brother. Yeah, Glad we could help. You should divorce her and then marry her again. <laughs> just because she's that good. Uh, yeah, just because she's that, that good. Stupid. 
right, thanks, JP's brother. advice <laughs> on relationships right there. Yeah, yeah, she might say that. no. <laughs> anyway, I thought it'd be good to... Yeah, know. thanks. Yeah, good job, JP. Uh, <laughs> by the way, JP sat over there on the phone. He didn't say two words for 13 minutes while this guy talked to him, and then he puts him on the air. Oh. Great call screening, JP. No. That was fantastic. I'm not on that he side of the booth. Cats. Can we have more they people like that cats, call if, we, if it'll... Keep him off the air. Well, I figured, I figured it was fast. I didn't think he'd tell a story. How did you figure that after well, you sitting there for 15 well, minutes listening to we were him talking it was going to be fast? Because we were I was doing cats. most of the talking. So thought JP tired him out. I got That's cats. Why. And you were just... I heard him in the background, actually, and I got all excited. And <laughs> we talked go. about grooming and, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we've had a tough day, JC. I feel like this is the first time we've ever broadcast today. Everything <laughs> the, from, 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 the, right, from right. the computer failure in the right, beginning right. of the day. Don't blame uh, me. Don't even look in my direction. I'm going to just point out right now I'm it's having a, rough a miserable fucking time on this uh, show today. Yeah, we asked you if you wanted a beer. And you're like, yeah. Fucking yeah, you look a little bitter. Can we can we hug you? It's been a mess of a day. We need a group. Don't hug. touch me. Don't get near. We me. need a group. Come on, everybody. Let's don't go. Don't get near me. Want to make out? We're going to break, and you're not going to get near me. That's what's going to happen. All right. Bevo wants if to make Bevo out. Bevo wants. I don't even want to make out with Bevo. Oh, that's how oh, that's man. how this day's been going. I won't. Yeah. I don't even want to make out with the Bevo. What's well, the matter with you? I, I tell you what. I'll give you so the, that's a Give you the keys to the Hummer. You go run over some shit. You come back. Yeah. Is that what you do, Doc? Oh yeah. You just go run shit over. That's why I have goats. I let them out and I run them down. <laughs> can I, uh, I was I was racing a lime green charger on the way over. Mm. It was good. Who can won? I hang my shotgun in the back window and oh, go yeah. run over some shit? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a real quick break. Easy when we ride. come back, we're gonna get into the actual uh, part of brewing for competition, yeah. not just evaluating beer. We got Gordon Strong, Jamil Zane, Chef, and Doc just showed up. So Yay. hang in there. We'll be right back. I'll be better. You're listening to the Brewcasters. In the past year, the Brewing Network has been able to add two new shows, expand our studio capabilities and quality, and bring more beer information home to you than ever before. In no small part, this is due to subscribers like you. Thank you from all of us at the Brewing Network. Without your monthly support of any denomination, we could not bring you the very best in live beer radio like Can You Brew It? Brew Strong and the Sunday Session. Haven't signed up yet? Join your fellow brewers in the BN Army. Sign up today at thebrewingnetwork.com for a recurring donation as little as $2 a month. Besides all the great live radio you'll support, every subscriber is automatically entered in monthly raffles for amazing brew gear like a conical firm a temperature control system, or your own draft setup. Become a part of the Bee and Army today. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. 
Don't miss the Beer of the Month, Special Rotating Taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their Williams German Pills is mashed with pure German Moravian two-row barley malt for a light blonde color and malty crispness you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out their unique fermenters, draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and more. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enter promo code BREW at the order checkout for $5 off your next order over $50. Orders placed by 3 p.m. ship the same day. Again, go to williamsbrewing.com and enter promo code BREW at checkout for $5 off your next order. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Hilo, what's it feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. A real Aussie here. Come on, let him at it. All right, welcome back to the program. Uh, this is the session all about competition brewing with Gordon Strong and Jamil Zane, chef. Just did a little Sam Adams tasting for you guys at home, so you can thank Jamil for that. And uh, thank you, Jamil. A little calibration. Uh, you know, got some Look, yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm one with the listeners. You know, and I'm sorry I didn't screen. So that. important to me. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry are? I didn't screen that guy. I apologize. You screened it. It's poorly. <laughs> no, I felt bad. I went out and, and had one of those long like uh, montage Strokes. walks down the road and kind you of did? looking at the sunset. I was like, <laughs> kind of reflecting on my actions. And yeah, uh, I blame Bevo. And you were like, man. I only I would have screened that if, if Bevo had done it first. Well, you know, don't give me the phone to answer some guy's boil question when I'm trying to to bust Nobody chops. Cares. Nobody at home cares. They, they, they could care less about our screening policies. Oh, see, now I feel worse. All right, let's get on to competition brewing. And I do have some questions coming through from the chat room. I'm going to hang on to those guys, so keep them coming. Chat now. Uh, hit the chat now button right there on the homepage. Or call 888-401-BEER if you've got competition brewing questions. I will get them answered for you today. We've got uh, three great people to answer them today. We've got Jamil Zanishev, Gordon Strong, two Ninkasi winners, Dr. Scott's in the studio oh. today, and uh, you know that he's a big competition brewer. Uh, JP enters a lot of competitions. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's, and then that's what happens. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I write Janice at the, the Brew Association. Hey, I didn't hear my name called. I don't understand. Is that, <laughs> did, did I miss yeah. it? Was you I guys might want to check on that. And, and she just writes me actually back in parentheses crickets. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. You should text her during the award ceremony tonight after the meet. Am, Am I coming up next? Am I coming up next? Am I next? Am I next? Don't hear your name. Text her right then. Um, hey Janice, I just I'm sitting here. I think at you missed the, me. I'm sitting here at the banquet and I'm really enjoying myself. Uh, we just got done with the meat categories.
category and I didn't hear my name. Yeah. Um, I just wonder if you could check on that. Or whenever third place comes to you, it's pronounced Petros. <laughs> <laughs> or, or how about, yeah. hey, hey, Janice, um, my category's coming up this time. And could, yeah. could you have like really loud my name? Because last yeah. time yeah. I didn't hear it. It's and, pronounced and, Petros, not Petros. Yeah. Hey, Janice, uh, my category's just about to come up. It's Petros. <laughs> I have my computer on, so my cats can hear. The name yeah. of the beer is Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's like eight meows. Yeah. So Gary, poor bastard, glass has to sit up there and go meow eight times. Uh, right. Well, probably not. But anyway, they don't care about my naming policies. All right, guys. Here's what we're gonna do. What are we gonna do? Now we've done this competition brewing show before. And we've talked about uh, we've talked about what Jamil does to get ready for competitions. Why so su- successful? We've talked to Gordon a little bit about his process. We're gonna narrow it down just a little bit. Uh, what what we want to talk about today is you know not just getting beers to the second round because we've talked about those basics. We've talked about being sanitary. We've talked about uh, getting your brew process down. We've talked about knowing your system. We've talked about using good recipes. I mean, brewing classic styles last year was a great resource for people to get into the second round what we want to talk about today is once you've gotten to the second round then what and 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 what happens then and how can you be consistent there i mean and sometimes as we can even jameel who, who who got so many beers into the second round last year sometimes it just doesn't work out for you and that's what we want to talk about today is is once we get to the second round what happens then? So there's a lot of, uh, I think, questions that our listeners have about second-round beers, and I think there's a lot of places that you guys can start for us. So, Jamil, uh, you know, walk us through that a little bit. We, we, we know the basics. What about succeeding in the second round? Well, the first thing is to realize that when you enter the second round, your hopes and dreams will be crushed. <laughs> By me. Yeah. <laughs> Jamil's in the ship. <laughs> I see. No, my hopes and dreams are crushed. Everybody's hopes and dreams are crushed. And if you don't think your hopes and dreams will be crushed, you're, you're, you're freaking delusional. You've got oh, a really yeah. serious look on your face. You mean this. I'm, I'm serious. Okay. Because no matter how good you are, yeah. there are uh, you know some aspects beyond your control. And uh, Gordon and I have talked about this endlessly about yeah. there, there are people that... There's people involved in the equation. And... I guarantee you, every judge that sits down at the table believes that they are doing the best they can to evaluate the beer and do a good job of picking the greatest beer in the world. They are very serious about it. They've studied. They've spent a lot of time. They've gone through a freaking exam that is a pain in the ass in order to sit down there and judge your beer for free. They don't get paid for it, right? And they're missing out on the conference, too. They're missing out on the conference, They and they really are very serious about it, and they do the best they can. However... The best of intentions does not result in the best of abilities. And there are some times where things just don't quite go your way. Or, you know, there are regional differences. I believe there are regional differences. Not that the regional differences are wrong. There's regions where, um, you know, for example, here on the West Coast, we believe in a, in a drier, paler American pale ale. Right. Okay? And if you go more Midwest, they like a little bit of caramel in it. Now, if you look at the style guidelines, if you look at the commercial examples that are brewed, you look at the great beers of the world, you realize that there are paler Both are okay. examples, there are caramel right. examples. 
both neither one is wrong. Don't exclude the other one is what I'm saying. And and sometimes regional uh, differences tend to focus too much on what is preferred in that region. And you just need to broaden your horizons and say, you know, okay, you know, it's okay that it's the other way. And the, the same goes here for the West, same goes for the Midwest or anywhere, East Coast, wherever you go. Um, you know, it, it's sometimes it's a little broader. You know, the, the, the biggest failing of judges, I would say, is that they are too narrow in their interpretation of the style it's guidelines. The, yeah, I call that the halo effect. You know, they've, they've got a mental image of the beer before it's poured. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't meet that... Or the it, one commercial example they've tasted or right. never tasted. Right. Or, yeah, or, <laughs> yeah. you know, who knows? <laughs> you know, judging is inherently subjective, mm-hmm. period. So, I mean, you, you can enter the same beer over and over again, you know, uh, one week after the other to different competitions, and it'll score radically different. Like I told you, right. that robust porter I brewed of yours... You know, forty one week and twenty three the next. Right. You know, different different set of judges, and you know, some, you've you know. also got travel issues too. You know, you're, yeah, you're, but you can minimize that. Right, just realize second round though. It's it's best of the best. Yeah, and but, uh, <laughs> you're shipping your beer. Maybe you didn't do the overnight. And right. and and I put together the pool of judges last year. So I I mean I saw the level and. The ranks of the judges there were higher than any other competition I ever saw. I mean, it was That's great, and they were from all over the country. Yeah, you get you get more regional ones from where you're holding it, but a lot of people come in for the NHC, and a lot of those people are judges. And you have 150 of them, so yeah, you, know, you, still, some, you still have more regional influence. You do, but you get you get round, more you people, do, you know, because you get more people from out of town than you do at any other. But, but again, it's it's within a region, I, all right? So somebody's driving in from 100 miles away. That's part of the region. Yeah. That's not somebody from out of town. Fine, but it's still part of the region, and that's still part of the influence. I, I'm the with influence. Jamil totally and, on right. this one. So let me ask this. Let's assume for a second that Jamil is 100 percent correct. Yeah. Yeah. That, is that to go. say, Jamil? That, that you then have to know where the NHC is going to be held next year and brew according to the region I think for that, your second round entries. Well, but you've got to okay. get it through your first round. <laughs> absolutely. I think you're both absolutely right. And, okay. and here's you have what to happens. have two versions. <laughs> here's what happens. Now, um, yeah, getting through your, your region, you've got to brew the beer that you know is going to win in your region okay. right? To, to get through the first round. Okay. And then the second round, if it's somewhere else, if it's Florida... You may just be shafted, or you can try rebrewing <laughs> if you. If it's Florida, if, you sound like Doc. You're fucked, right? Pretty much, yeah. If you if you understand, they start with the, F. You know, as, as far as you know, West Coast. Yeah. If you understand, you know, the differences between the regions, okay. you can t- try and tailor to that. I never do. It's just like I, I just accept. Well, that's it. what I was going to ask right. you. You don't. Now, okay. Right now, the 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 the, the thing is, if it's in your region, okay. Yeah. Now, all you people out there in the on the West Coast, you mean the, by you people? You people. Uh, yeah. What do you mean, you people? No, on the on the West Coast, um, uh, you know, if you if you live on the West Coast and you haven't been brewing all year long for this thing and entering as many as you possibly could, yeah. you missed out. Now, when the when the conference, you know, a year in advance where the conference is going to be. If it's going to be in your area, okay, load up. Okay, all right. Bring it. Brew everything yep. you possibly can. Put liquid in a bottle. Get into the first round. Man up. Pay the price. 
and then you have a chance of you know doing quite well in the second round because it's in your region. You don't have, you, you eliminate the regional thing. Okay, but we right? were we were talking about this before about what what your what your expectation should be. You know, even if you think you're doing well going through the first round, no, you well, still get screwed. I, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, you get you and I were talking about <laughs> if you're doing well, right. you pass one out of three beers right, from right. the first round. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the well, second round, it's it's well, worse. Okay, now here are the people out there. Well, I put in two beers, and both of them passed on. I'm 100%. Or I, I, I put in two, I got one. I'm, 100, I'm 50%. Yeah. Screw you guys. No, 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 no. Look, okay. Where's your medals, bitch? Anybody can do a, a, a couple of beers and do quite well. But once you get into the, the multiples, if you're shooting for the Ninkasi, yeah. and you're getting into multiples, you're going to hit about 30%, no matter how great your beers are. And it's there's just a lot of And we're talking about Ninkasi brewing, because beer, best of show in the Nationals, total crapshoot. Can be anybody. Oh, it's freaking random. So it doesn't, you know, don't yeah. even enter that into the equation. Right. Ninkasi okay. really is a measure of how well you're doing, because you have to put so many in. Well, that's the thing. You, you have to brew a good beer to start with. If you're not brewing... Okay, so... so Tip this, number one. This, this is the thing. Brew better right? beer. <laughs> we're, we're, we're starting off where... If you know you can you can enter a beer, and you can talk about any sort of well, the judge wasn't this or the judge wasn't that, or you know oh it was the luck of the order in the flight, but if you're brewing a truly great beer, you have a chance have at being better first, better chance of being first place. If you're brewing shit beer or even just okay beer. Your okay beer is not going to place. It's not going to place. You're 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 up against the judges. Really have to have a totally 13, off day over to thirteen hundred brewers. Thirteen hundred brewers. You are being compared against. If you're brewing okay beer, I guarantee you the top of those thirteen hundred brewers are not brewing okay beer. They're brewing great beer. So when you have great beer, now now look at what uh, Chad did in the first round of the Nationals. He went up against you know fifty some odd, sixty some odd American ales, and he had God's gift to American pale ales. This thing was a fifty point beer. Hmm. It was it was perfection in a glass, and sure enough, he got first place. Yeah. Who got second place? Me, but I only have the forty-eight so it, point. Well, hence, it well. must have been God's gift to right. Pele. How no, can Chad no. fit under the desk right there? Right. <laughs> no, but he he had what was really one of the best Thank beers you. I've ever drank. It was perfect, yeah, and yeah. he got first place. Now, yeah. if you brew a perfect beer, mm -hmm. chances are the judges will pick it up. Okay, you know, if you're brewing a good, really, really good beer. Chances are the judges will pick it up and they'll get in the mix. Now, that, because you but, have a perfect beer doesn't mean you're you're, you're going to win. Okay, your Chad chances still are could better. have gotten dinged. And I and I told him I said, you know, some judges may not you know pick this up as American Pale because it's it's and in dry. The first round, it's you know, and in it's, the first round, it's a one bottle competition. Right. So right. you have to go through a mini best to show after your bottle's been open for a couple hours, mm -hmm. and anything can happen there. Right. Right. All right. I've got a question for you along these lines, Jamil. Because you're you're saying that just because you've got this great beard also doesn't mean that it's going to do well in second right. round. Here's right. what I want to ask you: a direct scenario that you experienced last year. You entered a lot of beers in the first round, but you didn't feel that it was the beers that should have advanced to the second round. Oh yeah, that did. You thought that your best beers 
did not advance to the second like, round. What and the your, heck? And your worst beers instead <laughs> yeah. advanced right, to the second round, right, and right. then and then you didn't do well in the because second the round. Because the second round judges so, paid attention. So this right. is so well, I, I want to talk about this. I think it's a great example of of what you're talking about. Is because you're saying if you enter a great beer, chances are the judges are going to pick up on it. But here the judges. All of your beers were good. I'm, I'm certain of it. And 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 the judges thought that your lesser beers were the ones that should go right. to the second round. And again, that that has to do with um, kind of you know perception, judge perception, order in the flight, you know. And sometimes, you know, a, a good beer ends up, um, you know, placing. And you're thinking, well, this really this beer that is really close to perfect mm-hmm. should have placed and did and this yeah and didn't and then it's like what the hell and you're looking at the score sheets and it's like 15 and you're like yeah. huh well not 15 but you know mid-20s right. and you're like what in the world so how do you explain that there are the, the, the first round judging often well scrapes and, and, you know, they, and they, second round sometimes yeah, oh, as that, well that was you know, me this kind this of time uh, uh, the beers I thought should have gone ahead were great. Uh, that they should have moved ahead. That you really liked. Yeah, yeah I really liked. Not a clue. Didn't. didn't move ahead. And the the two I was almost going to throw out right. moved ahead. I mean, Tasty will come in here and talk about how much luck right. it takes. Well, and so is this what we're talking well, about? Well, when well, that happens? Luck, I wouldn't have put them in if they were bad beer. Once you're brewing great beer, luck then, won't then pass a bad beer. No, luck right. will kick a good beer. Right, but it's okay. you know, luck is you know. Even a great beer, that's when that's when luck kicks in. Now, Doc is a great brewer. Yeah. Brews freaking awesome beers. Yeah. Really knows what he's doing. And is a, is a great judge as well. He knows when a beer is good or bad. Now, he may have some questions as to what other judges think. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you think this is a good beer or not? Mm-hmm. And it just depends on the other freaking random judges. But... You know, he'll enter something, and and it gets kicked, and he's like, "Look, I know this is a great beer. I, you know, I know I did a good job on this, and and that's that's essentially what it is. Sometimes, you know, a, a, a good beer or you know just a, a very good beer will place because oh, they think it's like more to style or some. There was some argument amongst the group, or you know, sometimes." The, the the especially in the first round it's broken into mini uh flights there's two judges and they take you know six of the beers and two judges they take six of the beers you know and it's broken down like that and then everybody puts forth mini best of show beers and then the most experienced judges get together and decide which of those is is are the winners the top and, 3 and mm-hmm. sometimes you get one person who's really strong personality and, and your very good in. beer is becomes like, you know, they must see it place. Mm-hmm. And it was just a good or a very good beer. Okay. And they beat the hell out of other people and they are blinded to seeing the excellent beer, the perfect beer that Doc entered. You know, he's got two in there in the category. They or three. They all get to the mini best of show, and his two excellent beers are are kicked because this very good beer. This one judge is really just adamant that, well, you know, we had this as our best beer, so it must be the best. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 that's what happens. Now, again, that's few and far between. You know, there there the the majority of the judges really take it seriously, and they really want to further the best beers yeah and 
it's just you know some of it's human nature, some of it's um, it's subjective. But there's yeah, a, there's there uh, is a random element that comes in, and you right. you have yeah. no control of that. We, Jamil and I were talking about how hard it is to you know not not win but medal in the second round. Yeah. You know, what does that mean? Yeah. That means your beer had to go through four separate judgings. First round and second round, both of them with a mini best to show. So anyone could have kicked your beer at any point for any reason. Okay. For you to meddle meant all those things didn't happen. Okay. So the odds are stacked against you. There is there is that element of chance. So you all do right. have to run the gauntlet. Okay. And that being said, and now we've talked about these sort of variables that happened, it, there are still some consistencies, and it still has to be a great beer to do well in the second round. I think we can all agree on right. that. Yeah. So here's what I want to do. I've got myself uh, four little subcategories of brewing in competition, and I want to just start with these things, and I want to talk about how to do well in the second round. So... Um, Jamil and Gordon, I want to start with recipes with you guys. Uh, here we are. We're, we're going to send beer to the second round. Uh, we're talking about brewing for competition, not brewing for me to drink it or our friends to drink it like uh, we do around here. Uh, how do you guys uh, give us some tips about recipe formulation or recipe brewing? Uh, anything you want to throw in here, let's start with that uh, in, in competition brewing. Yeah, well, uh, Jamil had some good tips already, but one of the things that we had talked about ahead of time was it's it's hard to go wrong if you hit the center of the style, except for styles that have an aggressive element of something, whether it's malt, whether it's hops, whether it's alcohol. Yeah. Aim for the high end of the styles that have a really signature character. By high end, you mean the the, the most? If, uh, if it's if it's a Doppelbach, it needs to be a screaming malty beer. Okay. Because. Think about you're going to be judged against all these other all these other beers. So yeah. every beer is going to be malty, and if your beer stands out by being you know uber malty, yeah, then you know you might have an edge. Particularly if the judges aren't so experienced, you know they're going to be impressed by you know whichever one sort of screams at them the most. So pick the main characteristic of that style that you can find and accentuate your it. Your beer, your beer could be judged. In conditions that you didn't anticipate, the temperature range could vary quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my contention is that if you aim for the middle of the style, you're sort of insulating yourself against, you know, some degree of drift in how it's treated. But there are aggressive styles, like an IPA needs to be bitter, and and a Doppelbach needs to be malty, and and a barley wine needs to be big. I I would agree with what Gordon's saying, and, um, you know, the, the thing to be careful of, all right, so... In in the majority of cases, shoot for the middle of the style, which is is boring. But uh, shoot for the middle of the style. In certain cases, like IPA, unless you're number one in the flight order, you need to be much hoppier than normal. Okay, so you have to get you have you have to go to the extreme, like he's saying, because of palate fatigue. And of course, you don't know where you are right. in the flight. Same order, thing for so. smoke beers. Now, here's, but, you here's, can, here's, but here's, if the they'll they'll judge in subcategory order. So if you know you're right. entering, you know, an imperial IPA, that's going to be judged right. after the American IPAs and after the English. Well, IPAs. and and there are some there are some tricks, right? So. Uh, like smoke beers. Now here, Hill Gabranson oh, figured got the this Herald out, wheat, and, and, he, uh, and he was like, "Look, if you're going to do a smoke beer, enter something that is like you know." The most subtle sounding of smoke beers, and you'll get judged first, and mm. you're set. And he used to do like a smoked heffa. Now the thing about a smoked heffa is, it's freaking awesomely brewed. It's perfectly balanced, and the guy really knows what he's doing. Now if you if you drink that first, 
you'll realize the brilliance of what's going on and it's going to place. Okay. Um, you know, the only thing I can think of that might get earlier in there is maybe like a smoked Bur- American light lager or something yeah, like Berliner that. Right. So, or you, know, you go last push it early. and, you know, be the last memory. I mean, and then I, smoke I, the hell out of I it. Passed, I passed a couple of smoked beer. I mean, this is a right. good example because I passed a couple of smoked beers and it was the same, it was the same beer. It was a, it was a, a smoked Weizenbach. Mm-hmm. So that... You know, starting with a bigger beer, mm-hmm. it's going to show up later, right. and but it used a lot of it, oh, overly yeah, a lot of Weirman rock malt. Right. So it was you know bacony. It was like because if you don't, it's not like, going to reach it. Not going to. It was like a Ventnus meets Schlenkerla. Right. You know, so it, it screamed bacon and it screamed you know Weizenbach. <laughs> well, so you're talking about an order of judging. You know that the that the lighter it will go lighter. Well, beer in the NHC, it's different. In right. any other competition, uh, categories could get. Mixed or split, yeah. but in the NHC they they only judge a category at a time. So and, and it they're goes going to judge them. Yeah, right. and, okay. and they're going to judge them in the, the BJCP subcategory order. Generally, generally, unless it's you know fruit beers, specialty, smoked, you know, yeah, things like then, that. Then they're going to judge it in in order of palate impact. Right. Okay. Good they, to know. They're going to try and go with the lightest, but some on smoke beers, you don't, you have no clue whether that smoke beer is intensely smoky or not. And uh, but so you pick like the, the lightest Based on base, the base beer, style. assuming that the the brewer balanced the smoke against right. the base style, and that's not always true. But that's how you get in there. Now that, that's how a judge would order the flight. One thing I would say about being in the middle of a category, one of the things is if if you're if you're talking a category that's estery. And uh, you're 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 shooting for the middle of that, and then your beer is served warm. It's going to seem overly estery. Mm-hmm. So you know, I always kind of gear things. I do better on beers where, well, I try and brew every beer for like how it really should be. He tries but, to brew every beer full stop. Period. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I brew every beer really for you know, is this a great example of the style? Okay. And then kind of like, oh, whatever the hell happens in competition, I don't really care. But it sh- it really should be. Now, if I was to tweak each recipe for competition, the thing to tweak for is your beer is going to be served warmer than it should be. Mm-hmm. Your, your beer is going to be served, chances are, in the middle of a flight. Okay. So somebody's already drank it a couple of times, you know, something similar a couple of times, and it's numbed them to certain effects. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pour yourself a pint, take a few sips, wait a few minutes, take a few sips, wait a few minutes, and then taste it. Is it still hoppy? Well, if it's not, then it's not hoppy enough. You know, unless you're number one in the flight, that's what you're dealing with. But like in poker, you can bet on being middle of the flight. It's like betting on getting a face card. It's just chances are you have more chance on being in the middle than you do being first, right? Because there's four beers in the middle, and there's two beers in the, in the end. So <laughs> yes. brew it to be in the middle. Right. Right. Exactly. And uh, if your beer tastes good over a wide, if your if your beer tastes good over a wider temperature range, you have more chances. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's it's all about probability. You're trying okay, to improve right. your chances at every stage. You know, what happens if your beer is mishandled somehow? What happens if you get, you know, judges that don't understand the style? So mm-hmm. you're trying to insulate yourself against the common errors that happen in competition. Yeah. But but I'll tell you this. If, if you're brewing, you know, beer, trying to chase these things, and you're brewing what ends up being crap beer... Right. Then you've, don't you've, don't don't do it. You're 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 defeating yourself. You're missing the point and who gives a crap whether you win or not. Let's kind of let's do, 
inundate the judges with. You're right. <laughs> Let's inundate the Yeah, the thing I love about Doc is he doesn't brew anything. Or you bring it here and let the drink. He, he, brews, he brews beers to drink, and yeah. then if the competition meets him, that's fine. Otherwise, he <laughs> gives a damn. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Right. Perfect. You know, so so that's why he's probably won less awards than, than I have because, you hey, know. that's what I do, too. Through. Uh, yeah, oh. I just um, want to point that out. It's okay for Doc, but if JP does it, he's a dick. Thank you. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of feelings. Well, that's in not the why you're today. a dick. <laughs> yeah. add, add that There's feelings no calendar. In the beginning. calendar. Um, you took the words right out of my mouth, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, you know, we should inundate the judges with great beers, and yeah. eventually, you know, and, and the BJCP is really working on. You know, and focusing on on making judges better, and you know, investing in that, and and again, they're not trying to be, you know, they're, they're trying to do the best they possibly can. So to cut them up, cut them some slack. You know, they may make mistakes, but everybody makes mistakes. So just let it go. It's okay if you don't win. It's okay. That's you know, try again the next year. You're gonna you're gonna do okay. You know, just just let it go. Brew better beer and and try again. Brew better beer okay. and try again. And enter a lot of them. <laughs> That's how you improve your chances. Okay. And well, a lot we'll of get categories. To that. I, I want to talk about entering and how you guys prep for that and, and numbers too. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is brewing. So, so we just kind of covered recipes and 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 how you should kind of gauge your recipes for that uh, for that style. How about brewing techniques? Is there oh. some tips you want to give? Well, and, and, and one last thing on recipes. All right, I, I get emails from people all the time. It's like, hey, you know, I want to enter this in competition. Uh, upper limit of the OG is ten fifty six. It's ten sixty. Can I enter it, or should I enter it as something else? It's like, look, dude. Judges won't have any idea what the original gravity was. You know, we had that Can You Brew It where I was 10 gravity points short of the original gravity of that of one of the beers. Mm. And when we compared it, it was exactly on. It fermented the same amount, and, you know, there was enough body left that we couldn't tell the difference. So, right. you know, the numbers don't matter. What does it taste like? Whatever it tastes like, that's what you enter it as. I don't care how you got there, what the brewing was, what was added. If you added, you know, licorice and uh, witches, uh, you know, Tip. cubes, uh, you know, doesn't matter. It's yeah. I, if, well, it's I what do it add like. witches pubes, and I'll tell you, it does matter. If I'm going to pound the table on anything, it's going to be that. I mean, you have to judge your own beer before you enter it. You, you're you're not submitting the recipe for the judges. You're not being judged on how well you're recipe met some style that you thought you were brewing mm-hmm. judge what you made okay you know and it could be a totally different style and there's no problem with that don't pay attention to the numbers and the guidelines much i mean you have to you have to be close but judges don't have analytical tools there i mean they just have their palate you know they just have their senses you know they can't tell if you're you know five ibus high or you know 10 gravity points well on some you would but on a big beer you know they wouldn't. They're just people, JP. They're just so, humans. So ba- you know you have to hit. Bad. You have to Prove hit it. the intent of the style. <laughs> well, I think we should after the break. I think we should hear from you know our JP about uh, you know Losing. his his yeah. uh, his anger over over, over over what's going on. I'll tell you about and, it. You know and 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 what to <laughs> what to kind of. No, I'm I'm serious. Cause so JP, am I. I'll tell you all about. JP brews really uh, good beers. You know and that's how he paused there. <laughs> he didn't want to choke well, on the word good. I said good. No, yeah. actually, actually, you do. We just he, don't he see him very much. No, but, that's true. But, you know, when he <laughs> enters them, 
you know, I'm not sure you're entering the right category. I think, you know, sometimes, well, uh, you know, you, you put too much stock in one beer versus another. Well, you know, honestly, and, and you, answer, you, know, you answer with anger. If you were to hand, <laughs> hand me pints, I'd, I'd drink every one of them. Well, that's that's what I do is, is uh, you know, I, I was only partially kidding when I said that I do the same crap that Doc does is I brew to what I like. Like, I'm, uh-huh. I'm still trying to dial in my oatmeal stout that I like on the lower end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but judges don't like it on the lower end, so I enter it as a porter, and it did. It, last year's oatmeal stout got a thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, Haven't you, know, you been dialing in that old oatmeal stout for fourteen years? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's, it could be because that's my problem, and I it's think I, dial. I just have yeah, to. It's I have been to, dialing so long; it was analog. Yeah, <laughs> I have to, it's, it's rotary. I have to get it through my head that uh, well, you know I need. I just need more mouth feel. I need more body in it without getting more gravity. Okay. So but I, is, is that is that what you're looking for? That's what that I'm we, looking for. Okay. I don't brew to style. Right. Well, but don't again, don't don't all this. You know, the, the people just, who who bitch and whine about style. Right. Shut up. You're you're an idiot. Okay. You are a <laughs> well, fucking idiot. I don't I'm not serious. Uh, Jamil there's, there's two years J- of the Jamil show available for download. JT is right. But bitch and whine about style. You're an idiot. Because you can brew anything you damn well please, and I guarantee you there is somewhere in a in a category where you fit in, and it's too style. Yeah, there is nothing that is not too style. You brew anything. Your your problem is you're entering it in the wrong category. What if That's I brew your a lager, but it's black? Oh, yeah. What do you think a Schwartz beer is? Schwartz no. beer. No, it's one. Oh. one of what if I brew an IPA, right. but I drink it. <laughs> but but that's the thing. Know. You're entering in the wrong category. That's yeah. the failing. And yes, sometimes there are judges who don't understand the style well enough. But I would I would suppose that is actually less often than the brewer who doesn't understand the stuff. Well, and I think more to the point, it's it's if you have a beer uh, and you try to make an American IPA and it, and and you can't tell if it's an English or American and you don't uh-huh. know what if you don't right. know what right. to enter it in, then you're not making good beer because you don't know what it is. And no, if you no, don't know no no, 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 sir, no, no. no, no. no think making, about it because if, good because beer, if you, you know what if, well if you judge don't it. know what it is, no. how is a judge going to supposed we'll to know what it is? Well, no, no, no. But that's my point. Maybe maybe you don't know as a brewer and that's okay. Well, because you haven't studied it. Enough. No, that, but that, but you can go right. on. But that's you can right. go on the computer and, and look at it and go, okay, well, it has this gravity. But I'm talking flavor wise. If, if you're on the border between American IPA and an well, English IPA, you know, and you don't know it, what to get do it with in it in front of some other people and say, hey, what do you think this is? No, and, but I and, think you know, you're missing my if, point. And if all of them say, hey, you know, that's an English IPA, then enter it's in English. If they think yeah. it's you know American, but if it's on the cusp, uh, here's a tip: I would enter as an English. Well, I mean, it was chances example, are. But, I mean, but do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> It'll be an my, aggressive but, English, but, but, though. Right. JP, right. When, when you're brewing a beer, if you brew a beer, <laughs> when you uh, and you can brew a good beer, but it's not exactly what you wanted. That doesn't life. mean you're. That just means you're not at the level yet of uh, the brewer that can hit everything he wants. You're not on the level. You're, but it's but that's okay. It's, it's a learning thing. It's okay. You yeah. just haven't gotten to the point. I'm going to brew this. Uh, somebody gave me this recipe. I'm going to brew this, and bam, it comes out. Exactly right. But you can still brew and right. brew a good, clean beer. It's just maybe it didn't turn out what and you, you know, were aiming for. The NHC isn't really the best venue to figure these things out. I mean, enter them in smaller competitions. Mm-hmm. Like the SoCal Regional Championship. There's many more brewers yeah, and like judges out Tell us there. more about that. And let <laughs> buy our brewers. That's right. I mean, I, I was basically reinforcing what Jamil said, but apparently yeah. I said it. 
so it doesn't count. <laughs> but but, but no, no, because no. because you were saying you have That's to brew. Correct. You have First to brew, thing you said right all night. No, yes. But you have to brew good beer. He right. can learn. Yeah. Exactly. So if if Did you're if you're brewing crap beer, no, you're not going to advance. But you, you and brew, I'm saying you if, could if, brew. if you don't know if you can't hard if you're not hardlining a stuff, no, you can't drink it and figure it on your own. Then it's probably going to be muddled, and it's probably muddled in competition, and it's probably not going to do that. I know you like to do things on your own, and then you know depend upon yourself. But but here's the here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, you may not be able to figure it out on your own. That's okay. You know, it, it's a, it's like a, a group thing. I thought I was agreeing with you. No, I, no, <laughs> JP, it's all right. Buddy. Are you okay? But, you can't do yeah, everything. I missed. I, I, apparently, JP. I can't do that very well. No, but 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 here's the thing. Right? I can't agree with Jamil very well either. <laughs> you bastard! No, you no, agreed no, no. with him, but for the wrong reason. No, 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 no. Round in. Apparently, but, but look at this. Yeah. So you brew the, the the God's gift to beer. It's a fifty point beer. It's it's a perfect beer. You saying I'm fat? It is. It is so. It is so. It's so well brewed. Yeah. But it's on the cusp of English to to, to American IPA. It has a and great there, personality, and there is there is a crossover there. Like you know, the, the yeah. styles the styles don't end on a on a thin no. defined line. It's right. a gray area in between those two. But if you're brewing for competition, I don't think they I don't think they're great. I think they're they think well, there's they, a line. No, 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 enter no, no, in no, no. both and see what happens. You, you brewed this beer, right. and for some reason, <laughs> yeah. some some change or it's it's the beer you like. Fuck everybody else. It's the beer you like, and you brewed it flawlessly. All right, now you go to enter in competition. All right. And you're looking at the style categories, and it's like, God, it's you know, it's in between English and American, and I can imagine that knowing the style categories like I do, I could be, ah, gosh, you know, which one would I lean towards? Uh, you know, oh that that's okay, right? And and you should be uh, technically, you should be able to enter that in either category or both, and you should place in both. If it's a brilliantly brewed beer and it's right on the cusp, you should you should. You get first place in both categories. Right now, reality is, I agree. Nope, you, you're not going. To. <laughs> reality is, it's you know, uh, you know, I would enter it if if you had to choose one in English, you know, because it's going to be a little over the top English. And if you're middle of the category, they're already a little bit numb getting to that point. Okay, you know, that seems spot on, and and you've got first place. So That's, you see what I'm saying? But it's, it's got, yeah, it sounds <laughs> strangely like exactly what I said. Right, but it's got nothing to do with. That's uh, weird. That's weird know, how that happens. It does. You're not going to get screwed for you know necessarily being in the middle. You're going to get uh, screwed because you know people don't realize that that edge, that gray area is okay. Right. You know, they, they if it's a great brewed beer, the judge should sit down and say, you know. This is so well brewed. It's perfect. You know, it's it's you know it's clean. And, you know, the, everything's balanced, and you know whatever the category is, and then uh, you know they should be able to say, yeah, I could see that being in this category. Done. You know, it doesn't matter that's on the edge. It doesn't have right. to be in the frickin' middle. Right. That's that's you know that's idiotic. I love you very much. Uh, Very much. You're pretty attractive yourself. Quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about brewing techniques. We're going to talk about bottling techniques because you got to do that to enter these competitions. Then we're going to talk about entering. Gordon already mentioned you got to enter a bunch. You got a bunch of entries insider if you're going to win insider. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Stick around. Win insider. Gordon Strong, Jamil Zanishef, and Jason Petros talking to oh, us about yeah. uh, competition brewing. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Brew, baby, 
Okay, I rolled a 15, and I get a plus two from my yeast starter. Nope, sorry, you failed your roll. Your beer is infected. No way! You had to be at a 24. It's schizosaccharomyces. This sucks! I just failed versus oxidation! Our party is fracked! Doug's the only one left, and his beer is a Berliner Weiss! What's this? A tea party? Hey, this is a brew session, man. Get lost. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really uh, use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Does your significant other know the difference between an Irish red ale and a Flanders red ale? Do you burp, strizzle, spalt, and fart? Why yeast 2308? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the socially awkward Patters beer and the sci-fi convention showstopper number eight make 10th level at northernbrewer.com nico listen our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour and after this we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and then to the next meeting kids come on let's get out of here i'm supposed to have more lines i'm the professional Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Organic ingredients. Fresh, clean, good for you, good for the planet. And Seven Bridges has the best selection in the world. Everything is a click away at breworganic.com. Join the mailing list for special deals and regular updates about new products and specials. They have been brewing organic and serving organic brewers for almost 12 years. They can help you brew great organic beer. Seven Bridges will be at the National Homebrewers Conference in Oakland. Stop by the booth to meet them and talk about organic and environmentally friendly brewing. Organic homebrew samples will be served. Find out about the newly formed all-organic homebrew club, Team Organica. Seven Bridges is the host and promoter of the National Organic Brewing Challenge, the only BJCP-sanctioned nationwide brewing competition just for organic beers. Take the challenge this fall for a chance to win great prizes, including a hands-on brewing experience at an organic brewery. Seven Bridges. Visit today at breworganic.com. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Yeah, welcome back to the 
the session, everybody. We're still hanging out with Gordon Strong and Jamil Zanishev, and we're talking about competition brewing today. So you ought to be paying attention. You're going to be listening to the show a lot over the next couple of years, you know, as you enter the NHC, as you move up the competition world. Uh, if you see uh, JP win in Mead this year. Don't thank Jamil because I brewed it three years ago. <laughs> oh, so 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 two years ago, JP is like, oh, I, I I got in the second round and I, and, yeah. I, and I'm gonna freaking beat you and and you're gonna have to give me a, back, a piggyback ride yeah. around to the stage. And, a back rub. and he's like, you know, I'm like, well, yeah, if it happens, we'll talk about it. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, he's going on and on. And it was exciting. I wouldn't shut up. Jamil's like betting him anything because he yeah. knows. He's like, sure, yeah. I will. Listen, I will. Right. You know what? You that can ride well my naked you. ass all the way up to the stage if you win, JP. That's fine. From the back, anytime. Yeah. Well, you know what? So I learned my lesson. Actually, speaking of how to enter things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't trash talk if yeah. you can't bring it. Um, no, not that because I like doing that because that's fun. Um, yeah. Uh, so the meat I made was with water, fl- watermelon, f- watermelon flour, honey. It's easy to say. Okay. Um, I know, kind of, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, so we got it from a local supplier who, uh, you know, let his bees go in a watermelon patch and, you know, they flower and whatever. Okay. Um, and so I put that on there, watermelon honey. Yeah. And all the comments I got, I don't taste watermelon at all. I'm like, well, shit, because you're not supposed to because it's fucking honey, honey <laughs> from a watermelon flower, not from a watermelon. Well, you could have you could so, have specified watermelon blossom that's honey. What, and that would be make it really clear because judges. Yeah. Well, the psychic Gordon here, yeah, knows yeah. your punchline. No, that's, exact, that's exactly what I did this year, Gordon. And and so I put watermelon flower honey, and in the notes I put does not taste like watermelon. Because, yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's also that kind what of happens especially if you with that, as a judge. If you saw that, would you find that amusing or offensive? If they had. If he said, hey, asshole, does not taste like watermelon. I would understand. Don't look for it. I, <laughs> yeah, a lot of idiots I, I, I would understand, there. but yeah. it better be good. I see. If it wasn't good, it would get a lower score. They but if it not. was good, they'd get points for being ballsy. It's all right. But I think it's in specialty <laughs> like categories that. you can screw yourself because well, you don't know exactly what to you know, put down. But so if, if they it, went like JP went and, and said, it does not taste like, you know, I'd be okay with that. I would not, you know. But if they said well, asshole... No, then, no, then no. I then I, I might be a little more picky, I'm, I'm, but again, I, I I don't think that's a problem. I, you know, go ahead and explain to the judges what they what what's on going any, on on any style where you can add upset, information. Take advantage of it. I mean, I I I got a gold medal in specialty last year, and it it involved uh, uh, brewing with spruce tips, fresh yeah. spruce tips, which are different than spruce extracts. It doesn't taste like wood. It tastes like spruce tips, which are sort wood. of citrusy. Yeah, I said wood. Um, so I actually, so I actually said spruce tips, and in parentheses, citrusy taste. You know, I wanted, I wanted to make sure that the judges knew the characteristic of an unusual ingredient, yeah, because it's something that I wouldn't expect an average judge to know. Okay. I did that with uh, cocoa nibs. I put there, it smells like cocoa, but does not taste like chocolate. Hmm. Because I, I think, didn't know you could do that. Yeah. I think it's a new Add thing. In, well, in your specialty categories, you can't. Oh, yeah. And I think it's a relatively new ingredient that not many people are even familiar with, yeah. um, much less have, have tasted or heard of. So I think you put that in there, and I think it's... it's All right. Listen, guys. Nibs. 
Everybody's got a lot to say about this whole topic. I'm going to have to ask you guys to try to stay on topic for the rest of the program. We've got a lot of things left to get through. We haven't so, stayed on topic? I, I thought that was your job. Keep it short and sweet. What uh, else are you doing tonight? Listen, you guys, you're making me do my job. I'm working hard over here. <laughs> short and so, sweet, uh, which he doesn't like to do. That's right. Uh, I'm feeling like working too hard. So uh, I want to talk about brewing techniques. So we're still talking about beers in the second round. And, of course, you know, we've mentioned you got to get through the first round. We can stop stating the obvious. Uh, you got to do well. You get to the second round. you got to do well. What do you guys keep in mind uh, about your brewing techniques that, that to do well in, in the second round? And, and I want you to think about that. Uh, but I also want to know, do you guys brew uh, again to enter the beer in the second round, or do you enter the first beer? Depends you don't. on the style. Okay. I don't. So uh, maybe if, like, it's, if it I, should I, be fresh. I would brew a half a Weizen or a cream ale or something. You will do then. Yeah, some some lower gravity pilsner based beer. If I've got time, I, is it I can safe do to it. say if you're a novice and you luckily made it through the first round and you're you're not able to reproduce beers as well? Stick you stick with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now, for me, I'm 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 lazy. If the goddamn judges can't appreciate how good that first beer was, if, if my beer is not stable enough, yeah, to last for the second it. second round, I just don't care. No, I don't think so. I, I think there's no, I there's, there's too much freaking luck between how stable my beers are versus brewing it again. Really, not going to make a difference. No, but if you have. If if you brew it again, that doesn't mean you have to enter that one. That means you have two to choose between. Exactly. And I sure, think, I think it's a good. Fine. It'd be a good exercise too. It's you know make sure you have your three bottles for your first batch. Brew it again just to even just to see just for shits. Doesn't hurt you man. anything. Yeah. I don't have freaking time to waste. I don't I'm sorry. Have time no, you have eight other styles to brew that day. <laughs> <laughs> you're, better, you're better off brewing other beers that you don't have on hand. Okay, and and enter them next year. All right. You know? And the thing about but if you have time, I think that's a great idea as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's time. say you're shat and you don't have a job, brew that shit again. Yeah, you, should, you, again. Should, you know, there's freaking eighty styles to brew. All right, brew those that you ha- you don't have on hand. Master those. Get those ready for next yeah. year. Okay. Don't screw around going, no, I'm going to make my American Pale Ale, instead of a 44, I'm going to make it a 46. I instead see. of a 44, I'm going to make it 48. Fuck that. Brew something else to 44. Okay. Don't try and make a perfect beer, you know, or, or a, a freaking excellent beer into a perfect beer. Eh. I'm you're t- done. You're done. You reach, you reach excellent, you're done. Okay. You know, move on to the right, next beer. It. Well, that's, you know, if you want to win multiple medals or you want to have a chance at winning you gotta a medal. You've got to have a lot to send. So. You've got you to gotta send multiple excellent beers. Yeah. All right? But. So don't screw around with an excellent beer and try to make it a perfect beer and try and milk those last couple of points out because you're not going to get it. There's, there's so much, there, there's enough slop in the system that the difference between excellent and, and perfect is you know uncontrollable so just make everything to excellent and you know so move on to the next one okay I'm, I'm, I'm tempting divorce every time I have a brew day. So, <laughs> so you're not brewing again. I'm not going to yeah. brew again. I'm gonna, if I'm going to brew, have a brew day, I'm going to yeah. brew something new. Okay. Something that uh, I haven't brewed before, something that uh, I, I want to have in the stable, basically. Good. All right. Just wanted to know. Uh, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a common question if people should brew it again. Okay. So let's talk about some brewing techniques then. Uh, you know, keeping beer stable, I think, is, is, is one thing that's important here. So, uh, you know, especially if you're Jamil and, and me and you're fucking lazy, you just want to brew the one time, I'm, I'm all down with that um what other techniques guys give us some things that are on your mind when you're uh you know want to make sure your beers do well in the second round sanitation all right so if yeah, you can't be clean you know, 
And if and if you're worrying about sanitation, if you you really don't have that perfectly down, then you know your chances of hitting the second round it's it's random, truly random. And until you master that, and you can you can brew a beer and store it for a year and have it nice and stable and, and tasting great a year from now and no yeah. oxidation and things like that, you're gonna have a hard time placing in the second round. Okay, you, you'll hit it, but if you want to hit it consistently. You're going to have that part of your technique down. If you're storing things warm and then cooling them down to serve them, that's not going to cut it either. Yeah, uh, no. You, you got to treat your beer nicer than your kids. Right. You, you've got, <laughs> Freaking kids never won me any medals. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that's easy if you're Jamil. <laughs> but uh, you, you've got to you got to have consistently nice, decent beer all the way through. So everything's got to be. Yeah, and and, uh, and you don't have top. to store all of your beer that way. I mean, set aside a box for competition and store yeah. it better. Yeah. You know? Okay, good point. If you don't have all that kind of room, you could just uh, set aside some coppers. So you got beers yeah. for your friends You're only gonna in the need, corner? And... You need four four bottles a year. Yeah. So. Better yeah. yet, you know, kill the wife. Build <laughs> yourself a, you know, your own cold room. And mm-hmm. there you go. You didn't even I, have to kill your wife to get a cold room. That's right. It's a good wife. But those, those, those right folks woman. who are struggling. Yeah. St. Liz you know, the patient. Yeah. That is always the, the possibility. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you gotta you got to have that down. you got to be able to store beer. So your process, the way that you uh, keg and or bottle, uh, needs to be really controlled and clean and, and keep an oxygen out so well, that stuff can, can right. last. So I think Tasty would do better if he would... Skip the tasty slap it in a bottle with a hose off the tap, off the tap, and throw a cap on it. Right, you know, right there, you're dinging yourself a couple of points. Okay, and if it's really bad, you're dinging yourself a lot of points. If it's, uh, you know, I think that matters. So what then? Invest in a beer gun or a a counter pressure filler. Right. Okay. Consistency's a lot to do with it. I don't. I won't bottle three beers and send it off. I'm going to bottle. Two six packs, right? And that, so I know, taste one, and and that, right. that I have enough to taste. I know they're pretty consistent on mm-hmm. what they're going to be. Mm-hmm. So I've got these two six packs. Maybe I'm only going to use four of them, but I got some to taste and to send in. I, I also believe, uh, you know, I see a lot of people entering bottles that are reused bottles of this or that, and <clears throat> if you can get those bottles flawlessly clean, okay, go ahead and reuse them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, use brand new bottles. And I see people use, reusing bottles that are just, you know, Skanky. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> you know, don't, you know, if you really want to win, don't buy, enter. Buy a case of bottles. Right. Don't pay nine bucks to enter and then save yourself, I don't know how much is a bottle, 25 cents on a bottle mm. to, you know, end up bottling something and making it stanky. Right. Clean, brand new bottles. That's what I, I don't reuse bottles. Brand new bottles every time. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, I get real upset when I go, oh, I'll get a bottle, I get all this stuff out, and I don't have any new bottles. Yeah. Like, uh, And you cry in your I, pants I, I, and I, head I, out I'm, to I'm the morning. I'm still not going to bottle. I'll put it off till I get new bottles. Okay. All right. I do that, too. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Clearly a winning technique. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of bottling, I did have a question uh, come through in the uh, in the chat earlier. Uh, this particular listener has a, uh, I think it was a, uh, was it a cider? Yeah, it's a cider. Something in cider. Says he's think of entering his cider into a contest, and he's uh, he's only bottled it into twenty two ounce bottles. Now competitions generally require twelve ounce bottles. Is that right? 
There's yes. a range. And particularly the uh, national uh, competition only accepts 12-ounce bottles. Is that correct? Should, well, it's 11 10 to, to 14 10 or something 14, like that. Something but like he, that. he couldn't uh, send in his 22 ounces. Yeah, uh, what, what it really needs to do is it needs to fit in a standard case box because you're going to have this bunch of bottles and you're going to like wrap them up and palletize them. And if you got this bomber sticking out of the box... You know, they're just going to throw it in the corner. Disqualified. It, it doesn't DQ. make the seller master yeah. very happy. Don't okay. piss off the people involved. Okay. All right. So here's his secondary question. Then he's only he wants to enter this cider. He's only got 22 ounce bottles. Is there you any way to open that up and chill rebottle it? it? Chill sure. it down. Okay. Chill your other bottle down. Mm-hmm. Make sure the bottle is spotlessly, flawlessly clean. Brand new bottle. Right. Okay. Uncap it. Gently pour one to the other. It, you'll fill it. You won't lose. Hardly and, any carbonation. And maybe flush the bottle with CO two first. Yeah. And you know, I I bottle a lot that way um, for competitions. So the important thing is that you have the beer and the bottle at exactly the same temperature. Yeah. You know, the bottle needs to be nice and dry, needs to be cleaned ahead of time. But if they're the same temperature, the beer isn't going to hit the bottle and undergo a temperature change, which throws out CO two. You know, maybe if this if it's a still cider, it's not going to make a difference either way. But in a beer, it will. If you pour a cold beer into a warm bottle, it's going to foam like crazy, and it's going to be really hard to fill a bottle that way. Ah, now you said dry. I like it wet. Mm. Like most of the brewcasters, I like it wet. Yeah, that's Moist. right. So uh, I, I, I um, go ahead and. Jamil's really keep competitive, keep and he's really pissed about his gay rating. So he's like working on that. <laughs> he was only number four. I, yeah. I, I did that with my meat. I'm actually. pleased I wasn't higher than that. <laughs> I only I, have. I, I keep it. I keep it wet, and and I, I think you get less foaming with a wet bottle yeah, than you do. do with a dry bottle. Okay, but the need, the, 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 the temperature the, change sir, thing matters. Yeah, temperature, but you know the the uh, the moisture, the 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 wetness, a wet surface across the bottle. Uh, eliminates any of those uh, small pockets and pits and and points. It's any any irregularity, anything sharp. Well, I'm always concerned in, about what it would the be bottle wet surface. with. Doesn't you know you could, you, could, you could put a freaking ton of iota four in a bottle. It doesn't matter. It, it's you know the the wetness actually smooths over all those irregularities in the glass surface, and uh, you know you you get far less foaming with a wet bottle. I think. Okay. All right. Any other uh, tips on the on the brewing side? Um, Again, you know, it's not that big a deal to produce good wort, but you know, fermentation and you know, storage and sanitation. If you can't get those basics down, you're not going to place. You may pull one out every once in a random while. Mm -hmm. That does not mean you're a great brewer. I'm sorry, but. You know, if you're if you really have it down, you would place more often than that. And and if you're blaming it on the judges or whatever, you know, the reason you're not placing is not because of the judges, not because of the style guidelines, not because of all this other stuff. It's because you're not brewing, you know, a really high quality beer, not brewing it often enough. Yeah. Right. Now I think Doc could place a lot more often if he brewed more often or you know, but again, there's the risk of uh, being divorced. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if he brewed more often and entered more often, then he'd he'd do better. And and you know, that that's kind of the thing. If if you want a place every year, brew a lot, enter a lot, and it, it better be high quality beer. Yeah. Now, if you're brewing low quality beer, it doesn't mean you shouldn't necessarily enter, but yeah, don't does. don't count your frickin' hopes on uh <clears throat> you know, placing because it's just not yeah, gonna happen. Luck. So you're talking about um, 
brewing techniques and everything to get into the second round or whatever, it, you got to have those down first. We've always said you got to have a great beer up front in the last three, four beers that are out there. It's got to be a great beer. So you better be brewing really good beer to begin with. And that has to do with uh, producing good wort, but it's also the fermentation and the handling after and the, right. the bottling we've talked about, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. That all comes into play with it. And uh, you really got to get that down. And what Jamil was saying, uh, you, you might get a one or two squeaking by once in a while, uh, but that doesn't mean you're, uh, you've got everything down the way you want it. And what Jamil, or JP was saying, if, if you've got a beer that has to, uh, you're trying you, to hit a certain kind of beer, and I'm going to brew this, and you didn't brew it, but you brewed a good beer, you're still just not along the curve as far. Uh, you're not a, not that you're not a great brewer. You, you did a nice clean beer, but you know what? You keep brewing, and pretty soon you're going to be able to hit what you want. Someone says, "Brew this for me." Bam, you can do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the brewing part is earlier on in okay. this whole thing. Okay, way. Think, early. You know, I think you got to be entering your local competitions. I mean, you need to be winning some small things before you can think that you've got a good chance of winning right. some big things. You get the feedback, uh, good, bad, ugly, whatever it you is. You probably get better feedback out of a smaller competition than you do out of the first round anyway. Yeah. It's, it's not so regional. All right, let me go to the phones. I got Chuli on the line, and he's got a question for us. He says right on topic here. Chuli, what's happening, brother? Hey, guys. We're up at uh, sitting at Russian River right now. All right. Nice. You guys. We're in for NHC. Uh, Slowhead and I are in from uh, Orlando, Florida. Very nice. And uh, good to be out of there. the local local brew scene but uh, i want to ask uh, gordon we were i was reading on the plane on the way here uh the nhc issue from last year and he was talking about how he does some kind of technique where he bottles in two liters with a carbonator cap before carb for before competitions and it wasn't real clear on what he was doing so i was trying to understand that yeah um that's a way of adjusting the beer because I keg and you know I want the bottles to be perfect. So judges that don't really, you know, if, if judges are going to be fault finders, they're often fault finders on the things that are most obvious. Like if your beer isn't carbonated enough, or your beer is hazy, or the color is wrong, those are really easy to spot. So don't give judges the sort of easy way to ding your beer. So, I mean, this was a tip I got from Joe Formanak, who also has two Ninkazis. You know, and he said, you know, if your carbonation isn't exactly right, it's easier to fix it in a two-liter or one-liter bottle than it is to fix it in the whole keg. You know, you, you can make sure you have a perfectly clear beer in there, slap a carbonator on it, and get some more gas on it before you put it in the final bottle for competition. So, you know, that's, that's something that works for me. Um, you know, How do you get it from the two-liter into the bottle? Well, just like pour, I talked just about, it, you know, you, you, you know, can't get it carbonated properly, possibly even over carbonated over, a little yeah. bit, and get the damn thing close to freezing. Bottle at the same temperature, right. and then just pour it gently but, and cap on foam. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, a, a wet bottle, a clean bottle, and just easing it in. It doesn't even need to be freezing. You know, in, in the thirties, right slide, slide, yeah. slide it right in. Now, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've always been a proponent of, of now. Little more carbonation going into a uh, competition, right. not a lot. I, I think so. If you're going to miss, miss high because it's going to, it's right. going to, it might be sitting there for a while. Yeah, exactly. and, and you can't add more carbonation at the table. You can shake a little bit out right. of it. Yeah. So. Now, now the thing is, if you think this is a thing that's stopping you from winning, 
Now, if, if a beer's not carbonated versus carbonated somewhere in the general vicinity, you know, that's the, that's the difference. But if you're talking about medium carbonations versus high carbonation, no. That's not what's stopping you from winning. Okay, it's it, it, a judge is going to like. Well, you know, it's kind of medium carbonation versus high carbonation. Yeah, It'll yeah, make yeah, a big difference. You know, I see that in meads. You know, people get people get very picky about. Nah, yeah, that's not sparkling. You know, but well, yeah, I got a mountain of maybe in meads because people people get the heads up their asses. But <laughs> on 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 beers, but it happens. You know, if it's, it's if like, it's it kind of sort of within the range. You know, uh, like an English ale where it's a little lower. Okay, sort of lower. If it's, you know, uh, something that shouldn't be carbonated, you know, okay, you know, close enough to that. And if it should be highly carbonated, any, anything in that range, you're okay. The difference between, you know, uh, you know, one, uh, you know, uh, two volumes and 2.2 volumes, it means no, the judges cannot tell the difference between that. Most judges cannot tell the difference between that. It really doesn't matter. You, you know, if you're talking one volume versus three volumes, absolutely. One volume versus two and a half. Yes, uh, one volume versus two volumes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, but once, I, I once agree you with get that. To, once you get, I'm to talking two, about a major adjustment, right? Right. But once you get to two volumes, uh, close enough to three volumes, close enough to two and a half. You know, if you've got your beer in a keg and it's yeah. and it's been around for a while, right. you, you never know how much That's gas fine. has been on it, but and the, about, the carbonation can drift. Right. But we're, but, we're but, talking about decent judges here too, and and yeah. what Gordon was saying is about the the easy way They're out. Still, oh, it's not carbonated enough. I would rather have it be a little bit over carbonated than a little bit under carbonated. You got a chance, but. But again, and and I think it's a good point. I think it's a good tip. But you know, I know what's going to happen is people are going to say, "Well, you know, it's the carbonation that kept me from winning." It's like, no, you no. brewed shitty beer. That's what kept you from winning. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's not this one little thing that oh, you know, the judges don't appreciate my artistic creativity. It's not oh, you know, the judges really don't understand me. It's not you know, the judges can't feel me. No, <laughs> you know, brew great beer. You sat with JP that during any, the anybody ceremony? anybody can drink and go wow, that's great. And you know, it doesn't matter what the style is, and, the, and if it's a great beer, it's a great beer. Or if it's brewed really well it's brewed really well that's what wins and style is kind of like well all right you know you gotta you gotta find the right style but you gotta brew the great beer to start with fermentation focus on fermentation fermentation temperature pitching rates sanitation all that stuff breathe, if you Camille, focus breathe. on that <laughs> Jesus then Christ. you'll freaking yeah. win all right Julie, you know? if that doesn't answer your question you're in deep shit well, all, <laughs> all, all right. these things we're yeah, talking about are oh small, there was a, there was a caller yeah. <laughs> hey what are you uh, drinking at russian river Oh man, we 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 started early this morning. We started at Bear Republic. Actually, we've been on this for two days. We got in Saturday, so what are you, Jamil? What the hell are you uh, drinking at Russian River? (laughs) Julie, Uh, Julie, DJ Fair yesterday afternoon. (laughs) Julie, uh, Julie, what are you drinking now? Answer the fucking question. (laughs) Oh, sorry. The yeah, yeah, we just had uh, Perdition and Redemption. What are you drinking? We're working our way down the Belgian menu right now. Ishin, Ishin mission. Yeah, <laughs> on the Ishin mission. I like that. Yeah, we should sell that to Vinny. Yeah, there you go. Shirt. Come on out for the Ishin mission. That's the taster yeah. set. The Ishin Next mission. Next shirt. All right, brother. So we'll see you on uh, Wednesday, huh? Yeah, I'm feeling we're calling back in for drunk of the week a little bit later. So all right, we're we'll, getting there. We'll accept it. Thanks, Sweet. brother. Okay, guys. See you later. later. 
had a creepy uh, dream about uh, Vinny last night. Uh-oh. I was dreaming uh, that, uh, me is the one where he's uh, covered in honey cre- the Creepy hill. for Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> it's your uh, dream. I was dreaming that me and Shat showed up at the new brewery, and I hadn't seen it yet. He was excited. Oh, you guys haven't seen the new brewery. Come on in. And before I knew it, he Y'all took his, your clothes off. He goes, yeah, you know, you're swimming you, naked you bent in over the, the barrels. Yeah, you guys are strange. Uh, now he goes... Um, do you, do you guys want to brew? You want to brew in the new system? Out water. I think we've been drinking. And much. me and Shaw were stoked. We were like, "Fuck yeah, we want to brew!" And he goes, "Okay, well, I got a job for you." And he ended up making us like clean out his drains or something. He had this big cool ship that was full of like sewage water. Mung. And uh, he made me and Shad clean out the sewage water. I was having a really difficult time with my germophobia. You're done brewing. But I was like, I was like, but it's 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 Russian River. If this is what we have to go through to brew here, I'm gonna set aside my germophobia and I'm gonna do it. Uh-huh. And uh, we never finished. I woke up. You never oh, finished? Weird. I never got to brew. And I, I imagine never, you finished. And I never finished. Did you go back to bed just to try to get back to in finish? the same dream? I did. I was like, I, I got to finish. I want to brew. I want to brew at Russian s- River. I want to see how my beer turned out. Uh, anyway, that was my creepy dream. <laughs> Sounds right. very good. All right. We're going to wrap up this discussion with entering. Now, we've already kind of covered a little <laughs> bit, so I just want to uh, uh, wrap it up. And I want to give some examples. Now, uh, the two of you, you've, you've Gordon and Jamil, you've both done very well in, in the second round. And you've said throughout the show... You got to enter a lot of beer. Uh, how many how many entries did you put in this year, Jamil? First round, a shitload. <laughs> it was right, like fifty or some ridiculous. More thing. than that, I heard seventy. And how about last year? Last year it was around that too, right? Uh, it was less than that, a little less. But it was yeah, around what forty. Th- this year, I I emptied out my cooler. We how moved, many categories so, are there, Jamil? Answer so the question. I, so <laughs> how many beers did you? So enter? I just took whatever crap I had in the freaking cellar and I sent it in. And that ended no up matter being what? what, a shitload. <laughs> How about you, Gordon? Fifty. I, I hit about fifty uh, exactly. I, I hit about a third. I know how to answer a question. All right, here's a question for you guys. Of those, let's say fifty entries, and certainly uh, specifically in your case, how many were different beers? You see what I mean? Can you? Did you enter the uh, same beer in multiple categories? How many were separate brews? All mine were completely different beers. They completely were completely different recipes. You all didn't double brewed. category anything. No. All right. Brewing classic styles. Okay. I brewed every frickin' recipe in that book. Okay. All right. So all those things get entered separately. Because we've talked about that before, that it's something that you can certainly do. Some beers will, will cross style. How about you, Gordon? Any double uh, styles? Um, not the same beer entered in two categories, but I did I did split. You know, I had a... I made a cream ale and split the wort and brewed one as a lager and entered it as a standard American. Okay. Uh, um, that's what know. I did last year, and they both went second round. Right. So, right. I mean, if you, you know. Because there's a lot of overlap the, between right. the styles. Yeah, one's an ale and one's a lager. So, yeah. you know, pitch a different yeast and, you know. How and, much of one beer do you want? Yeah, right. So, and, uh, you know, I've I've blended some uh, beers to uh, to create different styles. You know, it's all about what, what, the, what the resulting beer winds up being. You know, we talked about if you start out with a certain style, and it's not what you intended. It might be something else. Yeah. You know, suppose it's close to something else. Yeah. You know, suppose, you know, su- you suppose you, you know, overshoot your, uh, you know, pale ale. You know, it might be an IPA. How many categories you enter that cider in, JP? There were a record number of entries in cider. Good. And and how many, how many <laughs> placed in the second round? 
Oh, I didn't have cider. I had a mead. I had one, no, and it went right. through it. Right. Um, so yeah. here's one of the things that's about, the end of my story. About that Leonard. means you're a... <laughs> that's the end of my story. It's, yeah. it's like I feel like yeah, I'm accepting done. an award, Thank and the you, music JP. comes on. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, the Jim, hook. Jamil needs to talk right yeah. now. That's By the right. way, though, you have <laughs> yeah. a 100% Back success rate. Yes. I, I do. Thank you very yeah. much. Well, here's one of the things that annoys the crap out of me about blending beers. So years ago... JP. I used to, I used to enter this this thing called the World Cup of Beer from the Bay Area Mashers. Yeah. Right. And uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, enter, enter, enter. We want you to enter." I'm like, "Okay." So I I entered, and, and they would ask me every year, "Oh, are you can enter. We want you to enter a bunch. We want to like grow this competition. Please enter a, a bunch." I'm like, uh, "Okay." So I'd enter a bunch of beers, and then I get drunken people uh, yelling at me at the competition. Yeah, you you suck because you won. If you didn't enter, I would have won. And then uh, I I remember those right. And then and then then people throwing things at me, and you know a bunch of fucking assholes, if you ask me. Which is why I never enter that competition ever again. Yeah. And uh, you know they can shove it up their ass for all I care. Uh, All that's right. the World Cup of Beer. There, and, uh, there goes your Nashers. sponsoring opportunity. Is there anything you, you know, want to say to him, though? Right. Well, <laughs> no, this is this essentially it, it which, yeah. I, which I told him. That you know, look, I'm, I'm, anniversary I'm, party? Getting, I'm getting frickin' <laughs> abused. You asked me to enter, and I'm getting abused, so yeah. screw you, I'm not entering anymore. Well, they could offer you a little bit of security. <laughs> no, I, I, I really don't care. I don't need to enter. I entered because they asked me to enter and uh, you know, pay my money for, for abuse, so I, I pretty much gave up. But I, you know, I, would, I would do quite well, and they're like, well... It's impossible. So these numb nuts out there going, well, it's impossible for somebody to brew that many good beers. It can't be done. Oh. Okay. No. Well, so they, they said, you must be blending beers. So what did they do? They implemented a rule against blending beers. Mm. You cannot enter a beer that has been blended in how, their competition. How are you going to know? How are they supposed to know Exactly. That? I mean, how stupid are these people? I, I'm I, telling you, I really don't give a shit about these people and, you know, whatever they think. But, you know, I, I want to bring something how, to your attention. Jimmy. How pathetic is that? I want to talk to you about something. How pathetic is it to, to Jamil, beg me to Jamil, enter? Pump your brakes. And then, you know, pump your brakes. Oh, no. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> this is going to help. Dr. Phil is on the line. I'm, I'm I've, been, I've been drinking Doc's beer here. It's got me fired up. God damn it. I just want to give you. A, a glass yes. half full perspective. Uh, you know when you get those amazing basketball players or, or, or any sport, they come in yes. and they actually change the rules of the sport because of how talented the player is. Is that what you're saying, I am? That's what I'm saying. You, oh, they, no, you, you're like the cowboy that gives you, that player you, a this, this club actually, they, they, they change the rules of the sport based on your success. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, instead of being angry about it, you could go, I'm kind of a badass. You know, uh, see well. what I'm saying? I just, I just thought that was so. Or so you're, you're that or. racehorse that they got to weight down. Well, that's not an Damn. or. You know, he, well, is a, he is a bad ad, and they are douches. <laughs> well, it, well, it, it's also it's how it's, pathetic is that? It's uh, right. You, you don't know, know that the people that were. Oh, you're you talking now. Okay, I'll shut up. Sorry. Go ahead. Brew freaking better beer, you you numb nuts. You know, if if you got a problem, brew better beer. You know, a lot of people enter crappy beer. Yeah. And thinking that, oh, the the reason somebody else is winning because they're blending. It's like, well, I, had, I never blended a beer. Well, you should be kudos that you know how to and, blend. And, well, How's that? Well, I, I see nothing wrong with blending either. Somebody asked me, well, what do you mean blending? I'm like, oh, yeah, go ahead. I blend uh, some beers. Yeah, I think so blending is the new black. Everyone's yeah. Commercial right breweries now. blend all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's not a time when Chris Graham doesn't come like, over to my house and he goes to my keggery and he starts going, poof. Puts two of them yeah. together. It's like at least two. And he's, and Why not? Like, what are you doing? Did you? What was the original beer? Yes. Well, then that's that's fine. 
you know, to, to, to be so so whiny and pathetic. It's just, oh, give me a break. Who, what's the club that's helping us out at the anniversary party? The Bay Area Mashers. Got it. There you go. Those are all the volunteers, right? But yeah, and, and they volunteered to help at NHC. Um, so they've, they've done a lot of work behind the scenes for this in, upcoming NHC. <laughs> oh, please. Okay. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Don't think so. I do want to mention a competition that you can enter, and this competition has supported the Brewing, uh, supported the Brewing Network uh, for the last three years. It's our uh, fourth year with them, I think. could be our third year. I think you're it's our fourth year. You're going to make me enter this again. It's called the you? World Cup of Beer. I am going to make you enter it, Doc. And you know what? I just brewed a beer. I'm going to enter it, too. How about them, uh, Um Since you were at my house when I was brewing this last one, <clears throat> yeah. do I have to put your name on it? No. I didn't do shit, did I? I didn't do anything, did I? <laughs> did you? I think I just drank. You brought me a sandwich. I brought you sandwich. <laughs> yeah, you got to put me on the list. Okay. You got to put me on there as assistant brewer. All right, Inland Empire Brewers are having their 22nd annual SoCal Regional Homebrew Championship, and it's a great competition. We, like I said, they've been supporting the BN, and we've been uh, supporting and sponsoring this competition for a few years running. It's going to happen July 25th this year at Main Street Brewery in Corona, California. But you can enter from all over the place. And BNers, you get a buck off if you're a BNer. You can go to the, our forum, you know, brewingnetwork.com/forum, and click on the beer events tab. And you can download a one dollar off coupon. Yes, yeah, buck off. Buck off. I would enter that one. Yeah, you know, no whiners, no complainers, right? No making excuses. Just it's just whatever the competition. I, I think is the last year they, they really wanted to like build the competition bigger and have a good competition, yeah. and they asked the BN to help them out, and they just got right got a thousand fold. Right. It's worked right. well, and yeah. we're asking you to enter again. And I'm going to enter my beer. How about that? And uh, I'm I wait. tasted it. Tell me, it was the, pretty decent. Did you taste my beer? Yes, I did. Oh, how about that? Tell me the uh, dates. Okay. July 25th is the actual uh, competition. That's going to happen at Main Street Brewery in Corona, California, if you happen to be a Southern Californian. Um, But the deadline for entry is noon on uh, July 11th, 2009. That's good noon. Thank you. July 11th, 2009. You can go to hopheads.com for more information. Drop-off entries if you're on uh, the the California side. More beer in Riverside or Concord. Culver City Homebrew Supply. Home wine, beer, and cheese-making shop. O'Shea's in Lagoon. And Nigel and uh, Murrieta Homebrew Emporium. So, like I said, the deadline's uh, July 11, 2009. BNers, you get a buck off. Enter. By the way, support all of those uh, homebrew shops because they're all very, very nice people. Especially the homebrew wine and cheese shop, uh, John down there. Great guy. Great shop. Great people. So there you go. We'll remind you about that, but I want you to put it on your calendar right now and get your beer ready. We've got a very special uh, phone call right now from a very special man with a very special life. I'm not on the phone. Hey, Sully, what's happening? Oh! Hey, hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> hey, 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 Sully. Hey, I got through. Oh, great. <laughs> How are you, brother? My first caller. You know, I'm I'm doing I'm doing well, but I I, I you know I normally like you know I, I kind of agree with everything that uh, Jay Z says, but why is he bagging on the Bay Area Mashers? Why why the harsh? He's all fired up today. I uh, I, I I I used to belong to that club for about two weeks. You did. And, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I sponsored that competition, and wow. I, you know. I, I, I've seen people win a lot of awards there, and I know. But nobody's ever gotten something thrown at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, I, I, I remember when, it, when Jay Z was getting problems because he kept having to go back up there to get yeah. his prize. So I'm going up. I'm I'm getting these prizes, and as I walk back, I'm handing them out to people because I don't need all these prizes. And I'm like, okay, hey, you know, I'm tossing out you know free yeast coupons and T-shirts, and and they're booing you. Know, 
And then, you know, keep some some assholes throwing, like, you know, peanuts at me from the back. It's like, you know, dude, come up up to me and, you know, do it in my face. You know me, man. We'll go toe-to-toe. I don't care if you kill me. I'm going to try and take you out, you know, Now, when you were were accepting your award, were you wearing the Pope outfit? Maybe that set them off somehow. Yeah, maybe you were. No, no. And I'll tell you what what pisses me off even more is these people ask me to enter. They're like, oh, you know, we want to get entries up. Can you please enter some beers? We want you to enter a bunch. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, I wasn't planning on entering, but okay, I'll go ahead and enter, well, we and then I get, I get bad crap. ones. <laughs> yeah, I, get, I, get, I get crap, you know? It's like, well, all right, so please. You know, if you can't control those drunken boys. idiots in your crowd... Yeah, yeah but two things, fine. Jamil. Number one... So I don't judge at that anymore, I don't enter in that anymore, and they can do whatever the hell they please. So you're going to you're gonna get crap because you're on top, number one. No, number, no, number no, two. I'm not, no, I'm just saying, hold on a second. They asked me Hold on a second. Uh-huh. Don't be me. Number one, <laughs> Thanks, you're going to get crap because you're on top. <laughs> no, it, yeah, no. You know, it doesn't matter if you know it. Everybody else thinks it, okay? So it doesn't matter if it's true or not. Hey, Sully, Number two, ha- thank you for Doc, bringing this up, up for again. A I, 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 did I, did wow. I just bring a can of gasoline? Yes, you did. <laughs> so so there are better... Let me say this. There are better brewers out there than me. <laughs> I'm not on top. Go ahead, JP. <laughs> no, JP's done know. now. I think, no, JP unless... had a, I think JP had a point. No, Go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jay Z. Next year, this is what I want you to do. No, I, I'm I, done. I give a lot of money. <laughs> I'm this not entering any freaking competitions. You no, bitches no, win. Just, <laughs> all your gonna... your bitching and whining. <laughs> I'm not entering any competitions anymore. I'm done. Ever? Fuck you all. I'm done. Is, you know, go I'm, ahead. Is this and, your last and this NHC? Is your, yeah, this Screw is you. I'm, I'm going home. Really? I'm done. You heard it here on the video. You're retiring. So all those all those people. There's some fucking bitch in in some some far off place who is whining, complaining about video winning this or that. I called him up to talk to him about this video competition. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, if you and Gordon didn't enter the competition, my club members would have won in the NHC. Oh. Well, Maybe his club hey, members you know, should brew better beer. Exactly. Thank you, Beaver. Oh, yeah, great. So Good job, Beaver. Listen, listen, All listen, you listen. folks, I'm done. No. I'm not going to enter anymore. Really? You guys, okay, he, now me, you can, let, let you can give be you the gods of brewing. Go yeah. for it. If, yeah. There let, would be no winners if losers didn't enter. <laughs> Sully, it sounds like Jamil's okay. whining is what it sounds Sully, yes. No, I'm fucking done. Okay, this is the deal. This is the deal. I mean, look, I, I go to the GABF. You know, I win like a medal, a bronze medal every other year. You know, that's what they give me for just showing up or whatever. <laughs> uh, showing you know, up. I, you know, yeah, sure, maybe once in a while when I see like uh, uh, Vinny up there, Tommy Arthur, I'm throwing shit at them. At, you know, come on. <laughs> you know, they don't know it's me. Right. But uh, <laughs> the bottom line is that you got to keep doing it, man, because you raise the bar. You raise the bar and don't and ignore all those assholes you've got to do it sully i can't believe you just made jameel retire <laughs> i kind of like it actually it's like when john please was on your show he says i'm just gonna make wine now yeah oh right i'm gonna get jameel a t-shirt that says sully made me retire <laughs> and he's not gonna do your show anymore yeah. i really fucked things up now didn't god I? damn it sully and now all i got was he says wine now you have to be here every monday at six please <laughs> Talking about something, talking about watermelon or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be called Can Strong. We're going to do the wa- yeah. <laughs> We're doing watermelon 17. Can you can it? Yeah. I'll tell you what, JP, blow Jay Z and it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be okay. Please. I don't know. Not again. Did you really just retire, Jamil? Is that it? You're off the competition no, circuit I, after I, this I, year? I have no interest. In, you know, He's done. And struggling with these poor, whiny assholes. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, you know. If you didn't enter, I would have won. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> better run out of your better beer. Yeah. God damn, what a, what a whiny asshole, you know? <laughs> God damn. <laughs>
<laughs> so these enough tips for you? You all, you all got this? You know, since he goes, well, it's because somebody else entered that I couldn't win. Somebody well, better entered. Obviously, and... you're not brewing as good a beer as that other person, right? Whoever thought that somebody who's suicidal would be great radio? <laughs> really? I like this. Wish you were like I'm going to step week. away from the phone now <laughs> All right, sorry. and let you clean this mess up. Thanks for the help, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Hey, are you going to be out with us on Wednesday? Oh, yeah. All right. We'll see Is Jay-Z going to be there, or does he <laughs> that Tune in and find out. What, are you going to yeah. throw shit at him? <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Yeah. yeah. Here's your yeast coupon. <laughs> <laughs> Expired. Ah. Oh. All right. Thanks, brother. All right, good luck. Talk him off the ledge, bud. Later. <laughs> All right, thank God for Sully, huh? Good Lord. How you doing, Jay-Z? <laughs> How you doing, JP? Between the two of you today. I'm great. <laughs> you guys need to hug it out. Are we on bad terms? No, I mean just separately. Oh, okay. You <laughs> need to hug closet? out each other's woes. Jimmy, I'll put the headphones back on. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off my mic. I'm All right. I guess we're done with... Uh, Competition, no, Jamil. I've been through. I've been through rough times too. Aww, you'll hugging. be. You'll be fine. They're hugging it out you'll now. You'll be fine, JP. I've been through rough times too. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yesterday. I got cat <laughs> today. This morning, get, tomorrow. Get three cat or get one cat and then make it pregnant somehow. <laughs> and then you have <laughs> more cats. You guys yeah. can be cat friends. We can be cat friends. <laughs> hey, Bradley from the AHA showed up at our house. How about that? Yeah. He has a stupid grin on his face. <laughs> Bradley always has that stupid grin on his face. Every time you see and that and he has that stupid accent too. He, Hello. Lives, he lives in Colorado. And Bradley. Like he, yeah, it's Bradley. Brad, Bradley. It's like you should have a cowboy hat on and spurs. Oh, no, let's, let's get him on the mic. Yeah, yeah. We're, just, we're gonna take it all out on Bradley. He'll be less angry now. than Jamil. Yeah. yeah, apparently Jamil's mic is open now, Bradley. Yeah, yeah you, it's all yours, buddy. Hey y'all. <laughs> see what I mean? That silly accent. That goofy accent. Throw those headphones on so you can hear what's happening. Be rad. What's going on? You're here for the whole conference next week, huh? That is correct. I'm getting fired up. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Did you uh, see how many brewers our boy Shats lined up for uh, Pro Brewers Night? Like twice of what we had last year. Very impressive, sir. What do we got? 52, Shat? 52. 52 professional have, breweries. Have puke buckets in the center of the room. I mean, that's going to be huge. <laughs> Good idea. Thank you. And that's just the first night. Yeah. Actually, the second night. Jamil's going to enter those in competition next year. <laughs> <laughs> and win. <laughs> and win. <laughs> and get yelled at. Yeah. You entered puke and won. My puke would have won. <laughs> you wouldn't have entered. <laughs> Your puke is too acidic. <laughs> you vomped them. Oh, man. That's a different category. Yeah. How stoked are you to be in Oakland, Bradley? <laughs> I'm getting my props up in Oaktown, man, for sure. Yeah? You going to go uh, walk in the streets tonight to see what's happening down there? Yeah, you're a nice little white boy. <laughs> yeah. you last a while. <laughs> nice little piece of ass walking around Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> Whip out the southern accent for them. Yeah, oh, they'll love that. We have a new head of the list. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be traded for a pack of Marlboros in no time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I got Adam from Michigan on the line. He's got a question about fermentation, uh, I guess, for Gordon and Doc. <laughs> for Gordon and Brad. Yeah. Adam, what's happening, brother? Hey, guys. Uh, what you got? I got a little freaked out. I remember Plisse saying <laughs> that once Jay-Z starts drinking, he gets all lovey and stuff. 
I know he's kind of going opposite. Uh, this is angry Jimmy. Isn't that you're ready to kick somebody's ass in the parking lot. Uh, he'll be all love in like eight so, minutes. Uh, anyways, this might be for Gordon. I did. Uh, I did Jay Z's uh, Belgian double uh, about two months ago. And um, I, I hit, I had everything going just right. I did go, I did go a few points high on my original gravity and went up to 1070. That's fine. And uh, and then I ended up, um, it ended up fermenting out to uh, 10.05. And one difference was between, well, there was, I had two differences between recipe and one process difference. I, I did mash like at about 147 to 149 was the range in my mash ton. And uh, and the other thing was that, like Tasty was talking about, a couple times a day during uh, during high croissant, I was rousing the fermenter. Um, could that uh, could that make up for that big of a of a drop in final gravity? I went down to ten oh five. Well, it depends on your grist on how fermentable that was, but you definitely the things that you were doing you were brewing for attenuation so i'd Uh say you know you got what you started out for actually double was the first all grain batch that i ever made and i was like shocked at how attenuated it was so yeah it really dropped out i was able to get i was able to use the uh the the dark candy syrup um and and like i said everything was right on but i I was really surprised that because i mean I, i think attenuation wise um, I was supposed to get in the neighborhood of like 81%, and I think I went way over that, closer to the 90 point. So, um, well, Belgian beer, I, should, I used- Belgian beer should be dry, so you know that's good. It just you know taste it and see how it goes because you might not be able to tell the difference. But if it seems sort of like thin and like rocket fuel, you can protect yourself yeah, a, on mashing like I, that I'm if about- you just throw some carapils in it or something because that won't. Uh, okay. You know, regardless of your mash temperature, you're not going to be able to uh, ferment that out. Okay, now, so could, with the mash temperature, the, the recipe call, usually when I do Jay-Z's recipes, uh, I end up within a point or two whenever I follow, whenever I follow his instructions as far as uh, final gravity. And this one about seven points low. Um, could, uh, could, two, could two degrees in mash temperature do that, going south on, on, the, on the mash temperature? Bradley, um, what do you think? <laughs> no. As Jamil shakes his head fiercely in the background, I say no. No. Is he going to kick my ass in the parking lot? <laughs> he might. I hope Only so. if you throw something at him. It's going to be funny. <laughs> Don't have any peanuts on your on your person when you run into him. <laughs> Jamil says to email him. He'll uh, answer your question. No, I mean, you're, uh, you're, you know, you have to make sure your mash temperatures were really accurate. So, you know, make sure you're... You know, yeah, all your measuring is all calibrated. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it could have gone lower. But, you know, two degrees isn't going to make a big difference no matter where it is. You think you could have picked okay. up something like a wild yeast to take it down to 05? I don't know. How's it taste? Herpes. It, it tastes really good. I was a little surprised uh, seeing that, that it bottomed up that low. It still has, uh, you know, it's, it's, still ha- it's still a nice multi. It doesn't taste as dry as it is, you know. Uh, my my, I had my wife drink it, and she she has a much better palate than I do, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> and uh, and she didn't and she didn't believe she wouldn't have guessed that it was as dry as it was. No, that's cool because so that's I, that's actually the the sort of the character you're looking for in a Belgian. So you know, yeah, relax. Okay. Don't worry. Have a homebrew applies here. Sounds sounds like you're you're probably okay. Thanks, Adam. All right, hey, thanks a lot. All right, brother. Later. Bye. Bradley, I bet that saying rings in your head every day. Relax. Don't worry. Have a homebrew. 
It does. It's, our, it's my mantra. Do you all have to get it tattooed across your chest when you work is for it, the BA? Is, is it big letters in the office? Oh. I was going to ask, is it painted on the wall? Right, big letters it's across not. the office. Is it? Is no. it like over the doorway or anything? Come on, it's somewhere in there. <laughs> it's it, not painted. There. Not painted. No, but it's like a plaque. <laughs> in the bathroom stalls. Carved <laughs> into the paint. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, because well, you guys do some hole. stressful stuff. It's not all fun over there. I mean, putting together these uh, these kind of, kind of conferences, the GABF, you know, you guys get pretty freaked out in there. It's got to be said to you guys kind of regularly. Like, you guys start to freak out, and they say, go read the plaque, Bradley. <laughs> go to the plaque spot. Go read the, go read the wood sign. The private room. Read the wood. <laughs> read the wood. The wood. <laughs> Right, he's not talking. He's not talking because it's it's true. Because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. It's actually a neon sign. <laughs> yeah, Above Beaver. each person's desk. Mic's off, Beaver. Shut up. Mike's Kyle off, is on the phone with a question about caking. Caking? Caking. Caking? caking. I like cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Especially when I jump out of them. <laughs> not really, no. Hey, Cal, what's happening? Hey, how are you doing? Doing all right. You got a kegging question for us? Yes. Um, well, I've uh, I've always bottled. I've never kegged before. Um, so I'm kind of, you know, just uh, piecing bits and pieces of information together. Um, I recently got a 16 uh, cubic foot chest freezer um, that I'll be keeping my beer in. And um, what I want to know is, does, uh, is your keg need to be connected to the CO2 at all time, or can you just force carbonate No. Um, and let it sit there? Yeah. Yeah, you can f- carbonate it anytime. You just want to make sure there's some gas on it because if you don't have enough head pressure on there, you know, the, it can leak out. So check it every so often. Make sure your keg seals are good. Um, you know, spray your keg when it's under pressure with some soapy water solution. Check for bubbles. Mm-hmm. But if it can hold pressure, no, don't have it on. Uh, if, if you have your if you have your gas on your keg all the time and you do have a leak. You know, all you'll do is wind up with flat beer in an empty uh, tank. Yep. So, make sure the beer is cold before you try to carbonate it. Yeah, so. I mean, when I, when, I, when I keg, I put some head pressure on it right away um, and then go get it cold and then come back the next day and, mm-hmm. and shake some gas into it. But, yeah, you want to carbonate okay, it because it's cold because uh, the CO2 will dissolve into a cold liquid uh, more readily than a warm right. one. But no, no, and, don't, don't have your tank on it. No, you don't okay. have to have to tank. How, how long is that beer going to stay fresh? And does it take a while for it to go stale? That depends on the beer. <clears throat> it depends on your handling, too. And, it, and yeah. as we talked about earlier, Good sanitation. If, you're, if you're brewing it right and you're brewing properly, then uh, some beers will last you forever. I've had, you know, I've got beers and kegs for, you know, six, seven, eight years, and they're fine. Oh, wow. Now, if it's my beer, All right, cool. um, next week is about its life. It was already dead before he started. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're anything like me, then you know drink just drink, drink fast sure, when you when you rack and it often. to another keg. Make sure it's already got CO2 in the other keg. Yeah, check out the you know actually if you go on the uh, AHA website, they posted some old articles from past Zymergies, and one of the ones they have on there is the kegging issue article. I know that's I know okay. that's one of the things on there. So so you know do a search on the AHA website and look for that because that's a really good really good guide to kegging. It was from a uh, Zymergy special issue, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Can you confirm that, Bradley? I think it was 97. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Cal. Oh, perfect. Thanks a lot, guys. Good luck, brother. Happy uh, kegging. Uh, and, I mean, seriously, uh, yeah. say good bottling sucks balls. It does. So uh, good for you, Cal. <laughs> you take a two-hour right job on. and turn it into a 10-minute job. Yeah. Yep. And, Cal, next time, don't run while you're asking questions, would you? <laughs> 
<laughs> Catch you later. Sound like he's on a treadmill. All right, here's what we're going to do. Last Jane, break. stop this crazy thing. Let's get Jamil fired up again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sully. Uh, you still out there, buddy? <laughs> Thank you. He had to step outside, I think. Give he's... us a call back. We're going to get Jamil back. I think he's outside calming down. He's outside centering. He's heated. So, Gordon, do he's, you he's, and he's, Jamil he's... have a, like, a heated rivalry? No. No. Uh, uh, friendly competition? No. No, no, no. no. Um you know, there's there's oh, trash talk. Rub it in his face. Oh, you see this one? No, there's 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 trash talk that goes on, you know, among brewers. I mean, Joe Foreman at Chris England, you know, people people that, you know, are in contention, you know, we all give each other crap, but you know, really we all really respect each other really well. Yeah. So Yeah. All right. Everybody else is somewhat less. I gotta get yeah. us to a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Love it. Man. BN. BN Studios, like the Lakers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? Are they winning? How Everybody's, many, how many people did o- we knock up in the commercial? Everybody else is okay, but, you know, we're like the Lakers. JP's Kobe Bryant, aren't you, JP? I don't, I don't get it. You have a big schlong. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I... Because and he rapes girls in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't uh, yeah. rape that girl. Yeah. She wanted it. All right, last she just break. Didn't know it. And it's going to be quick. We'll come back, and I got the Drunk of the Week to give away, so get those calls ready. I've got some Belgian candy sugar to give away, and how about a pound of hops to give away from Nico Bruce? We'll Stick around. We'll be right back. Pound You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. White Labs. It's all in the vial. What's funny is, Bruce would say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. beer, (laughs) The The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. I need to start drinking a lot more. Why? It was crazy. Not having a good day. Because he's not angry enough. Yeah, I'm not angry enough. <laughs> Can't keep up with Jay Z. <laughs> um, let's talk. I'll I'll give you some pointers on that. <laughs> I'm gonna be an angry, upset young man. <laughs> and I just caught wind that like Baloo's coming over. <laughs> you look terrified. How did he get the address? I don't know. Bevo. Oh. Oh. So let me ask you this, Bevo. If people in the chat room are asking you for the address here, you're just giving it to them. No. No. <laughs> He said he was right down the street, and he was like, "What's the address again?" 
Yeah. Stalky. So, so the answer to if people are asking for the address, you're just giving it to them is yes. Not just anybody. Oh, but Baloo. <laughs> Great. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that. Uh, well, I, I gave it. Because she's like, what's the address here? And I didn't know. And he gave it to me. So I gave it to her. Hello. You hear that? Hello. Sam? I gave it to her, Sam. <laughs> All right. Put, put away the food. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we won't yeah, <laughs> when I, Baloo gets here. You know, I had dinner set up for everybody. Now now it's all offset by like half. The house, the house is going to list to the left when he wants I had food for 12. Now I have food for six. <laughs> you know? How far away is he? How, what T minus what? Yeah, he's probably in Stockton. He's he's probably not, he's probably in Nevada. <laughs> oh, I, I was close. What's yeah. the address again, he'll Bevo? Be, he'll be at your door at four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. He's in Las Vegas. So should I not do that anymore? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you should probably ask. So I got a question, Jay. See, everybody else, everybody else gets to go home. I live here. I'll be sitting here with Baloo until three in the goddamn morning, talking about who knows what, talking about how well he fits into a lunch meat shirt. <laughs> so I got a question for you. So what's hotter than Bevo sitting there reading the bikini issue of Maxim? <laughs> Only if she didn't have that undershirt on under the overshirt. What's yeah. with the overshirt that goes under the boobs? It's a boob focuser. Is really it, is. What it is. I don't know. It's well, like, on sale. Like let's have, let's, <laughs> It's like a white I shirt see. and then a red undershirt, but it focuses. So do you just see this swath of red. Yeah. It's right. really, really poor. I got drunk of the week calls. Uh, I've got one on Skype. Let's do that one first. Looks like I have Robert on Skype. I think it's a drunk of the week call. Robert, what's happening? Maybe he's testing his What's up, brother? How are you, man? Good, man. What's going on? <laughs> you called us? Yeah. <laughs> uh, was this a drunk of the week call? Uh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, get us started. Hey, guys, what are... I, I, I hear two different things going on right now. What's up? Nah, that's just the way it goes. So, uh, what have you had to drink? Uh, half a keg of Jamil's ESB. I think it went wrong, though. I don't know. <laughs> what went wrong? The beer? Enter it. Or, or the drinking? <laughs> I think it's toxic. <laughs> Did you just rip I'm, ass? It, it tastes like grapefruit. I have no idea. Uh, I don't so, know. It's probably Jamil's fault. You should throw peanuts at him when you see him. <laughs> Did he just asphyxiate himself? <laughs> 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 a Hendrix <Caradine>. moment. Yeah, <laughs> a little Carradine. No, yeah, 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 it, it, goes, it goes well you know, every time, but uh, I guess it's one of those. I don't know. All right. And so you've had a few of them tonight, huh? Oh, yeah. It's, it's killed the keg night. All right. Where are you calling from? Connecticut. Where in Connecticut? Stanford. Uh, rich kid. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents probably bought you that keg, didn't they? <laughs> rich boy. <laughs> richer. You richer. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Right. What year is your Corvette? <laughs> he grunts a lot. He grunts. He's the only guy on the show that grunts more than I do. I know. He's upset, isn't he? He's grumpy. He is grumpy. What do you think he's all grumpy about? He's uh, me. I don't even know. What a grumpy dick. <laughs> all right, Robert. You're in the running for Drunk of the Week, man. You got it. Those weren't even, like, words, well, really. Uh, uh, I got some other uh, calls to take, uh, all right? I'll, but, but you're in the running. Nice. Uh, right. Was that flatulence? I don't know. Not sure what it was. Except for funny. <laughs> all right, I got brew chemist on the line. Also calling for drunk of the week. What's happening, brother? 
What's going on? Calling in from Colorado, Bradley. How do you like that? Nice. Yeah. Be red. How's the weather? Bradley's not home if you want to go there. <laughs> we had like a tornado or some shit earlier. Oh, yeah? Must have taken his house uh, and all his possessions. Uh, <laughs> all right, so give us the rundown. What do you have to drink? Um, I had a, a brewery, I'm a gang, Hennepin, and uh, the Jolly Pumpkin La Rojoje or whatever the hell that shit is. Yeah, whatever those Mexicans say. La Roja. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Yeah, La Roja. Great, Roja. great beer, by the way. Yeah, it was delicious, but yeah. who the fuck knows how to say it? Yeah. I don't know. Apparently you know how to you. drink it. No, not you, no. Yeah. Everybody else in the world. <laughs> yeah. What else? Well, it pours into a glass. So it's That's all you need to know. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. Later on into the toilet. That's all you need to know. <laughs> what kind of beer do you have? Well, I don't know. Whatever it, pours it into the glass. already the toilet. Mm. Anything else? And a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of Tommy Knocker. Tommy Knocker. All right. That's uh, be done later. The mix pack of the Tommy Knocker. Oh, the mix pack. Yeah, at least you're specific. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's mostly gone, though. Is that popular out there, Brad? The Tommy Knocker gets it gets knocked up a little. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's the, in the mix? The maple pack? brown. The maple browns. The mix. Okay. Yeah, the the maple browns real good. I had the imperial and maple brown the other day. That's the was butthead Bach. Like Pickaxe pale. I like the way this guy talks. Yeah. The imperial butthead. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but I like it. It's kind of like B Rad's. Stupid accent. <laughs> I'm not from Colorado originally. No one is. No one is. Where are you from, Lorigillary? <laughs> Delaware, actually. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> where, where That's the guy from Alabama. Yeah, I was going to say Alabama over here. <laughs> State envy. All right. Well, I'll put you in the running. What the hell? Sound, sound well, right. hey, if this might help out, I was already on the phone with my girlfriend because she, she flew back east for the weekend and I was, I've hung up on her, threw up, and then got back on the phone with her. Oh, yeah, that definitely. Bonus point. Well, you know what? If the she would have been there, you would have just thrown up on her, and it would have been bad. The only thing that would have sealed I, the deal I, is if you did that on the line with us. Uh, yeah, hey, give me a couple more minutes. All right. I'll try to call in. If Bevo would have picked up the phone. All right, Bevo, you pay attention Bevo. to that thing over there. Here, all right, here's She's your pass. Like Jamil. Don't even say hello. If you have to call back and do that, just to Bevo, just say puke. As soon as she says hello or brewing network, you say puke. She'll give me the sign to put you right through. If you could well, puke on air, I think that'd help your chances. Yeah. It, it generally does. It yeah. generally does. Yeah. The last person who did it won Drunk of the Year Yeah, <laughs> last yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's your keyword, all right? If you call back, just say puke. And then we haven't heard from no. him ever again, really. All right, brother. Yeah, Whatever good. happened to Ragdy? Wow. He, he, threw up, he threw up on the air and then uh, passed out, and I haven't heard from him. You know what happens? <laughs> he hurt his liver. Most people who win Drunk of the Year, you know, they go for it all year. They're all excited about it. Like and when they tech. get it, yeah. they're so ashamed of themselves. <laughs> and their wives are so ashamed that they never come back. Let's go down the list. MedTech, Med our yep. first drunk of the year, MIA. Yep. Yes. Second drunk of the year, Ragdy, MIA. Yeah. Out of there. Drunk of the year nominee, Dr. Scott. Haven't seen him hammered since. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Amazing, isn't it? You know, these guys go for it all year. You give them a little recognition, they fucking shrivel up, you know? so That's why I prefer not to win any awards. Yeah, that means I'm still a ma- badass. I'm waiting for the drunk of the year to win it and to, to own it, to stand up and own it like the prestigious award that it is. <laughs> so if you had the choice, JP, yeah, you would just deny, deny, deny. I'm not going to accept that award because I don't want to fade out. He, he doesn't get honored with any kind of awards. Don't kid yeah. yourself. My oh, we cat. got a call from Denmark coming in. <laughs> My cats leave me presents. Tour is on the line from Denmark. Are you calling tour. for the drunk of the week tour? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always like Drunk of the Week calls from Tor, because uh, even when he's sober, he sounds the same. Yeah. He's got a stupid accent <laughs> stupid like Bradley. Accent. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you really from Alabama, Tor? And you're... <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, I am from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am from yeah, Alabama. I just moved to Denmark, you know, to get a, a change of scenery. Yeah, and, uh, and to be cool. Do you know Thomas home, Eibner? You know, he's from Denmark. And stuff like... Yeah. You know. uh, what time is it there, Tor? Um, almost uh, five thirty. Mm, that's a good morning. man. That's in the morning, folks. It's Monday morning. Yeah, in the Monday morning. Monday morning. All right. Uh, what have you had to drink, good sir? Well, I had a couple of um, red Kenya from my local um, uh, microbrewery. All right. So it, it's a sour beer. Uh, with, 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 I can't even speak now. It's probably because you've got that microphone inside your mouth. <laughs> oh, or wherever. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, it's made with the Kenya seeds and uh, some uh, cherry and stuff. And it's really good. And nice. some other African shit. <laughs> What's Kenya seeds? <laughs> seeds come from Kenya. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah, of course. Like tribal seeds. Yeah. We have some American flowers. All right. You had anything else to drink? Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to kill off my Simcoe APA because it's um, it's not good anymore. It's a Simcoe. <laughs> so I need to get rid of it. I like your style, Thor. Yeah, it it just had to die. Um, it got got almost halfway. So yeah, Thor. How many times have you? Uh, how many times have you won Drunk of the Week from me? Never. Never. No, actually, one. I was in the running for drunk of the year, but ah, well, if, to be but, in the running for drunk of the year, you had to win drunk of the week. I think. Yeah, I think yep. so. He's so drunk. He Unless I gave him a pass, <laughs> he doesn't remember yet. Well, I think yeah. the, the problem is we have to ship a medal to him. That's right. The problem. Yeah. <laughs> I was right. Yeah, disqualified. He's always like knocked down, hammered. I'm like, nope. No good. <laughs> no good. But I'm beating grandmothers. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting on skin suits. <laughs> nope, no oh good. <laughs> I'm going to give it to a brew chemist over there with that stupid uh, Denver accent. Aww. Aww. All right, now you're in the running tour. I'm going to put you in the running, and if you win, JP's going to go ahead and take care of the shipping. Oh, I love Yeah, JP. John Palmer will take care of that. <laughs> just going around trying to figure out what brewcasters still have jobs. Sam will I take care of the shipping. Okay. Autograph. <laughs> Pickle joke. You want my photograph? Uh, yeah. No, I got your autograph on my shirt. Oh, you did? Oh, you got that. Yeah, yeah. Because he won the draft system. Oh. But we couldn't ship the the, the CO2 tank, and he was so such a good dude. you sent an autograph shirt instead? So, well, I, how did asshole. we talk about it? We, no, it's worthless. No, we, we took out the tank. We took out the tank, and he was like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, and I said, I'll send you a hoodie. And I think either he or I said, uh, yeah, and I'll sign it for you. And he said, yeah. And I said, oh, fuck it. All right. Yeah. So who, can, who can walk around with a big JP's? <laughs> Signature on their backs. Yeah. Not many, I tell you that. Not, me. not, not even Denmark. a D- not even a DNA signature like I usually do. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? All right, Tour, you're in the running, my friend. Okay. Cheers. Thanks, brother. Later. Later. How can Tour out of one man? Kids hardcore every time. Five in the morning there. Yeah. Monday morning, yeah. he's hammered, and he's going to work. Yeah. He always does. He goes to work on Mondays. I didn't know he could. Winner, right? I didn't know later was popular in Denmark. <laughs> All right, cheers. Later, later. <laughs> I'm in Denmark. No, you're not. <laughs> he's he's Fucking, next door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're in Portland. He's right here in Pacheco. It's a Pacheco accent. Stalking you again. <laughs> Pacheco accent. <laughs> I have Brownie, the one-eyed alien. <laughs> 
Of course. Of course you do. Oh, on the phone. Yeah. On the phone. Got it. <laughs> on the phone from I North Carolina. I thought you went to one of those. Of I thought you had one of those Tupperware parties for sex toys or something. <laughs> where's, Brown, where's Brownie been? No. Okay. Oh, uh, Brownie, the one-eyed alien. What's happening? Been to one of those though. Hey man, what's up? I was actually falling asleep on you, but I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, oh, that's too bad. You calling him for drunk of the week? Yeah, I'm gonna try at least. Where are you well, calling from? Keep trying to call in. Um, North Carolina, right. about uh, yeah, 11.30 or something. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I was worried there for a second. And the police aren't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what have you had to drink? Um, all right. I started with some uh, a homebrew R-I-I-P-A, uh. and then uh, some other beers, and then I went to my neighbor's cabinet and made a makeshift white Russian. Wait, wait, your neighbor's and, cabinet? What happened there? They're and, not there. Uh, <laughs> I, I found some stuff, and I made a kind of a white Russian, and then I went to my freezer, and that I wasn't found... Milk. I went, <laughs> yeah. I and then I dug Jack up Daniels. my wife in the backyard <laughs> and danced with her till dawn. <laughs> yeah. She's a good dancer. Not much a talker, what, though. Yeah. What? Oh, be quiet. Right. <laughs> our, our fault. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry for putting on a show. Jack, Jack mixed with a bunch of schnapps. It's like got me in a little different place. Yeah. Jack mixed with a bunch of schna- schnappy. Mm. It's got him in a different place. Yeah. No, it's not a good yeah. thing. Not a good thing to mix. For example, I'll JP you, sounds, sounds real schnappy hot Jack. right now. That sounds like the worst thing. In the yeah. history of things, why did you? Uh, I still, I still get, didn't get a clear yeah, well, answer. How did they, how's that a white Russian? Well, why were you at your um, neighbor's house getting? Like, are your neighbors home and awake? No, not now. I left there. I mean, they may <laughs> not awake anymore. <laughs> they ran out of alcohol <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. They are taking that no, big I sleep in the sky. <laughs> when left some alcohol behind. What's with all the schnapps so, mixing? Do you do you go like uh, around the bars and like take everyone's half filled drink and put it in your drink? That's called a Rambo. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. So, got a name for it. Actually, if you, to, if you go to the back of a bar, you can find a lot of shit in the garbage can. I mean, you can just mix all kinds of shit. Really, really, yeah. But, and also, if you stand on the street with a corn with a tin cup in your hand, you can get yourself some spare change. People just give you change. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. at a Taco Bell with that. <laughs> Good to know. I'm not there yet. I'm a dollar millionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think okay. he's in there. What's this guy's name? Brownie, the one Brownie, I alien. The, yeah, I don't know. All right, well, don't yeah, ask. He said he wasn't so. drunk enough for Taco Bell yet, though. Oh, no. what a well, dick! No, no I think he wasn't poor well, enough for Taco. You know, I think we need we do we do need to, to plan on some lines here. Like, uh, does it count if he's drinking booze? I, I, yeah, I think it was, right. hey, he's drunk of the week. How did he get there? His neighbor's booze? <laughs> Whatever. That's schnapps. true. That's uh, schnapps yeah. at that. Yeah, that's but impressive. schnapps. That's that's going to tear down the yeah. the the uh, you know. It's highest have, award. Doesn't you have can to be a quality win. buzz. I agree with Doc on this one. Uh, yeah, it, it's right. a, it, alcohol is alcohol at yeah. this point. I mean, we're not talking about uh, just checking. I just want to make sure. Yeah, we're not giving away connoisseur of the week. Crafted buzz, you know, award. No, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, when I won my first yeah. one before I got here, I had two strawberry margaritas, and then I pounded a bunch of beer. So. You can yeah. start with anything. I just want to. I just want a medal. Started with Sammy. I just want. I just. To, you didn't listen. win anything. Yet. <laughs> I just. I just, just want something to hang next to my wife's head. 
And if that could be a medal, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, she's gone. <laughs> she's gone. Oh, I used to love her. It's too late, then, I guess. Yeah. I keep waiting for Baluda to walk through that stupid door and fill up that whole door frame, and Schumann has to lube the side to get him in. Belly. What? Rub his belly. <laughs> Rub said, his belly. Oh, <laughs> bring you good luck. It's like I'm kneading dough. Ah. You don't need no dough. <laughs> All right, you're in the running, Brownie. Yeah, you are. Thank you. All right, brother. Later. Who uh, was the grunter I, I, again? <laughs> the grunter was... Uh, 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 brew chemist, I think, was the grunter, uh, right? Uh, the first uh, guy. He's the, oh, it was the first guy? That was Robert from Connecticut. He's the grunter. Yeah, you're right. He was the grunter. Uh, I'm going to write that note down. Thank uh, you, Bradley. Bradley the grunter. El grunter. How's the uh, the uh, bus ticket raffle going? That's what I don't know. You got to ask the B, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Figure that out. I got some other things to give away, too. Uh, I got some Belgian candy sugar I got to give away. Oh, and a pound of hops from Nico Brew. Our new sponsor over at Nico Brew. Got a lot of hops over there. And uh, he wanted to give away a pound of hops to somebody. And he, said nice. I, he said I can give it away any way I want. Keep so oh, maybe we ought to give it to Drunk of the Week. Or we can keep it for lunch meat and do lunch meat Olympics. No. Okay. Let's mm. check it. Yeah. You're, your ideas are both dumb and, <laughs> and irrelevant. Worthless. Well, I'm never going to give you another idea again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's what we'll do. Uh, pound of hops goes to Drunk of the Week. Irrelevant. So, uh, really? <laughs> And uh, don't worry, we'll hug it out, just like you and Jay-Z. You guys are all friends again now, right? You and Jay-Z? I didn't know we weren't fine. friends in the first place. He's uh, he's raiding your, your kitchen, by the way. He's not in the, not in the room. <laughs> he is. He's the, like raiding your refrigerator. He's like throwing pots around. <laughs> he likes condiments. Do you think Jay-Z will go on a quest with JP and I? Probably. Oh. At this point, he's probably ready to wield some swords, if that's what you mean. <laughs> a quest for the magical Greek elixir. <laughs> Sword swallower. It, it, isn't that um, Jack Daniels and Schnapps? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's olive oil and a punch to the face. I'm, I'm, curious. <laughs> I'm curious to know what kind of Schnapps. He said a bunch of. A bunch of, yeah. Yeah. So, which is my favorite kind. <laughs> yeah. New from Smirnoff. A bunch of schnapps. <laughs> Depends on how kind. old the neighbors are. Free. <laughs> yeah. Stolen schnapps. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I've got uh, Blobby Gleeby Gloopy Glop on the line. He wants. Hi, you know, an update on his BFF for NHC. Creepy picture he posted in the forum. Which what? Which creepy one? How awesome <laughs> is that? It's so gross. No, it's great. Hey, Blueby, what's I, happening? I I tried to oh god capture the essence of of lunch meat. Blueby, you captured lunch meat better than anybody I've ever seen in my like you outdid even uh creepy fat Baloo. <laughs> he was I, on his way by the way. Oh, I love those pictures. If you go to the forum, what's it under? Where's it at? Uh, I'm uh, for listener it now. Pi- listener picks. All right, go to L- listener picks. Listener pic- pictures, yeah. And you will see this douche uh Blueby Glop in a lunch meat shirt. The very same it's, lunch he's meat shirt. dancing in the hall. The very same lunch meat shirt that Glooby Glop put on in his big fat body. Uh but it, it's like skinny Blueby Glop pulling he's wearing nothing but this lunch no meat pa- shirt. No pants. No pants. Pulling no it down pants. just below his sack line. Oh, and flopper! Uh, oh, it's awesome! Oh, it's it, so it, awesome! What was the what was the the, the main Bebo? thread? No, they're, we're looking now. They're, they're, uh, JP's trying to pull Be- it up. Bebo, you haven't now. seen it yet. No. I oh, I want to see your face when you see this. <laughs> yeah. But what was that main thread, Blobber? It, it was. Let's uh, look for uh, also, uh, Baloo versus that's versus uh, Blobber. 
By the way, there's another broad with cleavage in the studio right now besides Bevo, which is very, pretty rare. Her eyes are up there. Oh, please. sorry. <laughs> if you trying. be respectful. What's that? Is, are you on a date with Schumann right now, girl in the corner? Are you taking the tour? With cleavage? <laughs> could, you you please, a, could you please read the maximum are you two? A, use that microphone. Are you a, a Schumann date? I guess. Yeah. No! One, a one of many? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're like his fifth one today? Yeah, I had two sheet before, and this is definitely the best one so far. Uh, when I like you, did uh, when you when you first dated Schumann, did he offer to give you the tour <laughs> and the hamburger? Yeah, he did. <laughs> it's his move, man. He doesn't have another move. It's the, it's always the tour. It doesn't matter if it's his house. If it's uh, he could be in somebody else's Volkswagen Beetle, and he'll go, "Hey, have you seen the tour?" She just well, saw the would, picture. What would you do if you were me? <laughs> I guess I'd do the same that thing. That is terrible. And is okay. that blue? Okay, everybody has to describe Bevo's face. <laughs> you just saw the, the picture of Blubberglom? Uh, it's awesome, right? That is so heinous. <laughs> She's repulsed. She's poking her eyes out now. If by heinous you mean awesome, then like, yeah. I don't know what's yes. more creepy. The fact that like the t-shirt only comes to his sack line or his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> yeah. Or his sack line only comes yeah. to his <laughs> oh, uh, I, I think, think I'd be hanging up now. It's so cre- I love you, Blopper, but I, damn. Listen, but only from a distance. I think it's, it's that creepy look on his face. It's not only Don't stellar. You want to be hanged he up wants to, me? to snuggle struggle somebody. <laughs> yeah, he does. Snuggle He's gonna. Struggle. Someone's gonna have the snuggle struggle this week with old Don't Blopper Blop. Don't you want to be handcuffed to me? Oh man. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> we should just handcuff him. We should just uh, handcuff him. He's, he's handcuffed to himself. <laughs> Walk around in an orange jumpsuit with handcuffs on. Creep himself out all yeah. night long. Then he couldn't post pictures like that. <laughs> Good. How, how about uh, you just run around the whole convention just with that shirt? Period. Oh, man. Bradley, yeah, this is well, what you're I in for when you come to our hometown. Oh, no, you, you, have, a, you have the ticket Junk. to get in. Uh, all right, so, Blobber, what's the deal? Uh, do you have a BFF or I have to choose you one? Well, I guess uh, someone's got to win because everyone else has to be a loser. <laughs> that's a good point. Who's going to win? <laughs> so, that's, his look. What's that, Jay-Z? His voice matches his look. I know. That's, that's what really I, what's disturbing. I love this kid. He's, I'm telling you. I was going to ask you to you know, babysit my kids. <laughs> <laughs> was. Yeah. So you saw the photos. I think, I I think no, it should I'm be Baloo. Oh, it's my wife saw the photos. You know what's sad is I just got rid of Koala Crash's band van. And after looking at this picture, I think he Whopper, needs a van. He could have used our van. Yeah, it's like the poster boy for statutory rape. What I think's going to happen is um, we're going to give you a different BFF every day. And no, uh, not, oh, yeah. you know, but we still have to have like a like number one BFF, super happy, super happy fun or whatever. <laughs> It's true. He does. He, the thing about Blobber is he's, he's he really right. wants a BFF. It's he, not a get. It's not a bit to him. He, he really wants a BFF. You know what's you know what's scary? Listen to his voice. Yeah. Listen to Bradley talk. <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> Let me. Bradley, Bradley needs a BFF. Hey, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How you doing? <laughs> you want to be my BFF? Oh man! If Bradley didn't have to work, I would love to make him Blobber's BFF uh, all week. I, I'm good. I'm set. Okay. I think ankle chains. I really wanted Doc to be his BFF, to be honest. I know you did. I, you know, I just knew you were going to say that. I really wanted, which is why I, like I wanted to do it. That's why I wanted to do it on a daily basis, because then we could just stick you with Doc for a few hours one day. Like his big brother surrogate? Yeah. <laughs> you guys like the same height. Or Sam. He makes a good point. Again, 
The thing about yeah. Sam is that Sam acts like a douche, but it's like obvious. Blobber's just a douche. <laughs> but Sammy starts. <laughs> oh, come to, on. <laughs> but Sammy, when he does it, like, he. You see what I'm saying? It looks deliberate. Yeah. And that's no. the problem. Oh, what do you mean? I, 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 oh, I am. Ah. Yeah. yeah. No, like it's that. a cartoon. It's like a cartoon. That's what it is. He ends up looking like a cartoon. Hey, 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 hey what do you mean? Ah. You, I'm going to work. You're not capable of that? I know. I'm, you're per- you're, you just don't need to. <laughs> we don't know what you're capable of, and that's really the point. Yeah. That's scary. That and, picture shows what he is capable of. This makes me wonder what you're capable of. <laughs> uh, I know, it's great. Pick his own BFF. Yeah. I, and, and, and Blobber, you pick Justin. <laughs> no, you have to have submitted an email. People applied to be his BFF. So you can't be my BFF. I got shit to do. <laughs> Not only that, uh, I, I send you an email. I love you on the show, but uh, listen, I am separate from this contest. Keep his hand is in your pocket. He's already rooming with Brew Tattoo. He's got to share a room with this poor bastard. Okay, but I want you to close your eyes and just think. Like, imagine Blobber got saying, it rubs the lotion off. Like, and you're in a hole, and he's just staring at you. You see that, don't you? Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Blobber, uh,. I gotta go. I'm gonna look through your the resumes this week, the people who applied, okay. and uh, I'll tell you what we're doing. We're probably gonna assign your BFF at the anniversary party. That's where we'll do it. Okay, but just make just make sure Stephanie has her word to say in this, because uh, she she seemed keen on on knowing about all this. Yeah, that's fine. I will run the resumes by Steph. And um, and um, a little message about um, uh, Drod sent me a message on uh, on the chat. Yeah. Something about his picture not ever arriving? Oh, I sent his picture. Oh. Yeah. Tell him to send his goddamn no. complaints to the BN Complaint Department. Yeah. It's Jay Z doesn't give a shit at thebrewingnetwork.com. So that's Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did send wow, his photo. Tell him, right. tell him to send me an email. Thanks, Blobber. No problem. Later. All right, and then Robert's back on the line. Okay. Maybe he wants to defend his, uh, uh, his first phone call. Uh, Robert, what's happening? Uh, uh, uh. Is he asleep? Hello. I guess he dropped. All right. So we just have to pick a drunk of the week. I can give away some candy sugar. I give away some uh, hops, and then I give sugar. away some candy sugar too. And the ticket. And the, and the ticket. bus ticket. The ticket. Oh, the, the bus ticket. ticket. Oh, yeah, where are we at? Four hours. Well, Jay Z was at eighty, but then I forgot your name in the room. <laughs> oh yeah. John threw down a hundred. A hundred. You don't have a ticket already, John? Oh, John. John's throwing down a hundred bucks for that yeah. goddamn ticket. That's worth it. You realize it's a bus full of us idiots, right? <laughs> I wanted to be with JP. So, John. Yeah. John, where are you from? Yeah. Raleigh, Come here, John. North Carolina. North Carolina. Raleigh, North Carolina. John came in Raleigh. for the conference and uh, hanging out with us today. Came into the studio. Uh, unlike Blue. Called an ass first. Blue's <laughs> <laughs> not uh, here yet. We still have time to turn off all the lights. And he brought us a bunch of beer, the Terrapin that uh, you guys may or may not be drinking. Uh, or not. Yeah. It's all out there in the Thanks, chest John. freezer. He brought a whole bunch of beer, and uh, I appreciate that. Thanks very much, John. And uh, all right, so the 100, 100 bucks is the high bidder then right now, huh? All right. Good. That makes that easy. Turn you have a chest up. freezer? Yeah. Not the same thing as a North Carolina chest freezer. No. Do you go out there and stare at it? No. I, I go visit the Also chest. different than a Cleveland steamer. Uh. <laughs> Pacheco sneaker. Pacheco sneaker. We should give Blue a Pacheco sneaker. When he gets here? Yeah. I gotta go, too. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if you motherfuckers leave here today, <laughs> before Baloo leaves here. Bradley, what do you think, man? That's it. We're out. Yeah, we're out of here. 
That's it. So what's holding him up? I quit. Customs? His weight. <laughs> yeah, you had to go through the scales. Go on. Make sure he's yeah. not a load-bearing baloo. All right. One more call. Brew Tattoo's on the line. Wants to talk about uh, Blobber Glop. What's happening, Brew Tat? Hey, guy. Hey there. Where's my shirt? <laughs> what's going on, man? Well, I just want to point out that uh, when you're going over the one essay that you got in, mm-hmm. also consider that I already have his dick measurement for his collar. You do? <laughs> which is uh, 14 and a half to 15 inches for his collar. Okay. Um, and I have the ball gag already. Wow. You got the ball I was just going to say that. Yeah. I, I did have four applications, though. Are, are you using quality leather? I did have four <laughs> applications. Good. Mark Nagahut. Tat, are you really willing to be handcuffed to Blobberglop all week long? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bradley, I got to ask you this. So, this has been going on for some weeks. Our our guy, Blobberglop, called in one day and said, Listen, I really need a BFF for NHC. And we thought it was just a great idea. We'll handcuff some guy to him all week long. (laughs) Is this going to ruin my relationship with the AHA uh, that some that I've got these creepy BN guys walking around handcuffed all week? As long as they have wristbands, then we're fine. Then it's fine, right? <laughs> exactly. They're both well, paying full conference. You could package. wristband them together. Yeah. One of whom will most likely be in a skirt. <laughs> no, right. I, I said and that's not, that's would, not blobber. I'll keep them, you know, unoffensive. <laughs> Doesn't mean they won't be dressed. It's not a skirt. Creepy. I'll just keep them unoffensive. Mike Burnett also have the craziest dress anyway, so. I have a feeling that, that Brutat's the only one who's genuinely willing to be handcuffed to him. Even though I did get about four applications, uh, I really want someone handcuffed to the guy all week. Are they being handcuffed at night? Yeah, that's, bed, that's an interesting shower Well, time. they are sharing a room. Oh. I did make an exception that as long as they enter the room and leave the room together, they could disconnect the handcuffs while behind closed doors. Yeah, because shower time might be a little funny. Out, something like that. I know. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Them, you know, slowing down the hand action. Or like yeah. Brutat just hanging outside the shower exactly. while Glob right. is in there uh, exactly. washing himself. Not, yeah. not, There's room enough for two. Or like in the morning after you drank a lot of beer and you have to go number two. Yeah, you know? yeah, true. That. See, that's actually worse than the shower. I'll just sit in his lap at this conference. Oh, that's what, if oh, God. what if your wiping hand is cuffed? <laughs> <laughs> then you got a buddy. Actually, I'm more worried about him passing out and me uh, having to drag more, him around town. More paper blobber. I like it soft. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's not dual ply. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what. You are you are first in the running. It just makes sense, Brutat, for you it to be. It is convenient in a perverse sort of way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, because I, I have the collar. Right, he, he can help you iron the pleats in your skirt. That does and the skirt. He does have the skirt and the collar. Why do you have the collar? Yeah, it's a kilt. <laughs> Sound like blobber. Yeah, which is Scottish for skirt. <laughs> which is blobber for skirt. <laughs> it's a kilt. <laughs> hey. Yeah. You're getting a box uh, in the next day or so, right? Oh, good. I haven't had box in a long time. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. It'd be great. There's cards and tasks and shit. Oh, cool. Hey, thanks, man. A little slow over there, huh? Tape delay. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you. See you in a couple days. See you in a couple days, man. Later. Bye. Try to sound excited, too. When... Uh, see you in a couple days. It's because he's hammered. That guy drinks. You can't even tell. He just sounds mellow. Like Jay-Z. Mellow. <laughs> he's just, just chilling. Have we taken his shoelaces from him and his belt? <laughs> so many handcuffed JP to Jay Z. They're the same this week. 
That'd be good. I'd like to see that. That'd be fun. I have fuzzy handcuffs. Be hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you do? What the hell are you doing with fuzzy handcuffs? Well, <laughs> that'd be the only way JP would the get on the ones. award stage. Oh. Oh. <laughs> to be handcuffed to Jamil. <laughs> That's pretty good, Gordon. That is real good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you miss that, JP? Uh, no, I got it. Don't good, because I'm happy to replay it yeah. for you next week. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> that was nice. All right, let's pick a drunk of the week. Please. Here's what we have. We have Grunty Robert from Connecticut. Stanford. You hear that, Shad? He was from Stanford, Connecticut. Works boy. All right. You know what's weird? Well, never mind. I don't know what's weird. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. We had Brew Chemist from Colorado. I think that was where Brew Chemist was from. Not from Colorado. Uh, Yeah. In Colorado, not from from Delaware. Delaware. That's right. Delaware. That's right. We had Tour from Denmark, 5.30 in the morning. Always oh, go, drunk. Going to work. Kid never calls sober. He's a, he's a man. Just to want work. to point that out. And then we had Brownie the One-Eyed Alien, uh, who was pretty drunk. Stole schnapps. Schnappy, oh. schnappy. Is he the one yeah. who sent his wife to get a couple things? No, that no was he's the one who dude. stole schnappy from his neighbors. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. With Jack. <laughs> Which that's Schnappy and Jack, and called it a white Exactly. They don't even do that in Alabama, do they, Bradley? No, no. no, no. <laughs> I got me one of them white Russians. <laughs> oh yeah, what website? No, it's a drink. It's Jack Daniels yeah. and a little bit of bunch of snaps. <laughs> bunch of snaps. It'd be yeah. called white Russians. My favorite kind of snaps. Bunch, bunch of, of bunch of bunch of Hold up, Bubba. I'm going to light you up. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. So here's... Yes, JP? <laughs> good, no, no, it wasn't on top. I was going to say, how how close, quote-unquote, was Baloo? Because that was 20 minutes ago. Oh. He's getting yeah. excited. Yeah. He had, to the, he had to hit the internet. Up Should first. Have given, next time, give know. him JP's address, will you? I'm sorry. He's, uh, the, one all, he's the one who's all happy Obviously. about it. I like I'm not Baloo. kidding. If you fucking leave this house... Well, that kid's still here. What? Are you going to not pay me? No, we're going to handcuff you to um, Blobber. That's it. You're never going to live it down. That's all you need to do. You'll be handcuffed to Blobber. Yeah. Can we have Baloo stand next to Shat? (laughs) See what happens? Step right up and guess your weight. Do we have a room big enough? All right. Here's how this works. Tell him in your Hummer, uh, Scott. By show of hands. You only get to vote once, Bevo. Yeah, Beaver. We have four candidates. I'll list them once more. Are you sure I can Somebody only from once? Canada? You only vote once. We have Robert, the grunty guy. Don't raise your hands yet. Brew Chemist, Colorado. Tour from Denmark. And Brownie, the one-eyed alien. Can you brew? Forget where that guy was from. Alabama. You only get to vote once. North Carolina. from outer space, man. If you'd like to vote for Grumpy Robert from... Crene- uh, uh, grunty Robert grunty. from Connecticut. Gunty? <laughs> if you'd like to vote for Gunty... Uh, <laughs> That's just your gun. Raise your <laughs> raise your gun. Raise your raise. If you have a gun, raise it now. For Robert, put that away, JP. Put that away. Connecticut. Oh man, I think that Blobber's BFF should have a gun. It should be mandatory. Oh no. man, we should get a, like a strap-on gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, raise your hand if it's Robert from Connecticut. Don't, don't they come with a kilt? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that thing in the front? <laughs> raise your hand if it's a brew chemist from Colorado. All right. Raise your hand if it's Tor from Denmark. Okay. 
And raise your hand if it's Brownie the One-Eyed Alien. <laughs> that's good stuff. Uh, I kind of want to. You got to go for the schnapps. You yeah. put it, if that's it, real, that's good. It's a white Russian. That's <laughs> 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 real. Well, we're all seen one. We're all out of schnapps. What do we make a white Russian with now? Well, yeah. we got grass clippings and propane. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to hear what a cosmopolitan is. <laughs> That's a fag drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Always fun to make fun of other people. By a landslide, your drunk of the week is Tor from no! Denmark. Tor up. Yes. Tor, tore it up. All right. You also won yourself a pound of hops. Sorry, Nico Brew, but that's an international show. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> He'll appreciate it more since it's Simcoe. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try to help you figure Fish. that out, brother. Don't worry. Because I'm also going to give him candy sugar yeah, just so we can get the hell out of yeah. here. Send him some more Simcoe. <laughs> he gets the candy sugar and the. Uh, he deserves it, this Uh-oh. kid. I'll, I'll figure out how to get it over there. I'll take it out of JP's piece. I need to preface this phone call. <laughs> yeah. It's token. Oh. And we haven't heard from token in a while. Well, he didn't. I asked why he was calling. Because, in a nice Because we don't just let yeah. black people through. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to keep black? the brother down. Hold on a second. I didn't know he was black. Why well, he's token? <laughs> what do you think? He, what, what do you think he is our token of? Really, brown-eyed alien man? Right, go on. What is? What, what's the deal? Well, he, at first he couldn't. He didn't know. Like he didn't know why he was calling. And I, I was see. like, "Are you calling for drunk of the week?" And he's like, "Sure." Okay. And I was like, "Okay." And oh. then I got on and said we had given that to somebody else. And he's like, oh. "I don't know." And I was like. Okay, and he's like, I want to talk to Jamil. <laughs> uh oh. And then what was he like? <laughs> and then he was all. And then, was like, and then, oh. what, and and then, then what were like, you like? And then uh. I was all. Uh. Then what was he like? She's going to kill you. <laughs> totally going to kill him. Hey, Token, what's happening, brother? What's up, guys? How y'all, man? <laughs> man, man, what's up? What's cracking, yo? We haven't heard from you in a while. You, got, you got, haven't been in jail, uh, have you? Got your iPod? Oh, me? Yeah. yeah. Hell no, man. Good. It's been a while. That's not all. me. What's going Can't on? Can't do it. Can't do it. Nothing much. Just hanging out in the chat room. You want to talk to Jamil? Yeah, man. All right. Good I want to talk to Jamil. Token's got some words for you, Jay Z. Hey, my broom brother. Hey, what's up, Jay Z? Hey, man. Next time those haters get pissed off at you from winning the damn competition. Just tell them to buy your book and shut the fuck up. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Quote of the week. I like that. Isolate that clip for me uh, so I can send it to everybody. I'll do that. Especially because he sounds like Mr. T. We could say Mr. T called into the show. I pity the fool. Yeah. Right. All right. You have That's his... all I had to say. Right. Do, uh, do you, you have, uh, oh, do you have oh, Jamil's yeah, book yeah. token? Uh, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, all right. Just checking. Yeah, sure. You use do. another? <laughs> and you're not going to be out here for, uh, for NHC? No, man, not going to make it. Trying, not, to, trying to take the family to uh, Hawaii. It's that ankle bracelet. All right. Uh, hey, no. I'd go to Hawaii before Oakland, too, if I were you. It's a good choice. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. That's tough call. <laughs> you think Great so? Choice. Yeah, that's a good choice. All right, anything else for Jamil? Right. He, he looks like he needs a pick-me-up. Uh, I just wanted to say what's up to Doc and tell JP to shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. That made, made a smile come to my face. Cool. Thanks, Togan. <laughs> All right. Suck it, Token. <laughs> token doesn't say goodbye. He just hangs up. That's because that's, that's hardcore. That's, hey, a, that's a word. Coin ran out. He knows how to do a call. Yeah. All <laughs> I right. Just, I ain't saying goodbye, fool. So Tor is the winner. Congratulations. Hey, no more Drunk of the Week calls, Bevo. You can leave that. Uh, you guys can go ahead and clap for Tor. He did a good job. Thank you. 
and uh, get himself a pound of hops from Nico Brew. And don't worry, Nico. I'll help you out over there. And then uh, also some Belgian candy sugar from uh, Dark Candy Inc. Uh, both proud sponsors of the Brewing Network. We're happy to have you guys here and giving stuff away. And that's it, man. We are out of here. Bradley, you did a great job today. Why, thank you. <laughs> Talk some more so we can make fun of it. You know? I mean, you did a really great job today. Well, it's it's tough, though, you know? No. I try. I try my damnedest. Brad's the only one here without a face for radio. He's got that <laughs> I actually got my degree in broadcast news. You did? Yep. Did you ever do any broadcast news? I did, and then it sucked. Do you still have some tapes of that stuff? I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on, Brad. Share that with us. I, gotta, I need some links. Weather? Did you start out on weather? No, no, no. Sports? Nope. I originally wanted to do sports, but then I got into music Fashion? and nature. Alter- uh, alternative music lifestyle and nature. updates. You were, the, you were the music and nature correspondent? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can see fluff pieces. Yeah, was, this was on television? Yeah, for local, like, little Tuscaloosa, Alabama station. Yeah. yeah. Tuscaloosa. I, I sure changed my mind quickly. You did? How quick is quick? Oh, no, well, I went through the four years of it. I wasn't changing my major or anything. Yeah, you stuck around. Exactly. Oh, I gotta see these tapes. Come on. A good one is I actually did Broadway as a kid. I was Tiny Tim at the Radio City Magnificent Christmas Spectacular yeah, for five years. For That's five a, years? For five. Oh. Well, I wasn't really Tiny Tim for five years because that'd be a hell of a Tam, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I see. But that's, that's good stuff. That's good times right there. Wow. You don't do any entertainment anymore? You don't to act or... Uh... It was pretty funny tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might have room for you on our non-paying roster. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, join Everybody the non-paying else? roster. Yeah. Yeah, we'll move up to the brewing. <laughs> join join the ranks. <laughs> All right. Well, Brad, I hope you got a good uh, week planned for us. Uh, yeah, it's going to be very exciting. We're looking forward to the conference and glad all the work you guys did around here. So you're just one handcuff away. You're one handcuff yeah. away from a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Be sweet to have track blobber around all the behind the scenes stuff that Brad has to do. I want to see Brad wake up in the morning. What? What the hell? Who the oh my hell is- god! <laughs> Not again! Not again! <laughs> That's awesome. Brad. Uh, Brad gets to come home meet my cats. You guys know my name's Bradley, right? Yeah, I know. That's why we call you Brad. <laughs> You're California now. You staying at your place tonight? Yeah. Yes, I'm snuggling with the kitties. What's wrong yeah. with you, man? What'd you do that for? <laughs> Nobody told you? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm allergic to cats, too. You shower uh, at night, right? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be allergic to JP by tomorrow, too. <laughs> he's he's going to shower every 10 minutes from now. Huh? <laughs> yeah. This won't be weird between us. Right? I'm not coming out of the shower. All right, everybody. We'll see you out at the anniversary party. That's Wednesday at 7 p.m. It's going to be a great time. 20 bucks gets you in. There's 14 different breweries pouring beer over there. It's going to be a really good time. We've got music. we got barbecue. And uh, it's really a listener party more than an anniversary party. So we're really doing it so that you can come out and hang out with us. So, uh, Bradley, you coming to that? Got that right. Gordon? Yeah. All right. Good. Jay-Z? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Right, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be pouring beer, too. Jay-Z's got homebrew he's bringing. I got the list of it today, so I'm, I'm excited about anymore, that. not anymore, bitches. <laughs> we're drinking it. You, you might as well pour because you're not entering it. Yeah. We're going to be drinking Caucasians. <laughs> all right, there's no show next Sunday, but that's because we're going to be broadcasting all week long from the NHC. we got a show on uh, Thursday. we got a show on Friday. we got a show on Saturday. Every day of the conference, we're doing a broadcast for you, so stay tuned to the BN. Sign up for Twitter, twitter.com slash Network. That way you can find out uh, when the shows are posted. Posted and how to listen live and uh, Facebook. That's about it, everybody. You can sign up on Facebook. 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 Facebook.
Uh, All right, visit and shop from our sponsors because they kick ass and they make this happen. And you're going to see a few of them out at the NHC, too. So thank them. Make sure you tell them uh, thanks for supporting the show because that's why they do it. All right, everybody. Jamil, Gordon, I really appreciate a long day of broadcasting out of you, too. And thanks a lot. Um, I really appreciate you doing the shows. Doc, uh, glad you made it. Hey, glad I made it. Jipper. Suck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Later, hey, Beef. Wait a minute. Bye-bye. Love of that home crew can't get enough of it. Home crew blows my mind.